Welcome to the Pulp MX Show. Presented by Motosport.com. Fly Racing and Decal Works. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den. With your hosts, Steve Mathis and Daniel Blair. And now strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Yeah, welcome everybody. It's another edition of the Pulp MX Show. It's May 1st. Coming at you. Nashville Supercross, a.k.a. Smashville. For the hockey team, but also for the amount of number, the, the amount of riders that hit the ground at the race. Crazy night in Nashville. A lot of injuries, a lot of crashes. We'll cover that. We'll cover the winners. Hunter Lawrence winning his first American championship as well. We've got lots to talk about. Got a very uh, busy show tonight also. Stoked to have Kyle Chisholm uh, calling in. Uh, Chiz is back to chising lately. And we'll talk to him about uh, his season. Super Motocross, World Supercross, Nationals, all of it. He's uh, he's Chiz, man. He, he, he'll tell us all about it. So thank you to the folks at, uh, at uh, Hap Suzuki for letting him come on tonight. Mike Mewey, operations manager of Supercross, will call in. The uh, Yamaha LCQ Challenge race is this Friday. We're going to call Mewey to make sure that he hasn't canceled it on us and he's still actually letting us do it. So Mike Mewey will call in. Tony Moore from Renegade Fuels as well. Renegade joined the show this year, and uh, we thought we'd have Tony call in, tell us a little more about it. And, they, of course, they won with Max Anstey just last week on the Firepower Honda team. And also, uh, we added Cade Clayson to the show, our buddy Cade. Uh, he will break down the LCQ challenge for us as far as favorites and uh, prop bets and more. And uh, looking forward to you people uh, contributing, contributing to that. Go to pulpmex.com. Raffle ticket link is there. You can win a 2023 Yamaha YZ450. We are going to keep this thing open until one week from today. And then we will do the draw next Monday for the bike and all the prizes next Monday on the uh, Pulp MX show. So stay tuned for that. But keep buying those tickets. All the money goes to the privateers. 22 guys. I picked up the wild cards today. Settled on a format. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk about it more tonight. And we'll, of course, talk about Nashville. Hey, if you are in Denver this Friday night, if you can't watch the LCQ race or you can't watch the main race or or you, you whatever, if you're just there and you're hanging out, come see us. Live podcast show, Fly Racing Live podcast show at the Oriental Theater. And uh, myself and Kiefer and JT and Weeds will all be doing one. And, uh, yeah, come buy a ticket, hang out, live podcast show. Uh, thank you to, uh, to those uh, people for already buying tickets. We have a four-person table. To give away compliments of Hannah Ray tonight on the show. Yeah, Hannah Ray. Uh, uh, she can't make it, and she bought a bar top special. So we're going to give that away as well. Uh, you got to just be in Denver uh, Friday night to do that. We'll tell you more about that later. So buy the raffle tickets, and uh, please help us out. Uh, Chiz, Mewy, Tony Moore, Kay Clayson, all on the show tonight. Presented by folks at Fly Racing and Motorsport.com and Decal Works, of course, all on board with us, as well as Race Tech. X-Brown Goggles, Renthal, Michelin Motorcycle Tires, Acherby's, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, OGO Power Sports Pro Filter, Renegade Racing Fuels, FMF, Guts Racing, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, Pulpamex 20, the code to save with Works Connection. They won a championship with Hunter Lawrence and the Pro Launch Start Device. MotorcycleNewsyJobs.com, Get Data, WUSA, Ride Engineering, Intense Cycles, Wisco Pistons, EVS, all on board with us tonight. 702 586-7857 if you want to uh, call in, maybe win something, 
Maybe we'll do a Renthal uh, hard anodized giveaway that they did last week. Yeah, I got some sprockets to give away. So maybe we'll do something like that. Uh, and, uh, yeah, talk some Nashville. Talk uh, some MXGP. Uh, whatever it is. Talk some Yamaha LCQ Challenge Race. Go ahead. In studio tonight, he is from uh, NBC Sports. Of course, you see him in the booth. You see him on the sidelines. Uh, he's also Orange Brigade amateur team manager. He's got a lot of things cooking. Main event moto podcast. Daniel Blair, what's up, DB? And the Pulpamex co-host. That's Add right. that to the list. Fantastic. Thanks for coming up. Thanks. <laughs> All the way from the East Coast. I, I know. To- I, I told just, you. I know. I'm moving. I, it won't stop. I I'll know. keep coming, and I, I'm here. Listen, I'm telling you, I'm not trying to be a dick here, but you have a podcast. Uh, you don't normally have guests on it, but let's say you did have guests on it. If you said, hey, Mathis, I'm doing a podcast <laughs> in South Carolina. Can you come out and do it with me? Hell no. <laughs> I'm not flying across the country, so thank you because I'm welcome. not doing it. You're so welcome. I appreciate it. You're back on Twitter. Is this I'm an, back on Twitter. Is this an Elon thing? Yeah, is it, is no. It, okay. it's, uh, I just felt like I wanted to get on there and, and, and get talky with everybody. Everyone's all talky. How's, it, how's it going? Uh, it's been great. Yeah. First thing I did was right at Mark's. Yeah. Right. First no, move. I would absolutely love that. Direct shot yep. to Mark's. I, I love that. And then Bring took it. a couple shots at you. Yeah. Definitely. Yep, especially fine. after your RDL appearance this weekend. Yeah. Had some things to say yeah. to yeah. the fans. Yeah. We, we promoted the uh, Yamaha LCQ Challenge on Race Day Live. Thanks to Doug and you and uh, Dan Hubbard for having me on. Wygan had to in, uh, interview had me, which to. was the best part. Had to. And then, so we pre-taped it, and then I went into the stadium for practice, and I'm walking into the stadium. It's all the – a couple a couple guy goes, hey, it's Mathis on the screen. And then I keep walking. He goes, there's Mathis. So that guy was probably really confused. Uh-huh. But then just as I kind of get to the opening at the end of the stadium, the the, the, the noise kind of quiets down from the crowd. And I could hear throwing it back to you. And you go, well, the show has reached a new low. <laughs> <laughs> I actually was worse than that. I said we've officially hit rock bottom. Oh, is that what you did? Yeah, okay, it yeah, was yeah, rock yeah, bottom. Yeah. It was a little harsher than uh, that. Uh, yeah, I liked it. But it was really funny because I couldn't really hear it. I saw myself on the screen. I couldn't really hear how I sounded. I couldn't really hear Hubbard. But just as soon as it got quiet, <laughs> I heard you just ragging on me. So it was great. It was good because yeah. I knew you were going to do what you did, which is come right out bragging about your performance and yeah. the rating spike. Yep. And I was like, yep. before you even have a chance, yeah. I'm going to yeah. right hook no, you. That was great. Uh, but we got we got 10K on yeah. Saturday in raffle buys for that thing. So really thanks to everybody for having us on there and promoting it. I'm like, all the money's going to these privateers. Uh, we're going to have Kate on. We're going to break down this race later on yeah. uh, um, and talk about the race on Friday and who's going to win and what, the prop bets and everything else. So we'll get to that in a second. I know you as a football guy, you like the prop stuff too. Oh, so, I lo- oh, so we'll, we'll get into that. For it. Uh, Chiz, Mui, uh, Tony Moore, all calling in. Uh, taking your phone calls over there, holding things down, uh, coming in um, despite probably having a tea time. Later on, it's Frappy Pete. What's up, Pete? Getting introduced first as well, which I appreciate. Thank you. <laughs> Only you would care. Yep. Uh, what's up, Tits? How are you? I'm glad to be here. Thank you. All right. Fantastic. Well, mm-hmm. long show tonight. Lots yeah. of guests. Yep. This one's over an hour, right? Oh, yeah. I say, yeah, go to yeah, 60. Yeah. I know how tired yeah. he gets oh, by the yeah. end of that one. Well, he's got tea times normally <laughs> yeah. on that one. Uh, also directing the show over there, working on the app, uh, coming out any day now. Uh, Pulpamex Fantasy uh, uh, Guru as well. I hate that game. Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? Hi. What's going on? Guru. You are on ah, fire sorry. on fantasy right now. You are simply on fire. If I didn't know any better, I'd swear you're actually cheating. The good news is 
you know, I, I know that I would be accused of cheating because I have access to yeah. to cheat. So I, I take screenshots like, at like two minutes after deadline of my team and everything. So anybody wants oh, to do you come really? at me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. a principled man right yeah. there. I got to cover like my bases, that. you know? Yeah. I got to cover yeah. my bases. You, you've just, you're running away with this thing it's, lately. Yeah. You know, and, and it's tough because the last couple of weeks I had really good weeks still. And they could have been like great weeks. Yeah. You know, I had Harlan and Barsha this last week and I still got like 250. So it's like, it's hard to be mad, but I still get mad somehow. It's, it's a really dumb, it's a dumb it, thing. It, you know? Daniel doesn't even play it. He's no. so... I told you what happened. I, what I started disliking the writers that I had to interview, and I'm looking at them on the podium, and I'm having these bad thoughts. And I thought that was probably the time to just pull on out of the game because yeah. it was affecting my job. Yeah, yeah, All absolutely. Right? Uh, well, Steve, if I may, yep. uh, uh, Superfan Nick, he uh, built your first app. Uh, he introduced us to snowboard. He started. Uh, he actually started snowboard. Uh, his father passed away recently, and they bonded really greatly over the Pulp Show. So I just want to give a shout out to Nick oh. if I could. Okay. Well, they bonded really, really greatly over the show. We're gonna bring the show down. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah. <laughs> so shout right. out to Nick. Shout out Should've to Nick. Cleared that with Mr. Matthews. Nah, shout I don't, out. I don't, okay. I, you ask forgiveness, not permission. Shout out to Nick. Huh. I, I'm I'm contemplating. Um, he built an app. I, I don't remember that. I don't. Remember. I'm shocked that you don't remember that. Nick did this. Yeah, yeah. Was old well, guy thanks, named Nick. Nick. I don't remember your any very of that. first app. Yeah, you helped Hobo Nick. The app. very first one. No, Hobo no, Nick. Hobo, Hobo Nick, Nick built no. it. No. Um, all right. Uh, well, we got a good, good show tonight, and lots to get into when it comes to Nashville as well. Um, Daniel Blair brought to you by the folks at Decal Works. Pulpomex 23 is the code to save with Decal Works. They have uh, great guys over there, Sean and Ron and everybody else. Uh, do you use Decal for your stuff? Or I, I have know. before, okay. but I feel for, like for your kid and you. Yeah, okay. as I am, I am now. Okay. Do you want me to say who it is or no. not do the no, thing where I not. say other? Okay. I no, just... I don't, honestly, I don't care. Okay. Uh, but Decal Works bringing you a Daniel Blair tonight, and uh, use code Pulpomex 23. Uh, Red Bull KTM, who had zero 450 riders out there. Uh, use, uses decal works for their bikes. Husqvarna off-road as well. Pulpamex 23 is the code to save with those guys. Uh, thank you to uh, decal works for coming on the show and uh, and giving Daniel Blair uh, uh, a shout-out here. So thanks, thanks to you guys. And also, so Daniel, you, uh, you live in South Carolina. Yes. How far are you from Piedmont? Probably 30 minutes, I'd say. 25, okay. 30 minutes. Can I chip in and or start a GoFundMe? To get you to move to Piedmont, because I would like you to take down. Oh, you want that? You want that title taken away? I want that title taken away. So, what is it? You know, what is it? What does it take for that? I really like my house now. So does okay. my wife. Uh huh. So it would require you to buy me a second house. Okay. And if you do that, I'm down and you for whatever. You can establish some residency there. Yeah. Practice a little bit because you're going to start riding a little bit. You yeah, think? yeah. I, yeah. I've. Um, man, oh man, I can't even believe this, but I've I've got the itch to ride again. Yeah. Uh, I want a 350. And I've been taking my kid racing. We're yeah. going to do arena cross again next year. He loves arena cross, mm -hmm. as ha have I always. Yep. Regional and champ. Regional champ. And I feel like if I'm going to take him to all these races, I, I did my research. The vet class is safe. And uh, I but think I'm going to just race some vet stuff and just have, have some fun. some fucked up feet. And yeah, I know, but I just I need it, okay? Man. No, probably not. <laughs> but I need it. It'll be a tough drive home. But I, I, look, I, I'm enjoying it with him. But I'm to the point now where I want to enjoy it like really with him, and I want to get a bike. So uh, okay. I think All I'm right. going to get a 350 here pretty soon and um, get right. back at it. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, well, listen, if you get back to Piedmont, let me know. But right. speaking of Piedmont and uh, and that guy, uh, we're starting this in May. This is super cool. Motorsport guys have partnered up with Michelin. A 15% Pulpamex discount on Michelin motorcycle tires throughout the month of May. So that's this month, starting today. 
And, uh, yeah, thank you to the folks at Michelin Motorsport for coming together. The offer applies to not only this Michelin Starcross 6 tires, but any of the numerous premium quality tires Michelin makes. So whether you're a motocross guy, adventure touring, V-twin guy, uh, uh, you know, if you're a street bike racer, uh, save money with Michelin and Motorsport.com. Now through May 31st, choose whatever Michelin motorcycle tires are the best for your bike. Add them to your cart, enter Pulpamex at checkout to get 15% off any of the Michelin motorcycle tires. So that's huge news, uh, and thank you to the Motorsport and Michelin for stepping up. Um, all right, well, Daniel, listen, uh, you work for the guys at Feld. You do a great job on TV and Race Day Live and all of that. It is hard, though, to for you for the next two weeks to really get excited about what's going on in our sport right now. Yeah. It, it, it was... It was a great year. We saw uh, Barsha's emergence, Roxon's emergence, and Webb come back, and Eli, and we had lots of drama. And you can't, they can't all be Picassos, and the yeah. next two weeks are going to be a tough watch, in my opinion, because Sexton's <laughs> probably going 1-1, yeah. Eli's probably going 2-2, and Roxon and Anderson may dice it out a bit, but probably Roxon, and, and Tim Buck will take home his third Supercross title, and this is how it's going to play out, because we, yeah, just of everything that happened. Yeah, it was a tough one. Obviously, it sucks the year out of the championship. But the cool thing about Supercross is every night individually still has things. Um, so for me, I, I have to refocus and and refine interest in other ways. So for yeah. me, like no, there's lots out there. Yeah, yeah. And like Colt Nichols and Justin Hill getting those top fives. That's cool for them. Like as bad as Nashville may have felt for a lot of people, including the guys that got hurt. For some guys, they're still going to have their best ride of the season, maybe their best ride of their career. So I think. Still, it's our responsibility to bring the best out in that. But, yeah, if you're chasing down this dramatic, climactic finish, yeah. we, we lost those now. Yeah. Hunter's going to win his easy. Yep. Jed will probably win his easy. Eli, I mean, who knows? It's 18 points, but, I mean, Eli, though. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, He'll probably you, get it easy. Did you see the big fight he put up this weekend? For Oh, my God, he really took sex. Oh, he gave Chase everything he had. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the only thing that he didn't do was wave him by. That's the only, he did everything else. Pretty much. I'm surprised he didn't, like, lay out a carpet. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> Give him thumbs up. Yeah. Just wave him by. Put out the pit board. Let Chase by yeah. by himself. Right. Or let but, Eli, whatever. But, I mean, yeah, he, he – I mean, he, as he should, right? He didn't need to. But, uh, it, you know what's funny, but though? Look, but early on, though, he was trying, and oh, yeah. he had about five seconds, and Sexton reeled him in, which, again, Shea Sexton's the fastest rider this year, and he yeah. just showed us again. So there was effort there. I'm not accusing Eli of no effort. There was effort there and effort by Chase, but, yeah, that's what we're going to see. Yeah, and Eli did his job, got out front, split away, and then managed. And the way, best way to manage, because we keep talking about management, man, best way to manage is to go out there and crush it. And then if something comes about that makes you change your mind, then you can yeah. do it. Yep. Eli changed his mind really quickly when he saw 23 come flying up. He was like, yeah. do whatever you want to do, pal, because yeah. I'm about 20 seconds over the next guy. So, yeah. no, you're probably going to see a bunch of that. And I feel like Chase is probably going to give us the 2022 version of Anderson. Yeah. Win a bunch out. It's going to look a certain way. You're going to look at the points and go, whoa, that was a close yeah. series. When really Eli is just doing what he needs to do yeah. in the last couple, which he seems to get to yeah. do now all the time. So. Well, JT, and, and he's awesome. JT's smart. He's awesome. But he, he always brings up Anderson won those five in a row. And I'm always like, Eli had a bad knee. No one else was trying. I mean, props to Anderson. The cash, the check's still cash, yep. but that run was not a real run. You no, know? It, but, it, you great know. for the bank account. Absolutely. Great for, the again, the stat sheet, but we oh. all knew what was happening there, it, and that's the same kind of thing probably. And the one wild card, the Honey Badger, the 51, who could – Make things exciting for us because he's degaff. Yeah, he's still he, got that in it. I know he's clean. Yeah, yeah. But guess what? If you're clean, yeah. it's because you're no, getting it, clean off of something you used to be not that long ago. So he so, he's out now. So like, I mean, the wild card, I guess is is uh, you know I don't think Kenny has anything for those two guys, 
And I think Anderson at altitude on hard pack, you know, he rides in altitude in New Mexico and hard pack tracks. I think Anderson could, if he's ever going to win them with, with Eli not caring and Barsha out, maybe Anderson get in there. I don't like the odds of that, but maybe. But even then, that's only five points yeah. first to third. That's not enough. Now, you would need something extremely um, goofy or weird or whatever um, to mess with Eli, but he'll, he'll be pretty locked in. Could you imagine, though, if it did get close enough just think. I mean, it's, it's not going to happen, so I don't even like teasing this, but what if it somehow did get close enough single digits going into Salt Lake? Hunter and Jet would both be clinched. Remember last year, Jet was considering racing a 450. Uh, it'd be cool if it was close enough to where Honda just brought out the cavalry and said, hey, boys, <laughs> get out there and bunch them up. I, I don't. <laughs> or something. I don't think that would happen. No, it's not yeah, going to happen. Yeah, 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 it it yeah, wouldn't happen yeah. then because they're not. I like, know these are things you talk about on main event moto. I know. Oh, no, we go way weird <laughs> there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, this is a main event moto conversation. Oh yeah, we we bring up every possible scenario, but, even the weirdest ones. But yeah, I mean, look, there is there's lots to talk about. But yeah, the, we've lost some we've lost some uh, uh, drama in yeah. the, in the last little bit with the. Still series, think it was so. a good. I mean, but here's the thing: we got your race. This Friday, which I'm yes. excited. I can't wait. Yep. I've never been more excited for a Friday. Yep. Stoked. And then we do have an East-West showdown still coming. And even if we overhype the Jet Hunter thing, which we're probably going to have to do it again, because that's yeah. obviously the two champs, the brothers. What does we didn't Jet get... need to do to clinch this weekend? Oh, I don't know. Do he's you... up like do you know? 39 or something. Oh, oh, I mean, he's oh, up so 39. Okay, okay, no, no, he so... can cruise it in. Okay. Um, God, so that would be cool. That. But even outside of that. I mean, I'm still having fun. Like, Jordan Smith makes things fun to watch, man. He, you're yeah. on the edge of your seat watching yeah. him. Deegan's riding good. So I still want to see Jordan versus RJ. Uh, let's see Enzo versus um, yeah, Enzo's Hayden. Yeah, third in the points right yeah, now. So yeah, so I, yeah, I still yeah. – there's things that I can't wait to see. Yeah. But if the championship is your draw, that part's probably pretty much over. But Supercross is still cool from top and, to bottom. So let's, and, let's enjoy the rest of it. And uh, AP should be back. Uh, yeah. He almost raced Nashville. AP should he, be back. He wanted to. I guess he, they couldn't even get out of a chair. He could barely get out of a chair. Oh, really? He's oh, like, okay. I, I'll be okay tomorrow. And they're like, <laughs> you're getting help up. Um, scary collision with Coop. Uh, I talked to him. I texted with him today. Uh, we just made fun of Phil. So I think he's okay. Okay. And, um, yeah, uh, over, spent, over, spent the night overnight in Nashville. Uh, he's already announced he's done for the Supercross season. Yep. I don't think he's coming up for nationals. Uh, AC was shook. I talked to oh, Adam dude. after the race. He was legitimately shook. Um, and yeah, man, what, what can you do? Look, Eli, uh, Coop made an aggressive move on Eli. That was cool. Yep. Eli got him back. Aggressive move. And, you know, there wasn't enough room there for, for Coop's front tire. And he goes down and Adam's got nowhere to go. And But, man, that uh, that's unfortunate. And that was scary. It was really scary. Um, and I've said this before. You'll see the gnarliest crashes ever. And the guy will pop up like nothing yeah. happened. And then you'll see a guy wash out in a berm, and it turns into what it turned into. And, and it, it was scary because I obviously in my job being the trackside reporter, that happens immediately. Me and the TV crew go to Alpine Star because we, I mean, the fans are going to want to know what the heck's yeah. going on. Yeah. So we got to be there to catch. Yeah. I had a really hard time. Normally, you know, I'm just right up in there kind of mm -hmm. with the camera guy. I actually yeah. let the camera and everybody just go to him. And I sat back. I, I didn't want to make yeah. eye contact with it. Coop's my friend. So yeah. I didn't want to make eye contact. I knew he was probably not seeing things clear anyway. The last thing he wow. needs to see is me standing yeah. there with a microphone and just have him wig out. So I, I actually watched it, it from kind of far back, and it was it was hard. It's, it's small crashes like that that can go, like you said, just go sideways, and serious injury can happen. No, he just he washed out yeah. in the corner and yep. fell down and got right. pinched. But then that yep. one is the one that, and then AC, your yep. point, yeah. Even Bro, you know, yeah, that's yeah. terrible for him because we know Adam is. I feel like going through this transformation where he's really starting to understand himself and life, yeah. bigger picture. Yep. Last thing you want is something like that to happen where 
you just know that it was your front tire, even mm-hmm. though he had no ch- – there was nothing he could no, have done. But no. it's just – you wouldn't want it from anyone, but really yeah. for – I feel like for Adam that was just yeah, a bummer. Yeah, if there's a, if there's a racer that's maybe going to take it a little harder than the normal oh, yeah. racer, it would be AC, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, big blow to the series. Coop's, Coop's done. We'll talk about more about the World Supercross later. Uh, I have some thoughts on World Supercrosses and, and all that. We have the Race Tech rant coming up. And it's not a rant. It's actually a um, – uh, it's um. Recognition. Race tech recognition. Race tech recognition. Tonight, yeah. It's a race tech recognition. I think I know what it's about. I think I was even there yeah. for this Yeah, it's a race uh, tech recognition. recognition instead of a rant. I think I was there. It's a race tech recognition on a rant. There it is. That's there it. it. Is. There we go. Because you've ranted about this yes. a lot. And then so instead of getting mad and ranting, I'm going to praise when there's time to praise. Hoping that maybe um, that turns into a yeah. change. Maybe. Uh, X-Brand goggle tear-offs as well with Daniel Blair, myself, and JT. And then, of course, the motorsport.com tweet at tit segment again 15 percent off michelin tires of all kinds of tires uh at motorsport.com so enter the code pulp mx to save 15 percent really cool that michelin and uh and you the fastest man in piedmont soon to be the fastest man in piedmont uh you know the second fastest guy got together at motorsport and did this mm-hmm. so, i like that yeah that's awesome uh so lots to get into um all right so i guess uh I brought this up in a review show. I want to ask your opinion of it because uh, those other two guys, I mean, they're idiots. They don't know anything. So let me ask somebody like you who mm-hmm. used to race, you know, mm-hmm. all that. The Sexton argument that we kind of got into. The mm-hmm. Sexton debate, not an argument. The Sexton debate we got into in the review show. And I'm like, hey, has anybody noticed he's just not crashing now? Like, obviously, in New York, it was Barsha hit him and mm-hmm. knocked him down. Yep. But he probably takes off with that one. And then he won Atlanta and he won this weekend mm-hmm. in East. This weekend, catching Eli Tomac, whatever you want to say, sure, second. Eli wasn't in conservative mode, sure, whatever. Still did it. Still got the job done on a brutal, treacherous track that claimed a lot of guys. Has he just figured this out, or was it just a lack of pressure like those guys are talking about? I don't know. It, uh, probably a little of both. A little but of both? It, it goes back to Glendale even. After the break, Glendale was the first one back. Triple Crown. He didn't crash there. He didn't win, but he didn't crash. Nope. He made it all the way through he that whole one, night. Right? He, he won, won one. one of them, yep. and he made it all the way through the night. He stalled it, remember, for a little second, yep. whatever. Yep. And then he won the next one without a crash, and then he struck the third. I I mean, I don't know in the mud. I think Barsha probably would have got him. I think Barsha was going to win that in the mud. But if it was dry, I think he probably could have won that one. Um, so I don't know if it's a combination of the pressure because the guy puts a lot of pressure on himself to win the race itself. Not just the championship. So I don't know if it was the championship pressure that was causing all the weird stuff okay, as much so as now, it was just trying to win. You know, now in your eyes, there's no championship pressure, or not not very little, anyways. Very little, yeah. but it's also a combination of things that are happening in the field and him figuring it out and getting better. I, he says he's been riding some outdoor, and that's changed things a little bit here and there. And I I don't think it'd be like, oh, he's fixed it because of this. Yeah, it's probably like that 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 are all contributing, and now he's kind of getting momentum mm-hmm. on the bike where right. he's not on the ground. So but, I think it's everything. But this is. Uh, um, okay, I'll give you that. I agree. But in a rider's mind, and you've been there, he's just telling himself that he's got it, that he's over his habits, he's not worrying about it, it's fixed, it's over here, it's in the back of his mind, or it's gone, and now he can just use his talent and skills and keep going. Yeah, and, yeah. well, and I think with him, those first couple crashes, you know, all the weird things that happened this year, like, yeah. it seemed like 10 of them. Yeah. The first couple, I think he was thinking, these are random, this is nothing. But then all of a sudden, it's three and four. I think he started actually getting into his own head where he was like, every week I do. I mean, he even yeah. said at the 10-minute mark, I'm wondering, like, yeah. what are you guys saying about me? You yeah. know what I mean? No, and so even I think it got in his head. In autograph signings. Hey, man, don't throw it away tonight. Uh, hey, man, you got it if you don't crash. Like all this stuff that fans that say to him that try yeah. to help him, but it doesn't really But that him. was because there was so many happening. I think he got in his own head. But as a writer, 
I mean, as mental as everybody is, you can also become mentally strong very fast, too, with mm-hmm. a little momentum. So yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if right now he thinks he's cured right. of those issues. Yeah. And now he's getting ready to go into the summer where he was pretty cured last year. Yeah. Until the last one where he just threw everything at the wall and yeah. whatever. I don't blame him for the last moto last year. That wow. was all in, you yeah. know? Yeah. So I, I think, I mean, whatever he thinks is what's most important because he's the one that races and you race based on what you think. Yep. So if he feels good and he's going to come into the outdoors and yep. feel good, then they're, he's okay. they're in trouble. Uh, okay, so thanks to uh, DS on uh, YouTube, five bucks he gave us. And asks, who has the higher odds? Anderson gets a win or Toronto Maple Leafs make the Stanley Cup? I don't know anything about that, so maybe you take that one. <laughs> okay. How are they looking? I know that the Bruins got beaten. Every, some some sensitive people out there, right? Did the Bruins? Yeah. The yeah, Bruins set the record, the NHL record. Wait, for Maple Leafs are... Is that hockey or baseball? That's hockey. Oh, yeah, Blue Jays. Sorry, I just got really confused okay. real quickly. Yeah, but, so yeah, so Maple what's Leafs, the deal? Well, the Maple Leafs got through the first round for the first time in... Uh, Seven years. But now they have to play the team that just knocked the Bruins out. Yeah. Right. And we got that no problem. So and then we got think? the next round. Yeah. And then we're on to the cup. So you're talking so you think that's the most likely? Yeah. Okay, I'll go yeah, with that. Marks. No, Marks. Nineteen years is not correct. What are you saying? I don't like the people that say the nineteen years is not correct. What are you saying? Because they've made the playoffs for seven straight years. So seven straight years of first round knockouts. They didn't make the playoffs for the other years. That's even worse. Yeah, but it's not losing in the first round. They haven't. They haven't been past the first round in 19 years. Yes, that is a factual. Oh, statement. So he's just That's, making it feel yeah, worse. Cherry picking his stats. I am not. Mm. Firepower Honda, uh, batteries and chains. Uh, Firepower Honda with Dino. Dino had a good race this weekend. Max Anstey yep. had another good one. Uh, the Firepower Honda guys doing great things, and they use Firepower parts. Wide variety of chains from heavy duty to roller and X ring, all made in Japan. Featherweight lithium batteries that are backed by a two year warranty. Firepowerparts.com. Uh, a lot of privateers are using it, including our buddy Cade coming up later. Uh, Chiz used Firepower as well for many years, and he, he's coming. He's calling in as well, so firepowerparts.com. Thanks to those guys for all that they do. And, again, a live show um, uh, this Friday night in Oriental Theater in Denver. Looking forward to that. You've done these with us before. You did the one in Indy. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah in you, fact, you I, were great. I feel like we, as a, as a crew, really helped turn Chiz's season around. You do? Yeah. We gave him a hard time that night. Yeah. I said he wasn't chizzing. There was something wrong. He said, yeah, he was banged up, all this, whatever. I feel like that's all he needed was a little bit yeah. of a pep talk from us. Okay. And then since then, things have gotten better. Yeah. So I'd like to take 11% okay. credit uh, of that. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, which do you think happened this week in the 250 race? Did, did Jordan Smith just have more speed than Hunter Lawrence and make a mistake? Or did Hunter lay up and think to himself, well... This is Jordan Smith. He could make a mistake here. And and then I'll just wait. Well, cuz Jordan I, was good all day. He was and he's been good for yeah. a while. Even that Detroit night where everything fell apart. <laughs> like he was super good at Detroit. Uh no, he's been great, but if you're Hunter, you're probably I mean, I I feel like he's one of the more calculated guys out there. So if you're Hunter, you're looking at that track, you're probably going I think I can stay here with you for yep. a while, and we'll see what happens, and then yep. kind of got it given to him. I mean, that's how the heat race – Hunter got the heat race given to him, too, I think, for Max. Ansi made a mistake. So Hunter's just so smart that he's going to play it the way he did. And, um, man, though, I kind of thought Jordan was maybe going to get that win. I still think he might. He might be the yeah. one that wins Salt Lake. Well, you know what I mean? I was it talking about him close. for a, show, a showdown in New York. I'm like, oh, hey, yeah. But he ate shit all day. But, but uh, It feels close was dry. to me. Yeah, he was really good. Um, but, again, Hunter didn't need to win to clinch and – Jordan's out front, and I'm just going to cruise here. Uh, Jordan almost did catch Schmoda. Good job to Schmoda mm-hmm. get his first podium. Um, we have a mutual friend 
uh, I'm not going to give him away because he might get mad, but he is just like, where is the Shimoda hype coming from? I don't understand. The guy's never uh, uh, done anything. He's been hurt in Supercross. He, you know, he won one national or two nationals. Like, where is all the Shimoda hype? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I think the guy's a championship contender this summer. I, I, really I do. do. Didn't he get second last summer? I don't know if he got second. Or third, no. Third? Yeah. Because Hunter oh, gave Hunter. him the yeah. business the in that business. first moto. In Paula, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, he is, to me. And then I said to Hunter, aren't you guys friends? He's like, no, nah, not really. It's, oh, more, uh, it's more Jet and Well, Joe. they were. If you look back on old yeah. YouTube videos, you can watch Jet Lawrence and Joe Shimoda on 65s racing together, yeah. like in no, Europe. No, but Hunter was saying it was more Jed and Joe, not me and Joe. As far as being friends. Yeah. Yeah, now Jet and Joe, they're buddies all the way through. And Hunter's yeah. big brother that was probably around for yeah, it. But yeah, yeah. no, Hunter gave him some. But no, I, I think Joe is one of the elite 250 guys going into the summer and next year. He would have been, a, in my opinion, a title favorite yeah. this year, too. Yeah. I did get overhyped on him in 22, though. Okay. I was hearing it. Yeah. And I was coming yeah, yeah. in and I was yeah. just watching the progression. I'm like, oh, it's yeah. time. And then it really wasn't because I think he tried way too hard and kind of got messy there. But no, I, I go into the summer. He's. Yeah, probably my. Th- I'd say he's my third. Yeah. Uh, guy on the list for me, and that's yeah. Damn, that's. Uh, I think that's a good it, list. I think it's Hunter Cooper, and then uh three throw th- throw three or four guys in there with RJ, Joe, Joe yeah, yeah. Vial. I mean, yeah. that, to me, that's that's my three, four, five right. I'm with you. I think yeah. it's Hunter and Jay Cooper, probably my one, two. Uh, PJ's on three. PJ, what's up, man? What's going on, Steve? You might not have a race tech rant this week, but I sure as hell have. Oh, one. let's have it. Oh boy. Uh, I just got three Michelin motorcycle tires on order through Motorsport last week, right before you have to oh, heal them. I really could have used that. Dude, that's, yeah, that's, a, that's a tough blow. Yeah. That's, uh, Randy, yeah, yeah, Randy yeah. Richardson told me that in that case, just hit him up. He'll just pay you the difference out of his pocket. He told me oh, that. Oh, he did? So, oh, yeah, wow, yeah, what yeah. a nice guy. Yeah. Just hit him up. Yeah, DM and, him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, well, me, me and FMIP, we're, we're buddies. I sent in some, some scrap metal sculpture uh, as well. But I want to give a shout out to Car now. Dude's uh, doing awesome. Yes. Uh, he's rocking a. Uh, you've been by his pits. I made him a little uh, scrap metal sculpture that he's kind of rocking of the OF symbol. Yeah, if nice. You know what I mean? Yeah, nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, he career best for Car now. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. I mean, you know, he's got a kid's got a good style. You know, it was always neat to see his sponsors and kind of what he's done with the struggles you had last year. Yep. Uh, you know, so thought that was cool. I hooked him up in Oakland, gave him a, a little sc- piece I had made for him. I did scrap metal art. Check me out at oh. PFE Works okay. on all that. And, uh, all right, yeah. PJ, PJ, do you, uh, what kind of bike you got? Uh, 98 KX250. So probably not much you can give. No, me. I, I got I'm nothing. I can't give you shit. You want some grips? What, Daniel? Yeah, I say you want some grips? Yeah, yeah. That's about oh, all. Oh, dude, I'll take some grips. No, I don't have any grips. He doesn't even have grips. I don't have grips. Uh, no, man, you don't have to give anything. I just wanted to, you know, uh, give me a shout out on a follow on Instagram. That'd be cool. And uh, you know, that's okay. Yeah, PFE works. All right, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank Thanks. you. And uh, yeah, Randy will get right on that. Just DM yeah. him. He'll uh, he'll send you. He'll that Venmo money. you. He's yeah. he's cool like that. Yeah, he's not a problem. Yeah, absolutely. He's right right on board with that. Uh, coming up with our first guest here. Uh, okay. Oh boy. Uh, Weisco is on board with us. Thank you to Weisco. Speaking of Hunter Lawrence, they won a championship uh, on Weisco. And uh, thanks to those guys for coming on board our show. Two stroke and four stroke pistons. They're the, they're a partner of the factory Honda HRC guys. You got a dirt bike? About to. Got a UTV? Nope. Got an ATV? No. Got a jet ski? Nope. Okay, well, Wysco's got pistons for any of those all things. Right. All right. Just so in you, case. If you get those, okay. let me know. Robbie's probably got those all. Right? Robbie's got all of them. Yeah, probably eight of them. Right. 
of each. So Wiseco's been manufacturing pistons right in the USA for over 80 years. There's a code to save on PulpMXShow.com under sponsor deal, so you can save with Wiseco, uh, guys. And again, uh, Sexton, Nichols, Lawrence Brothers using Wiseco Factory Honda. I know uh, they make some custom stuff for Factory Honda, but they also use some off-the-shelf stuff as well. So Wiseco's evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Uh, whether you're at two-stroke or four-stroke, Wiseco's got you covered. Uh, Wiseco bringing you our first guest of the night, Director of Operations for uh, Feld Supercross, which means this man is very important and very busy. It's Mike Mewey. What's up, Mike? How are you, man? Steve, how are you, man? We're good, man. Yeah, I'm just sitting here with Daniel Blair, just, uh, you know, breaking down Nashville. Um, so, problem, you got a big problem, Mui, is that the, the, we were there for the first time in like three years, four years or whatever, and now if we don't go back, everyone is going to be very pissed at you. Yep. <laughs> yes, it does seem to be a popular one, that's for sure. It did seem like a great vibe, though, right? I don't know, again, like maybe it was the first time going back, but... Mike, I was, you know, to go from the press box to the pits, you had to go in the concourse and walk the stadium. People were into it. I saw mullets. I saw AP shirts. I saw rocks and stuff. The pits were packed. I think the vibe and everything for the race was was super, super good. Yeah, no, we we definitely like Nashville. Hopefully uh, we're able to keep it on the schedule for years to come. Um, You know, time will tell, but obviously it was was a good one for us. Dirt, dirt was tough for these guys. I think the rain during the week was uh, a factor for a lot of these guys. It, it sucked to see those dudes hitting the ground as much as they did. Yeah, so we covered early in the week. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm sure everybody is watching the weather coming through. So originally it looked like it was going to be Wednesday through Saturday, full washout. Um, but we covered on, I think, Wednesday. Um, Thursday came and, and just kind of a deluge pulled the plastic on Friday and stuff was dry, which is good because then we control the amount of water that goes into it. So I think Dirtworks made the right call on that. And, um, you know, obviously we can Monday quarterback and, and try to figure things out. And we will, we've discussed and, and, um, you know, it, it, uh, it is what it is. So. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, Go ahead. No, Mike, I was going to ask you this. I went out to the pits right before like rehearsal. So say an hour before the show and a little, like cell came through and it was I mean it rained on me going back from the pits back in yeah. and then when I got to the track I noticed that some spots were a little drier than maybe they normally would have been were you guys thinking that maybe that cell was going to hit a little harder because I I mean I thought for a minute that we were going to get hammered right before the show started yeah I, I so we were obviously watching it um I feel like all of us walk around with weather underground <laughs> on the entire time yep. um at least that's what it feels like this year but um yeah, it, it, you know, it, you don't know what you don't know. So, um, you know, we we're trying to gauge that, and and um, you know, the guys did with with uh, what they could with what they had. Yeah, it was uh, it was sucked to see that we had such a great season going, and and it's still been a great season. It's not going to you know ruin anything, but yeah, Barsha's crash and Coop's crash, and man, Mike, we had this amazing title fight going on. But uh, that's our sport. That's what happens. You know, it's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, hey, what uh, on on a somber note a little bit? Uh, Will's Frederick, uh, I didn't know him. He worked for you guys in the uh, parking the trucks and and you know obviously on the ground one of the ground crews. He passed away unexpectedly uh, this weekend. What's that like from your end? Um, just I, I thought by the way, great pre race uh, ceremony uh, done by everybody. Uh, that was really emotional and really cool to see. But man, that just makes it 
just that much harder for you to put this race on, huh, Mike? Yeah, um, Will's and, and yeah, I, it's still a little bit hard to talk about, but uh, great kid, and anybody that knew him, um, you know, would say the same thing about him. He always had a smile on his face and hard worker. He's he, just a dream colleague to work with, you know, and um, yeah, yeah, it's 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 horrible. Our, our team uh, is devastated, but you know, I, I think everybody kind of put their put their heads down, went to work, and knowing that you know, truly, Will absolutely loved Supercross, and um, to put on a great event was was probably the the most important thing to to him. Yeah, know? and it wasn't a moment of silence; it was a moment of everybody's cheer. That was kind of kind of neat, mm-hmm. you know, when when when, when, yeah, you, when you do that. That's a kind of kid that he that he really was you know he was, yep. he was the kid in the pits that every time you saw him he had a smile on his face no matter how bad the day was so, yeah yeah, yeah it's, it was, again i don't know him but all the people that did i mean you still got a job to do you yeah. still got a race to put on you still you know all those fans that are there buying tickets like it's yeah it just makes it so hard to do to get through for you guys yeah. so i can imagine that i mean when i heard coy gibbs passed away i was at the world vets and it just screwed me up all day. I was just like, I can't, I can't, you know. Yeah, I got to race. How am I going to race? Like it sucks. So, yeah. yep. Um, well, uh, on a brighter note, uh, you guys are letting me have another race this Friday. Uh, <laughs> Let's do it. Let's I, do I, it. Wait, that's this Friday? <laughs> oh, great. Oh, great. Guess we better prepare. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm super. It's super great that you guys just don't even tell Prater or Gendro or anybody. That's uh, <laughs> like it's great how we sneak this under the radar, Mike. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks for this, though. That's awesome. The Yamaha LCQ race this Friday, uh, ten minutes plus a lap, and we're going to give all, all the money away to these privateers. We've been qualifying all year long, and uh, yeah, Sean Brennan and yourself and and Dave and everybody. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I think it's really cool, and uh, the ra- the racers seem to enjoy it. Yeah, no, Steve, and we appreciate what you do. We're happy to provide the platform to to showcase this, and and uh, I'm excited about this year. Harv's been working hard on it. Yeah, um, you know, I think it'll be uh, even grow upon what we did last year. Yeah, well, it should be great. We're going to stream it. Uh, FXR stepped up and helped us out. We're going to stream it on YouTube. Huh. Uh, Daniel's going to do the podium presentation. Daniel, so yep. yeah, we'll, we'll you know keep it classy. I will. Yeah, please do. And. Uh, yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, a lot of- keeping it classy, you said Will Hahn's working again? Yeah, Will Hahn's working okay, again. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be classy. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, I think it's really cool that, uh, that we're allowed to do this, and it, it, I know it helps these guys a lot. And you look at a guy like Chase Marquet, who's he won the point standings, which were fifth on back in the LCQ. So Chase Marquet went to all the races and accumulated the most points by not making mains. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we're... We're giving him some money. Like, you know, if it depends on where he finishes, but we're giving him some money. So, uh, uh, also, by the way, oh, I want to shout out to uh, St. Jude. Auction uh, starts tonight, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern. So it's already going. Uh, so this is the, um, a few weeks ago we did the St. Jude thing. And so the jerseys and plastics, and we got a stay sick and everything else. And you go to supercrosslive.com uh, for more information on that. Bid on this stuff. Uh, and the money goes to St. Jude's. And. Last year raised 142 grand, so cool. St. Jude race, it's awesome. Yeah, we're 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 really excited about that. Um, yeah, I think you said it. Supercrosslive.com/slash/St. Jude. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Sean and Cat and Joe and the team have, have worked hard, and 
thanks to all of the race teams and riders for supplying a lot of cool stuff that that'll be auctioned off and uh you know we're we're uh yeah. we're excited to raise some more money for St. Jude. Yeah, absolutely. Should be should be a good time. Mike Mew is on the uh, on the line, the director of operations for Supercross. If you got a call or a question for him, 702-586 pulp. Uh brought to you by the folks at Wisco Pistons, uh two stroke and four stroke pistons. There's a, there's a code to save uh, online. Nice. Mike, I just want to know if I've done a better job this year with my requests. <laughs> you know, funny, Daniel. I was thinking about that right right before you guys called in. I was like, you know, Daniel's done a good job this year. He gets the request in early, and they're in email format. Yeah, you like yeah. that on tickets. You mean? Yeah, oh. I used to be the worst. I was a Saturday morning guy. Hey, Mewy, oh, and wow. he was like, you. Oh, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. It yeah. was Saturday, like sometimes right before opening ceremony. No, oh, that <laughs> happened once. Opening ceremonies? <laughs> Are you serious, Mewy? He really did it was that? like two years ago, and it was one time. It was someone came late. Dude. I'm not that bad anymore. Anyways, this year, yeah. I've stepped it up. I've been emailing. I've been texting, naming. Yeah. I mean, it's, I've been, yeah. it's like damn near like an invoice. It's perfect. And I just want to make yeah. sure that you're acknowledging the improvement because I made that for you specifically. <laughs> I will give credit where credit's due, my friend. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. I, Leveled up. That, that's a dick move, opening ceremony. If you, even if you did it once, that's a dick move. It's an emergency. Sure. Yeah. I hope, that, I hope that person was important. Uh, I'll tell you what. I uh, If I ask for tickets, which I, I rarely do, uh, I usually ask Sean. And uh, it's great uh, because I want to make Sean's life easier. If I get a text on Thursday or Friday, I just tell people, too late. It's too late because uh, I just yeah. I don't want to do it. You know, I don't deal with it. So, yeah. um, But uh, all right, Denver and Salt Lake left, Mike, and then – uh, a break for you guys, but not really that much of a break because, yeah, uh, you're working with MX Sports, um, and they're, you know we got the 11 round outdoor series, and then we have the SMX races. Let's go back to the announcement, though, Mike. And obviously, look, I work for Racer X, that's MX Sports, and so uh, you know, I, if you want to call me biased or whatever, I'm part of the part of the company a little bit. What's it been like to be in meetings with Kerry and Davey and Roy and people from MX Sports and and coming together and trying to be more synerg- have more synergy? and work with sponsors and how's it been going? Like we, we saw the press conference in November, but now that we're five months in, what's it been like? Honestly, man, it's been awesome. Um, you know, working Tim and Carrie and, and Davey and they, uh, they, they put different perspectives sometimes on mm-hmm. things, um, than, than what we may have traditionally looked at stuff. So, and I would, I would hope to say that goes vice versa, <laughs> but, um, it's it's been good. It's been really good, especially working with the Super Motocross and and um, you know the tracks and uh, the venues and trying to think. You know, we we you know me and Dave and Bill and everybody, we all focus on Supercross building tracks and yep. and stadiums with the same old fan fest and um, trying to think outside of that box isn't always easy. So when you bring in um, you know, Carrie and Tim and, and, and stuff, and they have a different perspective. Well, we merge in the middle mm-hmm. and figure out something that is actually different. And that, that's that been actually really cool. And, um, you know, they're, they're fun to work with. And uh, we talk openly about, you know, both properties, and, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's been very good. And, um, you know, obviously uh, we work with um, Mike Pelletier and, and Gene and Kevin at AMA Pro, the the communication, I don't think, has ever been better yeah. in our sport. So it's encouraging, um, not just right now, but for the future, too. Yeah, and then pumping Feld's tires. I talked to Alex Martin, who you know is taking more more of a direction with his John and Greta with Millville. 
and the meeting that he had with you guys where you guys he told me you guys brought in some you know some social media people and some uh, uh, marketing people and he was like wow he's like it was so much information it was so much stuff that we as motocross promoters let's mm. face it not always on the leading edge of technology and, and you know all that <laughs> it opened his eyes to all the things that you guys do to attract people and areas and how you sell tickets and how you market. And so he was impressed by that end of things from you guys. So, yeah. Yeah. I, that That's just it. Like the resources don't need to stay within a bubble, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and not that we, that was by design. It was just the way, you know, things were. Um, so now, you know, both sides, I, I think have contributed so much to the overall good. That, yeah. Uh, it's it's very encouraging. Been very fun too. I, I think this is an op- awesome time to be a yeah. part of Supercross and, and Motocross. Now we'll see you at some nationals, I guess. You usually show up for one or two, right? Yeah, uh, right now I'm targeting four. Okay. Um, well, I'll be. Uh, you know, obviously we're we're full speed ahead on Super Motocross, so yep. be visiting those cities quite a bit, and um, even checking out some. Cities for 2024, Supercross, Super Motocross. So, mm-hmm. okay. lots of traveling this summer, but, um, you know, I definitely want to make at least a couple. So, you don't just sit on a boat all summer out in Florida, then? You're actually pretty busy. No, I okay. think that's the popular belief. <laughs> no, I wish. I'd much rather be sitting on a boat sometimes, but that's not the case. Uh, what about the SMX series? Let's talk about that a little bit. So, yeah, Chicago, Charlotte, uh, LA Coliseum. I'm a little skeptical, Mui, on combining this together into super and motocross and we saw it done at the monster cup a couple times i don't know if it worked but without giving us us too much away or you can give out as much away as you want what are we thinking for tracks what what, how are we going to do this how are we going to merge these two things to make it like great racing yeah so i mean that that's exactly it um as we were talking about you know working with mx sports and Alex is probably one, Alex with Dirtworks is mm-hmm. probably one of the most creative minds um, that I've ever seen design Supercross tracks. Um, you know, he thinks outside of the box. But even we've all lived Supercross for so long. So when we got Tim and and mm-hmm. Tim Cotter and his team involved, um, you know, it really kind of expanded. Like, well, that's not very motocrossy, guys. That's okay. just another Supercross lane. <laughs> okay. Um, and, and we really tried to incorporate like the the actual facilities themselves into mm-hmm. what we're doing. So okay. um, instead of just build dumping dirt on top of asphalt, which is always going to be a supercross track, trying to integrate natural terrain and tilling it up rather than um, you know a eight inch pad and okay. uh, elevation is a bit of a challenge, but we have ideas and, and mm-hmm. ways that we're going to accomplish our our goals with that. And I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. I mean. Uh, the first year of, of Monster Cup uh, 2011, you kind of remember, is a lot more wide-open track. Yeah. Um, that was still, in, in our eyes, uh, pretty super crossy. So picture that, um, but with, with more motocross-inspired mm-hmm. obstacles and, and terrain. Right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, obviously, when you think about it, too, like you look at a speedway like, uh, like, a, like uh, Daytona, and if you start putting some guys on that and you start getting braking bumps and taking up the natural soil, then now you have motocross. Elements stuff, right? of it. Yeah, yeah. elements of that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, natural soil, it's hard to replicate. We've tried uh, several times over the years, and it's, it's not easily done. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, those are some things. And then um, I, I think that the, uh, the 3D track map that we did, 
um, kind of depicts it, but we'll actually open up the catch fence in Chicagoland and race up the embankment and back down to get some elevation change and just using what's what's naturally at these these tracks to try and yep. uh, enhance the overall the overall track and event. Okay, man, the first one, the teams are going to show up just guessing. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see them freaking out in the pits. Uh, my question for you. I've been down on the floor now for seven years. I mean, I, you know, it's always loud to me. It's full. The stadium's always loud. It's cool. But for some reason this year, it just seemed bigger. I don't know if that's reflected in the numbers, but, I mean, how, how is things turnout-wise as far as in the stadiums? Because for some reason to me, it just feels like it's been fuller, louder, crazier. And that started back, I think, at the first one all the way through. Yeah, no, uh, uh, it, it's been great. I think um, you know all of our all of our all of the attendance has been up um, throughout the entire season. Fan fest, people are engaged, and you know um, could be any number of things. Obviously, uh, uh, we, we're having a great points battle. Um, you know, we got some uh, unique personalities involved in the sport. Mm-hmm. The field is deep, extremely deep, probably deeper than I've seen it, and uh, maybe ever. Um, so, you know, a, a lot of that is obviously driving buzz around it. Um, Sean and, and his team have been working hard on, on the media front. So I think just everything's clicking, um, you know, and and uh, coming together and the sport's heading in the direction that it needs to and that we're driving it towards. Uh, by the way, we're gonna, we got some uh, two pairs of tickets to give away for Denver and Salt Lake. Courtesy of the folks at Feld. Let's uh, let's do um, contest at pulpamexshow.com. Contest at pulpamexshow.com. Uh, just send us an email to tell us which race you want to go to, either Denver or Salt Lake, and we'll pick some random people to give away some tickets. Thanks to uh, Sean and everybody at Feld for that. Uh, we got some phone calls for you, Mui. Uh, they're about uh, potential Supercross venues, as you can probably imagine. So let's get to them, and uh, you can uh, tell the people um, what they want to hear. Uh, JC, what's your question for Mike? Hey, Mike. Um, I think everybody would love to see Supercross back in Vegas. Um, thoughts on using the uh, Las Vegas Speedway as a possible venue? Yeah, I, I, to be perfectly candid, we would love to get back to Las Vegas. Um, we we do have a relationship with the Las Vegas Speedway. Um, you know, we're, we're uh, obviously in conversation with a lot of different facilities uh vegas is a city we like um we want to get back there just nothing has has kind of transpired yet but um hopefully in the near future it's it's um definitely higher on our radar have you been to allegiant mike uh, i personally have not oh, it's no. we got to get in there it's pretty nice it's it's pretty nice yeah. uh that would be that would be ideal never mind the speedway uh thanks jc thanks for the call man appreciate it thank you uh c-dubs on four What's up, C-Dub? What's your question about uh, Oakland Supercross? Uh, question's not so much. Oh, thanks for inviting me on the show. Um, yeah. Question's not so much for Oakland Supercross, but I know that Oakland Coliseum is is not a great venue, and I know that they will be still hosting shows in the next couple of years. But for alternatives in Northern California for Supercross, um, I would suggest PayPal Park, which is in San Jose, California, and it's it's a soccer field, and I'm just – I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. I don't know if anyone's looked well, at it or not. Listen, Mike, I'm not going back to Oakland if that possum is still in the press box. Okay? <laughs> I'm just – I'm not doing it because if I get attacked by a possum, you're going to hear from my lawyers. Um, yeah. But uh, 
See, now, uh, Mike, what about what about Oakland and San Francisco? I put out a. I heard from a source that we were going to San Francisco next year. I put. I heard. I put it out on Twitter a while ago as a rumor. Uh, can you can you talk to us about Oakland and San Fran? Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we Bay Area is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Daniel, you know, you're up there. Uh, you, you you've seen over the years. So we will um, continue to play. Um, in, in the Bay Area, okay. whether that's at Oakland or, or Oracle or, or any other places, um, you know, is it, still TBD. But okay. um, definitely well, being in that market is, is sure. core to us. All right. Yeah, there I, you go, seat up. Thanks, man. Thanks I was going to say the same thing. I, and uh, Oakland gets a bad rap all the time. I, I take it a little personal because I was born like 10 minutes from there. Oh, are you? Well, <laughs> yeah, listen, the, so. I, I, I mean, we all make fun of it, and the possum's going to attack me and all that. But that dirt and the floor is great. <laughs> and it always ends floor up is being big. pretty yeah. good. It's that, that's a problem. Yep. It's big turnout. Good track, big floor, great yeah. racing. It's you know, and all then, the other stuff. I know, I right. get it, but I, I get I'm sensitive to it. But it just it's like it's hard to turn away from a market that kind of crushes it in so many of the categories that matter. When 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 yeah, the glam is gone there. Okay, I get that part, but God, it's always good racing there, and <laughs> turns out, man, that's a problem. It just keeps on turning out. You are right. That that floor is um, you know one of the ones you can get pretty creative on. Uh, there's, there's a lot of benefits. Yeah, and, and the dirt's good too. It's, it's, awesome. it's good dirt, right? Yeah. I mean, generally speaking, anyways. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens with with that. I didn't expect Mewi to break some news tonight about venues, but that, I mean, if you wanted hey, to, I, Mike, that'd be great. I, but, yeah. I talked to Mike last week and asked him for the schedule for next year, and yeah. he won't even give it to me. So I, if I ain't getting the schedule, <laughs> you get it live Mewi, on the show. What is the what is the percent of the schedule like locked in stone already? Like if you like, I'm not, I'm not telling you to give it to us, but like, what do you got locked in? It is very close. Oh, uh, so he see, does know. See, he does know. You know what? With Mui, he tells me more the further away we are. The closer we get to the end is when he starts being quiet. Yeah, yeah, okay. When all it's right. almost done. Okay, all right. So. Well, dude, it was out so late last year. Yeah, it was. Uh, Daniel is uh, relentless, though. He he hits from seven different directions. So finally, it's like, <laughs> all right, Daniel, fine, man. You're just like, leave me alone. Right. Yeah. Which I love it. I, I know when I get a call from Daniel, it's going to be a fun conversation about either uh, yeah. the tickets or or right. uh, the, the schedule. Futures has been my big one lately. When are the futures rounds? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Just text right. me right now. It's no big deal. I won't say anything. Just tell me when they're well, at. I'll, when and where. Yeah, I'll, I'll shoot it to you. Just hold on a little bit. I'll get it over <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was. I actually was going to ask Mike about the futures. Like, listen, I'm so – I'm divided. Like, obviously, I get it. Like, I'm pretty for it. I know you are. But, like, do we need more – people on the track but we've seen these tracks break down badly and it's 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 a it's a big issue for 20 minute mains don't listen and, to him mike and we got these futures we got more people on them i don't know mike like austin forkner and uh christian craig and name all the past greats they just showed up in anaheim after riding the test tracks and they looked great as ever like <laughs> i get giving the kids like Seventh on back probably needs time on a supercross track, or tenth on back, whatever number you want to put. They need, they could use the time, but should we deteriorate our tracks more for futures? Can we have them on Friday only? Like six plus one, bro. I don't know. Like, where are we at, Mike Mewi? What's your thoughts on all the futures I, and all that? So, I, I mean, I, I, me personally, I'll say I I love the program. Okay, uh, it's near and dear to my heart. We've obviously talked this through with a lot of the manufacturers, and mm-hmm. and um, you know it goes deeper than just our beliefs. But um, I, I, I like that seventh place guy, right? 
when he goes into 250SX and he's lined up next to Austin Forkner, is that where he needs to learn how to ride a super cross track in front of 60,000 fans? Or does he do it against the same guys that he's been riding against his entire life? And that's really where our mindset is, is, is exposing them to all that Supercross is, not just, um, you know, the, the, the track itself, but the fans, the lights, the media, all of that stuff um, prior to mm-hmm. lining up next to Austin Forkner or, or whomever. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and that, that's really what our goal is with it. And, and honestly, we've um, gotten really good feedback on it, and uh, the plan is to continue and, um, you know, we'll, we'll kind of see where it goes from there. But Where and what weekends? <laughs> so I uh, just texted Daniel. Oh, it's, Jesus. it's in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry about this, Mewy. I didn't realize he would be this way. Oh, I dang. He, A1. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, listen, Friday, this Friday in Denver, unless we get gale force winds again, which. Oh, my not- gosh. I forgot about that last year. Dude. It was, it was insane well, on Friday. Actually, the race would have been great to watch, but uh, maybe not for the ambulances. Um, but chances are, Friday, this Friday, uh, around 2.30 on Friday, we are doing the uh, Yamaha LCQ race. Thanks to the folks at Feld for letting us do that. We're dropping the gate. We're going to give away some money. And, uh, yeah, thank you to Dave and you, Mike, and Sean and everybody there for letting us do it. Really appreciate it. Uh, um, yeah, good times. And, uh, yeah, thanks for the time tonight, Mike. Yeah, awesome, man. Thanks for having us be a part of it. Thanks for having me on the show. And, and I uh, look forward to seeing you on Friday. Yeah, sounds good. I'll probably come at you again with a bunch of complaints about being a race promoter because that's yeah. like last year I was just like, I'm like, I can't believe you guys got to deal with this stuff. And they're like, <laughs> Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. I'm going to just stand there and talk while probably call all the people around. Hey, look it. Look it. <laughs> hey, make, you'll make a social post. This guy's ruining the sport. Yeah. Yeah. yeah hey, exactly. I just want to let you know, too, I'm looking yeah. at the 10-day forecast. Yeah. Friday has a 30% chance of rain. <laughs> oh, boy. I think we're riding. Yeah, 70% chance. Oh, I, I heard Prater say chance. that the other day. Prater goes, oh, it's 30%. That means it's 70% chance try. Yeah, there we go. I, yeah. I heard him say right. that. Um, uh, all right. Uh, well, you know what, uh, Mui, one last thing. Uh, we do have some uh, uh, stuff on social about this. I did want to ask you about Bobby Piazza and the Atlanta thing. Uh, look, so about my, my viewpoint, we've ran, I ranted about it. I raved about it. Uh, I believed uh, that, you know, it was uh, too loud and people were complaining and you guys asked them to, to shut it down. But it turned into this whole thing where whether it was the AMA or Feld, people are going after you, not realizing that he was doing it for the weeks before. So uh, just touch on that a little bit. And, and I'm sure you've talked to Bobby. He's obviously at the AMA sat him out for a race um, for, for, for his conduct. But uh, where do you stand on that ki- that type of stuff? Yeah, I, I went over and talked to him uh, this weekend, um, Saturday, and, and just kind of told him, you know, what, what the challenges we have are, um, you know, both from, you know, Dunlop was five feet away. A lot of other riders were 10, 15 feet away. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, the overall safety aspect of it. And, and so that, that was kind of the challenge uh, as it began and you know it escalated from there and I won't go into any of that but <laughs> right um, Bobby I've, I've talked to him a couple times over the years and he's he's really a good dude um, yep. you know, no, zero problems with him whatsoever after I kind of explaining you know the situation we we're in I, I think he got it and mm-hmm. um, <laughs> just unfortunate that it got to that point yeah yeah it really is right like I mean it was just yeah, exactly. It's unfortunate it got to that point, and it's unfortunate that. Listen, I feel like I'm a, I'm a tough critic at time, 
of you guys or AMA or whatever. I, uh, I'm i not scared of it, but in a situation like this, I felt so shitty for you guys because just like, man, we just asked the guy to not do it, and it turned into this thing where we hate privateers and we hate it. It's, it's, you're in a no-win situation, uh, Feld is in the AMA and sometimes like this, you know? So Yeah, and, and, and you know, he uh... – he has a pretty creative idea going right now, and and uh, you know, it's like, hey man, that that's great. Uh, right. We just got to stay away from what we were doing. So. Sure, sounds good. Uh, hey, thanks for the time. Um, appreciate it, Mui. Thanks for the race again. Uh, I'll see you Friday. I'll probably tell you more about some of the some of the issues I had with these privateer islander guys, and uh, and you can laugh at me. So thank you, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Take All care. Right, see ya. Later, Mike. That's Mike Mew, everybody, Director of Operations from uh, from Feld, and uh, brought to you by Wysco, Wysco Pistons. So. He's the best. Because he's AX guy, dude. When I was AX, yeah. he was I, a, I, I've loved Mike, man, and he, he does a great job. And I just think back to those arena cross days, he had to go through. Yeah. You those were the Bowers years, right? And, I didn't get to the question tonight, but I wanted to ask him about arena cross. Because, yeah, there is an AMA series. It's the General Tire guys. Yeah. No, nope. uh, other oh, way around. Other way around? General Sorry. Tire has the FS1. Sorry. And the other one up. has the AMA. I always get it mixed up. Uh, there is an AMA series. Uh, I they do a good job. I like it back in the day, and I, I think it can be there again. I just don't know how we can get there. But. Yeah, it, creativity. Um, it can get there. I, I obviously I yeah. work with the General Tire series because uh, we do the FS1 stuff. Glenn Seelig, Digital Realm, Justin Brayton, Kristen Beaton. I did that. So yeah, uh, I have an attachment to that series, and there's some changes there that are happening that I think are going to help with that. So um, I don't have a problem with the two existing. I feel like yeah. they'll competitively probably but raise each other's I game. I don't you know? have a problem with the two existing, but can we get – can we just start, I don't know, put it in the fall or, or build it up a little more? I guess that's, a, that's what we're trying to do. But Try I just always, remember yeah. the old days, uh, yeah. you know, where we where we cared about Budman and Bowers and we followed it and, you we, know. Uh, like I said, the General Tire Series, we're not ready to announce some stuff there, but there's some changes coming that are going to be pretty – pretty creative and okay. uh right. you know he the uh promoter jay he's been yeah. very open-minded with justin brayton and i and asked yeah. what what can we do what right. do you guys think and we yeah. had we had him we on had our a, show yeah he, we he, had a call he, yeah. and we went over a bunch of ideas and those ideas are turning into something right now that are pretty wild i had to talk with jb this week about it so no it's cool but yeah back to Mui. i just he was there when during the the, the bowers years and those were intense years you know what i mean with, yeah. with denny barts and babbitts and T- and he handled all that stuff very well. And I feel like if you could get through Arena Cross and the Bowers years, you're probably going to go to Supercross and be able to uh, be <laughs> successful. And Mike's been hes yeah. been awesome yeah. since he's been there. Yeah, he's done a good job for sure. Uh, all right. I want to thank uh, the folks at OGO for, uh, for um, uh, coming on the show. OGO Power Sports. You have one? Yeah. I have one? Yep. Uh, 9,800. If you're going for a couple days, what better than pack a 9,800 and check it? That's what Chris Kiefer says. I, I'm going to need a new one here pretty soon. i got to hit him up. My travel bag has Did, it's gone the distance. Our buddy Jason Wygant finally got one because I emailed them. Did you see photos of his that he was? I our, didn't, but I heard, I heard about it, and it was, I just used my imagination, and it was good enough for me. Unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> so thank you to OGO Power Sports. <laughs> when did that one come about? Is that Weech? Uh, yeah, Mar- Mark's dug oh that up. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mark's dug that up a few weeks ago. It's just great. I don't know why that's so funny to uh, me. But. Uh, it's just great. Uh, so Pulp 15 is the code to save at OGO Power Sports. Pulp 15 saves you at OGO Power Sports. Uh, backpacks, uh, 9,800, the rig bag, whatever it is. Uh, the, lap, the backpacks are great. Carry on. They got a new layover bag. I've, I've uh, used it a bunch. That's and, right. Um, and new please layover. check it out. And um, Well, they got the layover with the two wheels, and they got the layover, layover with the four wheels. I just need two. I don't okay. need the fourth thing. That's weird. Okay. Uh, OGO Power Sports bringing you our next guest on the show. Uh, he's not in the race, but I felt like he would help us talk about the LCQ Challenge race. He certainly had a good year out there. 
It's our buddy Kay Clayson. What's up, Kay? Hello, Stephen. How are we? We're good, man. Uh, thanks for calling in. How's everything going? Um, so you kind of had a bad crash a few weeks ago. You missed uh, Atlanta, was I believe. And then, uh, yeah, you're back in the mains, but you're kind of struggling late in these things. Yeah, I'm just I'm hurt. Uh, it's just been a struggle, man. I'm <laughs> I'm hurting. I haven't been riding, so the arm pump is just on another level. Yeah, and yeah, it's, it just hasn't been ideal. Um, but I'm hoping to have a full week this week and at least get a little bit better. It's hard to gain anything this late in the season, obviously, but yeah. we're just gonna gonna make do with what we got. Yeah, how, listen, you still how's he do doing? Do. How are you doing this year compared to last year? Well, last year I had five DNF compared to because of my bike shutting off, and this year I have like two good main event finishes all year. So <laughs> I've made the same amount of mains. I just, uh, yeah, I haven't rode very good to be honest with you. But hey, man, uh, your team, you're back on PRMX. Uh, Marquet has been getting better, pulling starts. Yoder been a surprise on that coast. We had four guys in the main this weekend. That's pretty sick. Simonson, yep. Simonson is coming around. Uh, yeah, you guys got yourself a good little team there, PRMX. It's 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 uh, opening some eyes. I know uh, Julian's a little mad that he can't get some recognition on TV, Daniel. But not from you, but from some We're of the people. Clinton. Yep. Blame Clinton. It's his fault. It's all Clinton's fault. Clinton's um, fault. Yeah, there we go. Perfect. Let's let's blame Clinton. Yeah. blame Clinton. Blame uh, Clinton. But uh, yeah, good job for the for Julian and the PRMX guys. Uh, really, really impressive. I think they're opening some eyes. So that's cool. Yeah, we honestly, uh, everyone's been riding really good lately, mm-hmm. um, besides me. But I mean, <laughs> I I don't want to sit here and say that I'm riding bad. I can go fast. I just can't go fast for very long. Um, yeah, you're in the mains, bro. But, you're fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's whatever. So, uh, but but yeah, the team has been really good. Um, they've. Julian's making huge strides uh, in the right direction team-wise, uh, trying to be, you know, a really good second-tier team. And, uh, you know, I think he's doing all the right things to, to make it happen. All right. So, LCQ Challenge race this Friday. Let's uh, sure. let's talk about I'm so it. Excited. I'm uh, so excited. Yeah, it's going to be good. Uh, you saw the list of guys out there. Um, let me ask you this, though. So, it's not finalized because I can do whatever the hell I want because it's my race. But here's what I'm thinking, Kate. I want to run this by Daniel and you. Here's what. So last year for gate pick, we did clothespins. Yep. And then chaos ensued. Oh, they were selling it. Selling them. Yeah. Trading them. Carnot was losing his mind. Carnot, I think, spent two or three grand to get from 22 to seven. Uh, and, and Moran's bought one off Greco for like next to nothing, like a hundred bucks or something. Yeah, and, and like it was nuts. So I can do that again, okay? And we can watch the world burn after they make their mm-hmm. draws, right? So we can do that again. Uh, or you know, like Chase Marquet, he went to every race, made the least amount of mains, got the most points in our contest, and won the championship, quote unquote. And maybe I should just give Chase Marquia the number one gate pick and go all the way down, and the wild card guys get 17 to 22, and we hold ourselves a race. That's a, that's a way to do it, too. Or, or uh, the idea I had that I'm leaning towards, Cade and Daniel, tell me about the Marquia, I put three scenarios in a hat. I put three ping pong balls in a hat, three briefcases, the, mm-hmm. the briefcase. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Bring those back. Marquia picks... Out of a hat, how the gate's going to go. 
this, the different possibilities. Three of, choices. Okay. Marquier pulls it up, and one of the choices is he gets first gate pick, and the wild card gets 17 to 22, and that's how we go gate pick. Yep. The second one is it's completely inverted. Wild cards 20 get first gate pick, and then Marquier will get 22nd gate pick. Or the third one, he picks out 1 to 11, gets inverted. And then so the so the wow. Marquet would have the 11th pick. And then 12 to 22 get inverted. 22 wild card guy gets 12th gate pick. Hmm. So he chooses the start format. So I got three options. Marquet chooses the start format. Close pins like we did before. Or just screw it 1 to 22 hmm. via the point standings that we've collected all year. Cade, what say you? So you're saying there's a two out of three chance that Chase gets screwed and he's the championship leader? Why? Oh, what do you mean? The the clothespins and the other format? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, there's no clothespins. Well, that's, that's an option. That's one of the options. Oh, no, no, no. I just mean out of the hat thing. The hat thing. Uh, so you know, you, the three options in the hat. Okay, well, hold on. No, uh, hold on. You, there's I, three ways to start this. The hat with different options. Yeah. Ping, uh, clothespins or regular. I think one of the options in the hat should be clothespins. Oh, okay. So four options hmm. in the hat. I, I'll start by okay. saying I'm with you because let him choose the fate of the gate pick. You know what I mean? Right, right. Let, let because otherwise right. you're choosing or we're choosing right I know, now. I, know. I think it is. Look, he won. Congratulations. You get <laughs> to pick your own fate. I okay. mean, that's what happened in Arena Cross. The guy who won picked yeah. the briefcase, right. so let him pick but the fate of the race. Do you agree with Cade and put the clothespins option in the hat also? So four, yeah. op- four options are in the hat? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I like that one, too, because that's what was last year, and that one's kind of crazy and chaotic. And if that's what he draws, that's what he gets. I mean, yeah. Let him draw the four. What do you think? I think there should okay. be a no-selling clause. How do, I, how do I enforce that, though? Yeah, like, these guys are How do no I enforce way. that? Like. I guess you know. No, you know how I can force it. Here's how I can enforce it. Here's what I didn't you do draw. last year. When you draw the clothespin, I write down on a piece of paper what number you have. There you go. So that's the number you get. No selling. Wow. Now you're really. Now you're really like the AMA. Yeah. 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 Steve MA. Steve MA. SMA. Steve MA. Yeah. So what? What should I do, Cade? Dude, put all put all four of them in a hat. But how do you put the the wild cards in order? Like I think go... uh, honestly, I could just go off practice times. Okay. I could just be like, "Hey, you five guys, the fastest guy gets seventeenth pick, the slowest guy gets twenty second pick." Okay, that's fair. Yeah. You know what though? I for the chaos reasons, I like the clothespin because it made it so jacked up, and I like the betting or the selling and all that. This isn't meant to be buttoned up. So you know what I'm saying okay, like, true. What if it all works out and it's normal? Okay, so, uh, yeah, I mean, so, okay, the next point is. We made no progress. Well, I'm, I'm asking you your opinion. You think the hat. You I know, both I see, gave it to you. I, yeah. think, I think you should put all, all four options in yeah. the hat. And, and Daniel, you think that too, right? Yeah, I think the hat for sure, you have to go with the hat. Let him choose his own fate. Right, okay. After practice or before? Before, because before. you're going to have to organize it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. need time. Okay. Do it before. Sure, sure. Before practice, before we get it, before we get and yeah. on camera, get it on yeah, camera. Right, so right. it's all legit. Yep. And then, uh, and then just put them all in a hat, and, mm-hmm. and Chase Marquet is going to decide the gate pick. Yeah, that should be part of the the video with Verb. I mean, that should be part of okay. it. Like, okay. Like the gate pick has right. to be done right. that way too. Yeah. Marks, I like what it. do you think, Marks? Did you? I don't even listen. He probably doesn't listen. 
I wasn't listening. See? No, I like, <laughs> I, I like put four in the hat for sure. Okay. All right. You get to do it during the Pulpamax track walk. Okay. Well, there it is then. That that shall be decided that way. And and then uh, good luck to – may God be with you guys. And then, and then no selling, though. Mark down the clothespins, right, and no selling? Yeah, correct. Right. I don't know about that part. That's my favorite part. <laughs> Daniel, Daniel's not uh, on it board just, with that. It just shows their skills in other ways than riding. Like what kind of, I mean, like Greco proved last year, not good at that. Right, right. Made a hundred bucks. Someone <laughs> else made like a grand. Like I'd like, to, I'd like to know the capacity of all these riders and how they right. can play the game. So yeah. I think it should be mandatory. Uh, Carnell came picks. up to me and he's like, hey, man, Moran's just bought a gate pick. What do you, like, what the fuck? And I'm like. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, like I don't know. Like that's yeah, that seems fucked, but that's cool. <laughs> so I think it worked, right? Uh, all right. So I went on Twitter today, Cade, with the rider announcements and and everything else. Mm-hmm. I did, uh, this all is obviously depending on gate pick, right? But I like Freddie to win this thing. He's riding better lately. Uh, he's in. He's he gets a gate pick. He's not a wild card, right? So he's. Most likely going to have a decent gate pick. Um, it's a 10-minute race. 10 oh, minutes. Um, if it was shorter, I might you know, kind of go on, on some other guys. Uh, but I kind of like Freddie. John Short's been a little iffy. Logan's riding better lately. Um, and then maybe Yoder can pull a start, but it's altitude. It's a 250F. I don't know. Where are you at, Cade? I think the other thing you got to think about is how fast these guys can learn the track. Um, they only get one eight-minute session, and if you go back, like some dudes struggle early. Like, okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw them under the bus. Like Devin and Chase <laughs> this weekend were not great in free practice or first practice, and they got way better throughout the day. Okay. Um, so I mean, if if guys struggle to learn tracks quickly, then it's gonna be hard to go out and do a ten pretty comfortably right um so like a veteran but, like freddie or or cartwright or whatever maybe yeah i mean you got yeah i i mean cartwright has some things to work I, on this i would <laughs> i would bet honestly right now i would bet on Devin if if he got three practices um but okay uh, i just put check marks next to the names of guys that i think could win simonson's one yeah of them. I mean, I think I honestly, I think Luke could win too. I think Luke's fast enough. He's definitely fit enough. On a two fifty F though, uh, altitude. Is he riding two fifty? Yeah, I think so. In elevation? Oh, I don't know. Is he? Is he Cade? Yeah, he is. He is. Okay. No, yeah, X him out. Yeah. So, um, okay. Bikes are so slow up there. Think, I really don't think you have to whole shot this race to win it. I mean, Moran's whole shotted it last year, and he went to like third. Yeah, you can start in the back row. Well, I don't. I I don't have a chiz this year. So yeah, exactly. Um, you really you don't have. I don't, and that's part of it, right? I think guys are going to be uncomfortable because they're they don't know the track very well, and that's going to like lap times are going to vary a lot. Like it's it's that's a big factor is not getting that's true. Any practice. Who who's pretty sendy that can keep it together? Yeah, Fred Norin. I mean, honestly, on Did this you watch list, Fred in the last two yeah. minutes of the LCQ. Yeah, yeah. If, if without the crazy, Freddie should win this thing, right? But that's what I'm saying. I, Kate's not agreeing with me. I think I thought it was Freddie. Yeah, I think Freddie. I think Freddie will be good for sure. Without I a crash, create a conversation, Stephen. Okay, William. Is he a William? Yeah, he's a William. Oh, is Kate the middle William. name or his nickname or what is that? Kate's middle name. It is. Yeah. Okay. No, it's actually my first name. Thank you, Steve. What? 
Oh, yeah, man. Can't I wait actually, to talk about William. Oh, William's a middle name. Sorry, yeah. No, William's my first name. That's I it. can't wait to talk it's about William. It's called friend. You should try it sometime. <laughs> It'll be William Clayson on RDL for the next two rounds. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, I didn't know that, so I hope you so, like that. Okay, so I just I like a 450 guy. I mean, it, again, it depends on gate picks. I get it. Uh, Carnot texts me. He's not happy, by the way, about this talk. Um, about what talk? About the gate pick talk. I see flaw. I, f- I see flaws in every guy I have next with a check mark, but I still feel like I have I have seven that I've checked off I almost, that I think could win. I almost took Cartwright because I picked Cartwright in fantasy this weekend, and after that heat race, I almost took away his invite. <laughs> <laughs> I, I yeah. I've never seen such <laughs> poor racecraft in my life. Was, Josh, what was that? Oh, I mean, man. I I, I even uh, I hate to. Preview SMX Insider this week, okay. but Josh, you got a little love on the Insider Show this week too. At least he had a good, uh, adi- like he put a social post out after, like he had a good attitude about it. But oh my God, Max Miller's like, oh cool man, right around <laughs> Christmas, man, Christmas in May. By the way, or April Miller cost him a spot on this race um, because of that move. He was going to get in, and uh, he got in the race and he was out of the points. But because we got A Ray injured, uh, uh, that bumps up Miller. And then we gave Austin Kozad um, Winterstrom spot. So we had a couple mm. injuries in the top 17, and we gave Miller one of the spots because he was the first guy to not make it. Is that so, all that's racing, the 17? And 22 wild, 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 wild cards. Hey, Miller's not on your list. Yeah, he's, he's on the list. He's in there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I got the new list. Oh, he's yeah, on there. Yeah, you got the new list. Sorry. I got the new list. He's uh, on there. Miller's in there, yeah. Um, he's riding good, too. So, yeah, he's riding really well. Uh if it's let me ask you this: If it's uh, who's the best starter, Cross? Cross by far. Cross. Yeah. Yes. So, dude's unreal. He's got if it, if the gate picks are inverted and he can pull a start from the twenty-one gate pick, right? Yeah, so I'm worried about him yeah. though because I, I hope he's not listening and gets mad. But he kind of he goes backwards a little bit. Oh, and he I, does. And ten plus one scares me. If he's, it was five or oh, six, yeah, but no. ten plus right. one. He's a little sketchy, just a little. But he gets them cross, damn starts, cross, too. No offense to Cross. Cross knows, but yeah. Cross ain't getting top five. Oh, jeez, no offense. He's not getting top five? No. Wow, okay. That's yeah, ten minutes, 10 minutes is a long yeah, time. Yeah, 10 minutes is a long time. It is a You're long right. time. In elevation, these guys are going to be gasping. Yeah. Oh, wow. No, I, I, to me, it's probably Freddie and, Simonson. And by the way, I should, let, I should let people know, if anything goes on at the race, Kate is first alternate. I gave Kate a first alternate spot, so because I'm going to need somebody there in Denver ready to go. You just know, in like, case. So he's just gonna, does he need to be geared up at the gate? I don't know. I think we'll, we should know beforehand. Kate. I think you should. I'm be just going to sit in a tunnel on my bike. <laughs> like Chis, Chis said, he's going to sit in the tunnel with a number one plate on his bike and just ride out in the track. And I said, that's cool, Chis, but I won't pay you. So yeah, that, that's like, great. That doesn't mean like the money yeah, just yeah. automatically downloads, right. like deposits into like, your account the minute you cross like the finish line. Like your big master plan, <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, it, you got the money. It doesn't matter. I'm not paying. The you. guy with the cash said no. <laughs> right. Right. Oh man. So uh, I did. I did think like I'm like, oh yeah, cool. Cheers. I just won't pay you. So um, yeah. But uh, all right. So give me your top three, Kate. Uh, I'm in no down. order or in order? No, no in, in order. order. In order. In order. All right. Um, I'm going to bet on my buddy that I helped get into the race. So I'm going to go Luke, Freddie. Luke on his 250 in elevation. Good call. Yep, yep. Luke is Luke. not winning this. Okay, if Luke wins this, I will personally give him another $500 out of my, out of my personal account. I'll give him 125 bucks. Okay, so 
If he wins this, he's got 625 coming to him. On okay. top of a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like he's going to be really worried about like the I 625. Like I like him, but your faith in him. All right, Kate. I, I, okay, yeah. Luke Anyways, Noren, right. and then who? Um, Simonson. Okay. Mark, question on Twitter. Can we get a special fantasy round for this race? No. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, I forgot man. about Cartwright. Oh, my God. I forgot about be, Cartwright. Be good. Um, wait, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick Devin and put Cartwright third. Uh, I think. I mean, look. Uh, I think you, you got. I, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have helped you get him in the race if if I didn't think he could I, win. That's why I got. That's why I, I think Simon. He's been no, really he helped, good. No, he helped Luke get in the race. Oh, oh I thought you said Simon. So my top three: uh, Norin. I'm not going to overthink this. Norin, Cartwright. Norin, Cartwright, and let's go, Carnell. Logan's on a fire right now. He's riding a lot. And you got to remember, like, Norin and Cartwright and Logan and Norin have good gate picks if the certain gate pick uh, format ends up. There is a, there's only one thing, like one out of four chance that no. they get a good pick. Well, no, because the, 11, the 1 to 11 reverse, that'll be fine. You're fine. I mean, you got to think, there's no rut coming out of any of the gates either. Yeah. I'm going uh, Simonson. He's on a 452, so. Yeah. Marquier. Wow, you're, you're just trying to make up for all that lost PRMX love on can, TV. Can no, I'm not. Me, can someone tell me why Marquier goes backwards so much? I mean, great starter. Oh, yeah, he kind of does too, huh? He does, dude. I don't know if he's. Damn he's, it. Yeah, he's just. I mean, he, look, he seems like a nice guy and everything. I just. I'll go Simonson, Norin, Cartwright. Sorry, Marquier. I just, I just okay. got talked out of it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Simonson, Norin, Cartwright. Okay. There's mine. All right. Well, we'll see who's right. And then Luke Lee has an extra 625 coming his way if he pulls off the win. Uh, here's some of the prop bets we have. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. These are the be- Actually, this is, to me, the best part. Uh, Hannah Ray, 1000 bucks for the whole shot. Joan Cross. I give think her your, Joan go, Cross. Yeah, give right? her your bank info. Just, should I just give him the money now? Just give it to him. Okay. Yes. Uh, Christian Craig, 500 bucks for FFL. That's different than the whole shot. Oh, yep. Cross can hold it to the finish line. There's another. Uh, Wygant, first DNF, 100 bucks. First, and he's paying for that? Yeah. Oh. Uh, Brayton, 10th place, 100 bucks. <laughs> Swap Moto, biggest crash, 500 bucks. Oh. R.I.P. Wageman from last year. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Forgot about that. Uh, Anton, 100 bucks for the most passes. Our buddy Andy Harrington, covert cameras. A thousand bucks for the most positions lost in the race. Oh my god! So just I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I I was thinking about all these OnlyFans chicks that sponsored this last year. They really missed the opportunity of the come from behind. Oh, yeah, yeah they, they did. Were, they weren't ready. Yeah, uh, yeah. guts guts racing. Our buddy Andy, two fifty for the best guts rider. 250 for the worst guts rider. Oh, wow. That's very nice of Andy. Yes. Good job, uh, Andy. X-Brown goggles, 500 bucks for the fastest lap. Just fastest lap Pure of the race. fastest lap. Yep, yep. Freddie will get that. Uh, 1000 bucks, and I need help with this, by the way. Who's the shortest rider out there? Shortest? Is it Nagy? Yeah, it might be Yoder. Yoder's little. He's like Nagy? my size. Nagy? No. Huh? Nagy, I think, is bigger than Nagy. Okay, well, Koba Lynx. A thousand bucks to the shortest rider. What do you What do you do? You get him. I think I just have to bring a tape measure. You're gonna measure all of them? Well, a couple of them. Yeah, just <laughs> a couple of 
couple of them could keep walking. Hey, Bo- come boots here. Boots off. Boots off. They'll be padding their... The, yeah. I guess not padding their boots. They'll do the opposite, but yeah. Boots yeah. off. I bet Yoder's get that. How much? A thousand bucks? A thousand bucks. For the shortest guy? Yeah. Not announcers. Not announcers. Oh, say, yeah, how do just, I get in on this thing? I'd, uh, I can make a grand real quick. I'm 500 sure. bucks for the top worst connection pro launch start device guy. So if you use a pro launch start device and you're the top guy, you get 500 bucks. Moto pivot, 100 bucks for the most passes. Uh, Justin Haley, a slowest lap time with no fall or crash. <laughs> 250 bucks. Someone's going to be yeah. just rolling. <laughs> It's only two fifty. It's it's uh, our purse money will be more than that. Uh, Adam seen Cirillo three hundred bucks for ninth place. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Adam. Uh, K Booze, OnlyFans friend of ours, five hundred bucks for Lit Kit, and she wants to be the judge. Like mm-hmm. we judged Sounds it last fair. year, and she wasn't happy. So Sounds fair. We got to get her some photos. Um, uh, MX sponsor and Parabinos, the last rider on the lead lap, eight hundred and fifty bucks. What? Yeah. So last guy to get not get lapped. I mean, if you're a writer, you can't be remember. I mean, you can't remember all this. I know. Right? Yeah, right? I'm, not, I'm not saying okay. there. Uh, the checkers e- air wheelie contest. Cade, you are the judge here. Uh, yeah, as, as long as I'm not riding. Yeah. yeah, I'm supposed to judge this. Okay, and that's at 500 bucks right now. Yeah, something like that. It's right at like 500 bucks, and we're doing it on the site lap. So biggest oh. air wheelie. Greco, Greco already told me he's gonna he's gonna win it because okay. he's gonna crash trying to win. Okay, all right. Okay. That's uh, that's on the site lap. Uh, we got a Partzilla PRMX, two hundred fifty bucks for sixth place and two hundred fifty bucks for ninth place. Six nine. Is there any takeout ones on there? Is that not allowed? We kind of wanted to stay away from that a little bit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I tried to do that last year and Steve wouldn't let me. That's how you end up uh, not having Mui allow it next year. Yeah. When he uh, finds out so that someone got five hundred bucks the, uh, to break an ankle. The Gronkowski brothers are in this company called Ice Shaker. It's uh, you know protein. Uh, drink mm-hmm. and, and and you know fruity drink uh, holders, you know keep them cold. Gronk love football. Yeah, Gronk. Yep. Uh, they are giving five hundred bucks for fifth place ice shakers. Wow, and a That's little awesome. and a little prize pack away as well. That's awesome. Uh, and Renegade Fuels is giving the top three guys five gallon uh, race fuel cans. Do you know that Gronk was on RDL a couple years ago and he let yep. me try to tackle him? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. And he kicked me, like, really hard and kind of hurt, and I just shrugged it off like it was no big deal, but it actually hurt for a while. Uh, the 95A Complex, 100 bucks for ninth, 100 bucks for fifth. Wow. Yep. Dirt bikes, for, dirt bikes for presidents, 100 bucks for last place. Man. At Player K13, 200 bucks for 13th place. Uh, next Level 101, 200 bucks to the random mechanic. How are they going to pick at random? Do I get to pick? Uh, uh, sure. I feel like pick. I get to okay, pick that. You pick that's, that. Those are my people. That's you, my fam. Let it. me pick that one. All right, you pick it. Uh, Kiefer says Cartwright, Carnell, Lesher. Oh, hold on. I'll write this down. Yeah. What do you say? Cartwright, Carnell, Lesher. And Pookie says Nagy. But that's all she said is just Nagy. So I don't know <laughs> what that means. But she just said Nagy. I'm not going to write that one down. Okay, all right. <laughs> Sorry, Pookie. I'm just. All right. Uh, Marks, give us your top three. Um, Freddie, Cartwright, Lane. Wow. Yeah. Lane Shaw. No, uh, Tristan oh, Lane. Oh, Tristan Lane. Yep. I'm sorry. Yep, Tristan Lane. All right, we got to keep that, keep, that, keep that straight. Yeah, Tristan Lane's been good lately. Yeah, Lesher, yeah, too. That's the, good. He's that's on the, a, he's that's on a the sneaky up. one. Yeah. He's on the up. The Lesher elevation thing's killing me. Kiefer, come on. I mean, unless he's got something, knows something yeah. secretive, but yeah. Yeah. Two Shook's going to be bogging up there. Uh, okay. All right. So that's, that's our prop bets. 
Marks, can we, we we can put those on our site, right? Like Swiss can, like with the. With the yeah, thing? I'm sure we can uh, put a link up there to the yeah. thing. We're gonna post the links up on our sites uh, so people can see the prop bets as well. Uh, and we're up to like 60k. I hope, Marks, we get 80. Um, Let's yeah, rev it up, folks. Uh, if the if the run up in this last week is anything like last year, I think we should hopefully do more than that. But yeah, 80 is a good target. I think 80. I think we're gonna have 80 grand for 22 guys. Let's rev it up, folks. Yeah. Yeah. Get these guys paid. Now, last year we got postponed in Denver, and that week between Denver and, and Salt Lake was insane yeah, yeah. For, for raffle purchases. We're not going to have that again. Um, but, yeah, we're looking at about 80K. We hope. I hope to get the 80, uh, which is good. Great, great money, and I'm super stoked that Yamaha and all the guys gave us prizes to give away. FXR is going to stream this thing as well uh, on our YouTube, so thank you to those guys for stepping up. So, uh, Cade, you, you know, if there's an opening, Cade, be ready. So you're saying tunnel. if I just T-bone one of my teammates midweek and they can't line up? <laughs> That's fucked. That's one strategy. That's fucked, Cade. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. Also, Cade's coming in after Salt Lake, the co-host. So, nice. Yeah. We'll have William yes, sir. William Clayson in here. Will so. Clayson. Um, yes. Bill. Okay. So we decide, So all right. So if I get heat for this gate pick thing, Daniel Blair and Cade told me to do this. Just, I want That's you guys fine. to be ready for this. That's fine. Okay. That's fine. I'm cool with it. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. And so, uh, Marquier is the uh, is the decider of this. He's the decider. He it's it's yeah. fate. Yeah. He's just gonna draw whatever it is. It is, and then they can all be mad at him. His fingers are grabbing out of the hat. What? What's that? Big hat. It's gotta be a big hat. Well, what do you mean? Like, why? What's the matter? What do you mean a big hat? He can't just be like a ball cap. He's got to be able to like dig his hand in there, flip the balls around. I don't know, man. I don't know if I can bring a big hat. I don't know what that means. I'll just hold up a, 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 a hold up a baseball hat up high so he can't see. We're doing a helmet or something. Yeah, doing a fly helmet. Yeah, look at that. And is well, it the race is sponsored by FXR? Is oh, it, it is. No, it's just FXR is bringing the life timing. There's no sponsor of the race. No. FXR and Fly are giving away prizes for the raffles. Complete sets of gear. So okay, either way. Yeah. Uh, well, do it in plate and. Uh, Clayed. Do it in Cade's helmet. Yeah. Bring your helmet. Yeah. You won't need it. You're not racing. Bring uh bring like a bra from Sarah, from your wife. Yeah, we'll do it out of a bra. <laughs> cool. We'll keep we'll keep it classy, you know? Um I'm sure she'd love that. what's that? I said I'm sure she'd love that. <laughs> Fuck She's my stoked. Ass. Um all right. Well we need to we need to do something. On our top three, who gets it closest? Like yeah, that's, a, what I'm like, saying. that's why I got like, this going. I know, like an Amazon gift card or something. Or like, I don't know, like what, what, what can we do? $20 Amazon gift card to the winner? Everybody buys from everybody, one? For everybody on this, we got Marks. Cade has his picks. Kiefer has his. Mine, yours. JT's coming. Chiz is coming. Yep. Yeah, I think everybody has to pay $20 Amazon right. gift card to whoever gets the most points out of their three. Cade, are you in? I'm in. Okay. Cade's in, and if he's racing, he's going to have a great, a big effect on this. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that should be interesting to see. Uh, um, yes. All right, Cade. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. Thanks for the help. Um, hey, wait, who, who's announcing this thing? Uh, Weege is up in the booth. Uh, Daniel is on the f- is on the floor. Uh, I'm working. I'm working with the Verb guys <laughs> on uh, on this. I I, I, I think JT's going to be involved, Cade. So. Okay. You know, uh, bringing it all out. Uh, Moran, Moran texted me today. He's like, hey, I want to ask Steve if you, me, and Justin can announce it. And I'm like, bro, we got clipped. We weren't good enough. 
It's not that. It's just, you know, we just like a real announcer, like a professional. Like, he's going to, you know, like, don't take it the wrong way, but. No, I got clipped. It's okay. You hurt my feelings. Oh, wow. Here we go. Here we go. Poor Cade. Poor Cade. Are you Poor kidding me? All right. It's all good. All right. Well, thank you, Stephen, for having me on. Thanks for and your uh, advice. I- Thanks for your help with this. Uh, good luck getting in if someone has an issue. We'll drop you in. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, we'll see what Back happens. Row. And, oh, and Simonson's haircut. So Oh, yes. So yeah. Simonson texted me today and said, I would, I would like a mullet. And I'm like, yeah, bro, you are not getting a mullet. Like, yeah, no. There's no chance. No. Are you going to go, like, dark side on him and make him beautiful? Or No. Trying- I'm going to okay. try to make him as fucked up as I can. Uh, <laughs> um, and he has to wear it, in, and I'm not paying him until I see him at Salt Lake. He has to wear it that whole week. The hair? Yeah. Man, you could do some work with that thing, too. I know. He's got a lot to work with. I know. There's so much going on. And we're doing it at the live show. I think so. I'm trying to work that out with the venue if they'll allow me to clip a man's hair on stage. So we're working on that part, too. <laughs> They're like, this guy has some weird requests, yeah. man. <laughs> but, uh, Kate, I hope, I hope, like, I know, Kate, that you're not happy that you're not in it, but you directly got Simonson in it because you told him to call in with the haircut offer, and you directly got Nice in it because you wouldn't fucking leave me alone. So yes, but I also fixed your point system. So what? What do you mean you fixed my point system? Your point system was messed up, and I fixed it. So that's why you left. That me that was on John. That was on a Swiss Corps for for insisting that John Short didn't have enough points. Well, yeah, I, I the math in my head worked out. Right, it did. Uh, all right, man. Uh, thanks for calling, Kate, and uh, we will uh, see you on Friday, man. Thank you. All right, boys. Thanks. Thanks. See you later. All right, that's Kay Clayson with some help here. Uh, we do have uh, – Matt's got a question for DB. Matt, what's your question for Daniel Blair? Dang, I wanted to ask Cade if he would be willing to race Chiz so the gate drops and Cade and Chiz have to go and roll everything, entire lap, so these guys can see what it's like to come up on lappers. Oh, wow. Go around them. Oh, wow. Oh, you were really going to go there. Oh, boy. But, yeah, uh, DB, great uh, hit with the pit board right when they came to you and Jordan goes off track and I I read his and said, breathe, regroup. (laughs) Is that something that, uh, you know, the mechanic just does in the moment or is that something that maybe, you know, these riders have have predetermined like, hey, this is what I need to see? Uh, I think everybody's different depending on their relationship. I'll be fully honest with you. I never looked at a pit board one time ever. ever. I just... There was nothing that I needed to know from the mechanic. Um, so that was me, but some guys rely on it. And then, yeah, that hit, we, we've been trying to do that more often um, on the broadcast where we can get a good shot of the pit boards from behind, you Why know? Why don't we do the uh, interview a mechanic thing? What, what happened to that? We've we been just... doing that. I've done that mm. uh, two races in a row. Was it? Have you? Yeah. Did it with uh, Eli's? Did it with Barsha's in the mud? I'm just watching the mains. I'm not paying attention. That's how I did it, and I did it in the mains. Okay. Right. Interviewed a mid-main. Uh, but, no, the, the pit board shot was cool. We, we, we timed it good. I told Bondo I had a, a report on the pit board. He knew I was going there, and we timed it just when he was getting to the point where I could do the report, and then they could catch the very end of it as they went by. It was, like, really cool timing. But uh, we're trying to do more stuff like that, get just creative and different looks, so. Glad you noticed, though. Yeah, perfect. Perfect just to see, you know, that that one breathe, regroup. I was like, oh, my gosh. And then when um, Hunter made the pass, it was kind of like a gasp. I was cheering, actually, but I was thinking, like, wow, um, you know, was the crowd kind of – 
totally behind Hunter? I've noticed this year, well, Steve. I think, I think they're only behind Deegan. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to tell you right now, that they definitely, they definitely will cheer for the pass for the lead. If Hayden makes a pass for 11th, the place <laughs> comes unglued. I'm it's telling nuts, you. It's nuts, man. I heard yeah. him cheer the other night, yeah, and I was yeah. like, what, what, no, what, what, what? And I looked, and it was okay. him passing someone. Yeah, I was like, yeah, damn. So, so I think it was the same moment. I'm like, what the hell? And he just got into fifth. That's yeah. it. And he, they, he the just... whole place, the whole side, that one rhythm section. Yeah. yeah it was like yeah. the wave. Yeah. It was just for like a regular pass for nothing special. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, guys. All right, thanks. see you later. Uh, before we get to cheers, let's. Billy's on four. Billy, what's up? What's your question, man? Flowing, then yes, you can set your sag. What? What are you talking about, Billy? We're right here. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry. What about your sag? Steve. Oh yeah, sorry. I didn't know that. Sorry. Uh, my question is: Is Jet going into four fifties? Is if he wins out this year and in Supercross, does he have a chance to take? McGrath's title. I mean, Tomac is at 51, but does he have the chance to take over McGrath? I can't do seven? this. I can't. I can't do this. It's okay. It's 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 too much. Too let's, soon. Let's get to let's get to one. ten. Let's, let's get, get to, to one. Let's get to one win. Then we'll get to ten. Then we'll get to twenty. No, the the, the McGrath thing. You got to remember, he won like so many, so many years in a row. I mean, look what Eli's had to do to get to number two. He's had to go a long time. So before you even start thinking about anyone being able to do that, just remember it's going to take forever to get there. Um, All right, Billy. So, yeah. Billy, we got to go. All right. All right. Thanks, All right. man. Thanks, man. All right, Appreciate it. All right. Uh, OGO Power Sports bringing you Kay Clayson earlier tonight. But Renthal bringing you our next guest, uh, whether it's uh, Monster Energy Kawasaki, whether it's Factory Honda. Uh, Red Bull KTM, Renthal bars are there for you. Uh, it's brackets, chains, grips, all of it made over there in the U.K., more championships than all the other brands combined. Uh, Renthal.com, you can get it at motorsport.com, of course. And, uh, yeah, what's your of choice for Renthal's? Uh, I was always 997. 997? Yep. Okay, that's always. pretty – I think I would – that's just like a stock Honda-ish. I loved it, always. Yeah. And I was a Honda guy as growing up, so yep. I probably just ran the ones that it came with. Yeah, <laughs> Renthal.com <laughs> for more information on that. Thank you to those guys. Let's bring in our next guest. He's a uh, – Friend of the show, uh, a veteran Supercross racer out there grinding away. Kyle Chisholm, And everybody. back on track, thanks to us. Yeah. Back, back on you're track. You're back, Chiz. I'm back. Yeah, I've been back for a few weeks at least. Mm-hmm. Finally. Yeah. Since yeah. Indy. Just, yeah. So Blair was saying earlier in the show that since our Indy Live show where we kind of got on you, uh, you've rebounded since then. Yeah, that, that must have been it. That was the trick right there. That's what I just, needed. Just needed to give him a little chewing on stage. That's yeah, all I that's needed. it. A little, little ass chewing. A little and, ass and, chewing. And now, yeah. and now, Chiz, you are, yeah. I mean, look, uh, Top 10. obviously there were some crashes this weekend, and you know just as well as everybody that, yeah. you know, you got to be in it to win it. And, and dude, you, you're on it again. You're great. Yeah, good job, man. Yeah, yeah, that was good. I mean, I think I told you maybe in one of the interviews afterwards, like, obviously, yeah, ninth is great, top 10. Obviously, I'm aware, like, there's guys hurt and, you know, whatever, but you know, it's hard. You can only race who shows up, yeah. who makes it through, like being healthy is part of it. And, and yeah, obviously you can put a little asterisk with it because some guys are hurt, but it is what it is, right? You can only do, you can only race who's, who's there. But uh, e- either way, even if everybody was healthy and I got 13th instead of ninth, you know, or whatever, I'm like, I'm that 13th would be just as good as the ninth with yeah. more guys in there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, just me personally, I always just self-evaluate like, how is my riding? How did I feel? Like, was it actually good riding or did I get lucky or whatever? And yeah, no, my riding's been good. I've said it, the bike, we've got the bike dialed in and much more comfortable for me. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, feeling, feeling good. Yeah. It's, it's great. Good to see. Uh, so Daniel Chiz told me after the race, he thinks Chiz of 2022 
LCQ winner, Yamaha, privateer hero. Mm-hmm. He thinks Chiz this year is same speed. Chiz Suzuki, Chiz Yamaha, same speed. Ooh. If we had like a Dartfish and we overlaid the two Chizzes. We can put Clinton I, Fowler I on that. that just, He'll find I out. I said it just recently, though. Like, not yeah, as a yeah, year yeah. as a whole. Oh, yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, I, right now. I sucked at the end of the year, but yeah. 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 Uh, I, I, I feel like I'm really close, if not, you know, whatever. Like, honestly, there's things that all bikes do good and bad, right? Like, and where we've gotten, like, our bike right now, the mm-hmm. Suzuki, like, there honestly are places where I feel better, it's better than my bike was last year. Sure, there's places where the bike last year felt better, but you're going to get that. No bike's perfect, you know, whatever. But, yeah, I feel I honestly feel pretty close, you know, to where I was last year. Does the Suzuki get too much shit from general casual fans slash media? Is it, is it, does it get too much shit? I mean... Yes and no. Like, however you look at it, like, yes, because just being honest, like, obviously there hasn't been a ton of updates to the bike, you know, as as recently as all the other manufacturers. But even still, I mean, look at Kenny and you know, whatever. Like, obviously Kenny's a special rider, he's a good rider. But then even me, and like I said, just me personally comparing myself to myself last year in the past, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, the bike maybe hasn't been updated as much recently as other manufacturers but the bike honestly is a pretty good basic like base bike you know what i mean like it doesn't do much of anything really bad and maybe it's just like middle of the road everywhere but there's some bikes that do some stuff really good and some stuff really bad so you where it's kind of just a kind of overall pretty dang good bike especially for like the average consumer you know i think electric start is probably the thing that like is easy for people to point the finger to the most you know because it doesn't have that but in reality like that really, I don't think, would be that hard for them to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no idea if it's coming, not you know, whatever. But I think the electric start thing is what makes people think that the most, you know, whatever. Which yeah. performance on the track, that doesn't really matter. Yeah, you know, it's not like actual performance out there. It's just kickstarting it or hitting a button. Do you? you know? uh, and obviously, I don't know if you know. Maybe you do know. I don't know. I'm just asking you because I know you're DGAF about answering questions about the sport. Yeah. Do you think Kenny resigns? I think there's a good chance. Um, honestly, like I said, I don't know. Yeah, we're friends. Yeah, we ride right. together, whatever else stuff. Um, but I'm not somebody that's like nosy and, hey, man, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. If he tells me, great. Um, honestly, I don't know. I, I would love to see him resign. I hope he does. I think there's a good chance. Um, I, I just – I would just look at it like – I've been around Kenny a lot. Just, you know, people that don't know, just practicing training. Yeah. We rode together for the last, I don't know, six, seven years, whatever. Like this whole time at Honda, you know, I was still riding with him during the week and seeing the behind-the-scenes stuff. And he's, I think, really happy with just the whole team as a whole. Like, just everybody works really well together. Yes, it's not like the – like, it's not – factory honda like oem right it's a privately owned team it's the factory suzuki team but still like a privately owned like family owned team which just gives you a different vibe from like a factory oem team you know they're really there because they want to be there you know where oems are they might want to be there too but you know what i'm saying yeah yeah. so i think he's really happy with where he's at so i think that just that gives it a really good chance that he that he would stay yeah i hope he does yeah Yeah. interesting to see what happens there renthal.com bringing you Kyle Chisholm on the show. Please check out Renthal uh, for more information. Uh, grips and bars and 7-8s bar. Still making a 7-8s bar. Yep. Cloth bar pads, all of that. Um, you're talking about Kenny, and too. They're, and they're the official sponsor of the Progressive Suzuki team. They are. I don't uh, get to run them. Yeah. But yep. they are uh, That's right. the, the, the Progressive team. Hey, to, to add on to Kenny and Chiz, again, you've seen, you've seen him. 
it, something's different with him personality-wise this year. He just seems happier. And even when he's frustrated, he was kind of frustrated this weekend, I think, on the podium. He kind of acted like, man, I didn't really ride that good. So it's good to see that he's still looking for more. But does it feel like from your side that just his mood in general, just way more optimistic, even when he doesn't have the bike right, we'll get it right. It just The tone seems different. And I feel like that's yeah. what's leading to this back half of the series. Yeah, I know guys are getting hurt, but he's still he's been doing this anyway. So I feel like he is mood-wise the best we've seen him probably since the injury back in 2017. I, I don't I don't know. I just you would know better than me, but to me the vibes are that he's maybe doing the best he has on a personal level, mental, all that kind of stuff seems to be in line. Yeah, yeah, I think you're 100 percent right. Um, just like being around him during the week and all that for a long time, and like I said, that's why going back to like the do you think he resigns, or whatever. That's why I think it's a good chance that he does, just because of that. And like I tweeted something a few weeks ago, you know, whatever. And I know people have commented on it, but you know, he's been better. Like, like this late in the season, he hasn't been as good, you know, for a long time. He's kind of had like a drop off, you know, you could say. Um, mid-season or, you know, back half of the season, you know, the last few years. And, you know, this year he's actually, I would say, if anything, steadily gotten a little bit better yeah. from where he started this season, you know. And, yeah, like you said, a few guys got hurt, you know, whatever, like this weekend. But, like you said also, he was still, you know, on the podium or battling up front before anybody really got hurt, you know, at that at their level. And, yeah, that's, that's something I noticed was just – He's been in a good mood, even his practice mechanic was kind of joking. You know, it's just been been good, you know, during the week and happy, which I think is a big thing for Kenny to just be happy and comfortable and all that is is a big thing for him, you know, when it comes to race day, to just be in a good headspace, you know, to go out there and do good. And I think that's kind of also part of why he's, you know, been good this late in the season compared mm-hmm. to maybe sometimes in the past. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so for you, Chiz – You'll just race anywhere, anytime. We know this. So you're going to do some nationals. You're going to do World Supercross. You're going to do SMX. You're going to do all of this this year, the rest of this year? Yeah, I'm going to do all those. Pull the Max Privateer Challenge. Easy um, on that. Yeah. <laughs> Number one. Yeah, uh, champion. Yeah. Cultism. He should be um, there to give the plate. Yeah. yeah. Hand it over. Yep, yep. I gotta, I gotta give the number one plate away. Um, no, yeah, that's. We're still kind of working out the details for sure for me, uh, for the plan the rest of the year. But yes, World Supercross mm-hmm. is the plan. Like that's actually what I signed to do. Because when we did that, we didn't really know the schedule when we did my deal, mm-hmm. um, quite the hundred percent. So we thought it was going to conflict more with outdoors. But since it doesn't really, I think only like two races. Um, yeah, I'm probably going to be doing. I've been doing some outdoor testing the last like I don't know a month, mm-hmm. three, four weeks, whatever. Um, just like a day or so, a week, um, just to get into that groove. But uh, yeah, um, tentatively, I would like to do just look at the schedule. I'll probably do like the first three outdoors, okay. and then probably the last three outdoors. Um, and then there's a chance I maybe show up at a couple in between. Of course, yeah. Um, Gare Bear, get the truck. Gare Bear, load up the yeah. truck. We're driving. Just right. random. No, weekend. we're not doing that. See, that's why you won't let me race because I'm not the privateer challenge I know. anymore. So, I know. No, the, the team will just, I think, I don't know, like I said, we're still figuring yep. it out, but probably just leave a bike on the truck for me. Um, and honestly, like I told them, I really, because I can race them, I want to qualify, you know, in top 20, whatever, for the, mm-hmm. the super motocross race events um, to be able to do those. So, I'm going to just kind of, I think the first three just makes sense just to kind of continue. You know, we only have that one weekend off. Yeah. So just do those first three, even though I really don't like, like Paula. I actually do like Hangtown in Colorado. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, let's just do the first three, just try to get a, a little bit more points. Then I'll take a few weeks off. 
um, not off, but yeah. back on Supercross. Yep. Get ready for England. And then there is Southwick and Millville before France. Oh, here we so, go. Here we go. A little, a little crazy, but didn't yeah, he do that I was, I was, a couple years ago? Show up at Southwick or yeah, something yeah, random? Yeah, just is all that. that. Yeah. So there's a chance I could do like England one weekend, and then Southwick and Millville, and then France the next weekend. So like Supercross, <laughs> it'd be gnarly to go from Supercross in England to, to yeah. Southwick the next weekend. Yeah. No, but you would do it. You would do it, Chase. Yeah. Oh yeah, I would. Uh, Eighty remember, years remember old and just, 20, just show up. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was it? Twenty. Gosh, what year was it? Twenty seventeen. I think, or 2014 maybe, I raised, yeah, 2014, I raised Unadilla National on Saturday, just out of the pickup truck, Mm -hmm. and then I drove like six hours to Canada, Mm -hmm. so I raised Unadilla Saturday, drove Saturday night like six hours to Canada, and raised Canadian National on Sunday, so Nationals back-to-back, and I won the the Canadian National that day. (laughs) Yeah, of course you did. Oh, yeah, Um, I've done done worse. Right, right. Uh, Kyle Chisholm on the show, brought to you by the folks at Renthal. Chiz, you are the defending LCQ Challenge winner. You really screwed me over last year. Uh, you're not in it this year. But we are kind of talking about the race this Friday and who's going to do what. I know you're super cheap, but we have a little fantasy game going on here where the winner's going to get a $20 Amazon gift card uh, from, okay. from other people. Do you want to partake in this and give us your top three? And, uh, and you could win this Amazon gift card, or you know you could have to send a $20 gift card to somebody. Yeah. Top three. Do we know all the wild cards yet? Yeah, we know everybody. I posted it today. Okay, yeah, I'm looking I'm looking okay. right now actually. Oh uh, you posted it, pulling it back up. Yeah. So, uh so we have the list. Yeah, it's it's the wild cards. I are, know Norn and Cartwright are gonna be up there. Uh me. well Cartwright um, Cartwright's a wild card. Uh we we're still decide we we the gate pick is gonna be decided uh via a ping pong ball, so we're not quite sure. Okay. Uh so your your the guys could have different gate picks, but Basically, yeah, the wild cards are Luke Neese and Thurry and um, Cartwright and uh, Max Miller. Max Miller. <clears throat> and yep. I think that was – there's one more in there somewhere. Yoder? Uh, oh, Yoder. Yeah, Hunter Yoder. Yoder, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, does anybody have to start in the second row like me? No, everyone's on the line. Okay. But but there's four ways we're, we're choosing gate picks, so – it could be just okay. one to twenty-two. It could be 20, inverted. Inverted. It could be uh, closed pins. Yeah, there's a few different ways we're doing it. So you know, you we're got, not sure yet. We're not sure because uh, Marquier is going to draw the the format yeah. that day. So oh, okay, yep, yep. So what, um, what what's your take? Like for example, I went uh, Norin, Cartwright, Carnell, Blair. Would you go? Yeah. I went Simonson, Norin, Cartwright. Okay. I like Norton and Cartwright, obviously. I feel like those are two of the favorites. But then, man, I feel like like a John Short, a Carnell, even a Chase Marquier, like he gets good starts and can go fast. You know, It's 10 like minutes plus a lap. It's 10 minutes plus a oh, lap. what is it? 10 plus a lap. Yeah. Okay, 10 plus. A little longer. Uh, yeah. I was thinking. Is that what we did last year? No, you did six. Six or eight. Yeah. Six. See, that's why I didn't think I'd win last year because it was so short. Okay, you so you, you really screwed me last year. First of all, you were eight seconds a lot faster in the whoops compared to all the other guys. <laughs> that's right. Hey, I forgot he was killing that lap. set on the right side. Yeah. 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 Hey, 10 minutes plus a lap. Now that changes things. Can I renegotiate? What if I kill a lap down and start a lap down? No. No, you're out. Oh, you're no, out. you're done. Chiz. We're letting Stop you it. play this game yeah, right exactly. here. That's it. That's excellent. Exactly. I can win $20. Okay, I'm in. I'm in. Okay. Okay. Um, I got to go. Uh, Cartwright and Norin are for sure two of, are my one and two. I'm just trying to figure out which one I want to put first. You guys both put Norin first. No, I had Simonson. Simonson, oh, yeah. late, late gonna, riser in the series. And Simonson's going to ride a 450. So okay, 
Yeah, he's been riding pretty good. Tristan, I'm going to go. Tristan Lane's been better, too, I lately. I thought Cartwright hasn't been as good lately. Did you watch last week's race go. back? <laughs> yes, I did. I saw the last lap. Heat racing, did you right? have him in fantasy? Um, gosh, I don't know if I'm I I'm only did. giving Cartwright a bad, hard time because he owned it online. So I'm giving it, you know. Yes, I saw that. I saw so that. that was awesome. I don't, I don't remember if I had him in fantasy, but I did get 293rd overall, which is pretty good. It's not a win, but I think I had 274 points. Marks this, this, marks this guy. Um, Just I'm one thing go after Norin another. First. I know. I, I got to go Norin first. Okay. Cartwright second. Okay, that's what I did. Yep. And gosh, the third is hard. Um, I'm gonna go. Marquier. No, wait, no, it's 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's jacked. Sorry, sorry, Chase. No, I'm the same way. I He just doesn't seem to be, like, late in the race. He goes backwards a little bit in the LCQs, yeah. Okay, you're – nobody – is anybody Norin, Cartwright, Carnell? I am. Yeah, Steve is. Yep. Okay. Then I'll, I just want to be – I would kind of do that, but I'll go different. I'll go Norin, Cartwright, Simonson. Okay. Anybody do that one? No. I I have them in a different order. I'll, no, I'll do them three in that order then. I think. Okay. Yeah. Kind of like. Yeah. I think that's. I'll go with that. Yeah. Good Simon's uh, becoming like a late race stud, dude. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, makes one main, and all I'm I'm high on him. But I watched him racing a bunch of arena crosses last year in like November, like in yeah. West Virginia, and I was like, dude, I like that guy. And then now he's, I don't know, I'm a big fan. You, you know, I was teammates with Simonson for a race, right? This year? Yeah, no. It was, uh, I think it was 2021. Um, Bill Dill from 3D, mm-hmm. um, he took my bike from, gosh, I forget where it was, maybe Bud's Creek to, or no, somewhere to Bud's Creek. I don't remember what the order was. Um, and I pit, and I pitted with them. It's Southwick. He had my bike, I think, from like South, or he kept it from Southwick or somewhere. And I pitted with them at Bud's Creek. I think 2021 and Simonson came in as like a fill in for him because somebody else, one of his guys were hurt and that kid came in and raced that weekend. It's actually a pretty cool kid. I got to know him a little bit. Yeah. I like so. him. Yeah. He's in this race because he told me I could cut his hair any way I wanted to. Nice. Are <laughs> yeah. we doing it before or after the race? Uh, I think we're going to do it uh, after the race, but he's got to keep it for Salt Lake. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Nice. Uh, so, hang on. One question. Is Yoder on a 250 or 450? 250. 250. He's been pretty good, right? Yeah, it's oh, altitude dude. though. It's altitude. It's two fifty. Yeah, uh, that's I. I would put him third, but the two fifty thing because well, the altitude kind of makes me. Cade says question. Nice is going to win. Yeah, Cade has Nice for the win, and Kiefer has Lesher on the podium on a two stroke. Is is uh, Nice on a two fifty also? Two fifty. Yeah, see, that's what makes it hard for me at the altitude, just that they don't get to start. Right. Um. I'll stick with what I got. Okay. All right. Kyle Chisholm's pick here, and uh, we'll get JT's later on, and we have uh, seven seven of us that are playing the game. So uh, good times, yeah. yeah. Um, how's Brooks? Yeah. How's Brooks? He's been good, honestly. Like, I don't know. I've always liked Larry. I've never – I've only worked with him, you know, the one year a yep. long time ago. Yep. Um, and obviously I feel like Larry is like, you know, he's, he's one of those guys like if he's – if he's for you, like, he's a good person to have in your corner because he'll do freaking <laughs> yes. anything, yeah. you know, to, to benefit you, whatever can benefit you. So, but I feel like just from what I remember, and I was, I was 
more of a kid when I rode for him before in 09, you know, for like my first year on a 450. So I was very green and just whatever to just everything. Um, where now I just feel like I'm a completely different place, just, you know, maturity yeah. and whatever. Yeah. Yep. But I feel like Larry's maybe more, he's pretty mellow, honestly. Like, uh, even race day, whatever. He's very serious, mm-hmm. very means business, um, but he's honestly really mellow, like never a freak out, never a, no drama, nothing. Like he's he's honestly been been really good. Uh, I think very helpful for the team just to up that level, which they needed to with a guy like Ken Roxon, you know, being on the team. So mm-hmm. um, he's been been really good, good to work with and very helpful and very open too. That's one thing that I was kind of, I wouldn't say nervous about, but just kind of wondered how it would go um, with me trying to help a little bit with the team too. Like Larry's been very open and like, I guess maybe trusting of like me and like, you know, what I, things I say or think or suggest. He's been very open to that um, as well as like Dustin and Aaron uh, pipes, obviously too. Um, Just, they've been very, very open to just trying whatever it would take to to try to be better, you know, for everybody. So that's been, been cool. So you practice with Kenny and Sexton. Are you just like, fuck my life every single day? <laughs> like, like, are you just like, uh, you know? Yeah, I mean, a little bit. But but I used to let that affect me way more than I do now. Do you? Yeah. Where it's like, okay, that guy's just fucking really good, and this is just practice and, and whatever. Um, it 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 is – it is very humbling, you know, especially with Chase. Um, I think even Kenny would tell you, yeah. like, during the week, Chase is even, like, uh, like I feel like maybe just because as Kenny's gotten a little older or whatever, I don't, I, don't, I don't know, but even he'll tell you, like, Chase will be faster than him during the week, but then come Saturday, obviously Chase is still very fast, maybe yeah. faster than ever a lot up. of the time, yeah. but, but it's closer. Like, when it's race time, Kenny can just get into a different place. He's more of a racer, you know, whatever you want to call it. But Chase is like what you see on Saturday, like being, when he's just smoked everybody, yep. it's like every day at the practice track. That, that's what you, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. So it's, it is humbling. And, yeah, if you're if, at this point, I just know better. Like, yeah, it's just, just right. don't worry about that guy. Well, it's just another one. Think, I mean, you so. used to practice with Stu, too. Like, yeah. yeah. You've seen a lot. <laughs> You've seen some shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> Nothing Stu's amazes dad, him anymore. Dad, still winning. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, nothing blows it more than, than Stu for sure. Yeah, even Chase is very good, but yeah, Stu's just different. He's different. different You're like, guy. hey, James, let's go riding. Oh, that's a great day of riding. I never saw you all day. Great day. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, we're gonna do a moto. I'll skip the whoops and that rhythm, and then we'll do a twenty together. Yeah, yeah. So it and stays I'll, equal. I'll stay on the same lap as you after that. Yeah. So yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. It's tough. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Very good one to to, to be able to grow up around. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, thanks, Chase. Thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate it. Um, and uh, thanks for your thoughts on the LCQ challenge. And uh, I got to say, man, uh, like you wonder why Chiz is successful as a racer or, or Gare Bear, his dad, as a businessman. They just don't do it every single week. They don't let up. See ya. See you in the race. Nope. What about the race? Nope. Are we in the ra- like, it's just it's just Gary is right. Just as bad as Chiz. He's just in there. Hey, where I get it from. As I say, yeah. it. doesn't fall far from the yeah, tree. Yeah, both of you. Uh, yeah. I admire your persistence all damn year. So Hey, just be ready. I'll still be trying. Okay. You know, anything can happen. <laughs> Something might happen on Thursday or Friday. Just be sitting you know, there in the shadows so waiting. Unbelievable. Uh, I'll thank- be ready. I'll be ready to go. Thanks for calling in, buddy. Hey, Appreciate it. What? Hey, one yeah. more thing real quick. Did yeah. you announce your – I forgot to text you. Did you announce the prize – breakdown money breakdown no yeah. because we don't even know how much we have we're, we're hoping to get okay. 80k um, you're not okay. 
racing chips. <laughs> yeah, Stop exactly. Asking. Okay, I'm in. What do I have to do? Listen, we had 140 um, last year. Mark's right. I think it was 140. Yeah, it was, and, it was just right around there. And, and, and so yeah. you got, um, I, I think you got 30, didn't you, to win? Yeah, something. Yeah, right around. Right around there. Yeah. there. Uh, and yeah. so I'm hoping for 80 <laughs> this year. Um, I, I think we'll get 80. If not, maybe more. We'll see. see we have a, the last minute could pour in, but well, you had that extra week last yes, year, too, exactly. With the, with the weather at Denver, or whatever. Nope. Anyways, remember what we talked about? I want to do something for a Chivs Award. Oh I'm yeah. Gonna see, I'm going to donate some of my money back. Okay. To the so what do, this year, what do you want to do? Right. What do you want to do? I, like I wanted to get your guys' kind of thoughts on it. Me and Brittany talked about it, but like. I was trying to think of something like cool and creative, but I'm like, should I just do it for whoever gets 11th? Just do no. something for them, like for 11th? No, place? I don't know. Did, what about did someone did think? someone pick how many people you pass? Because I know there was one from how many you lose positions. Is there a game? Yeah, position? most passes yes. I think is Anton. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say because that'd be perfect because yep. Chiz went through all of them last year. He so. did. Yeah. Yeah. That's like I, I want to do something kind of cool, creative like that, but I don't know what other people. Have what done about just doing. like um, are you gonna watch it? Are you gonna be there? Uh, yeah, I'm telling you. you He's gotta, geared up in the gotta, shadows, waiting in the tunnel. What about just do yeah. like, yeah. like how much money do you no, want? I even, I'm trying to get Mathis to hire me to do this. No, you know, whatever. Okay. no I'm just kidding. But, but for real, I, I want to do something with it. Why don't, don't you do, if you're going to watch the race, you're going to pick a rider like with the gutsiest effort. You know, the, the, yeah. the guy with the most heart out there or somebody who impressed you. Just do the Chiz All Heart Award. Okay. And then just pick it. Yeah, and then you, you just pick a guy. Yep. Uh, how much do you well, want to do we'll for do that? Yeah. Put him in for five hundred. Five hundred. That's steep for me, dude. That's put him in for five hundred. You made thirty grand in that race last year. Put five hundred in. Yeah, but I I had to get a new truck. Remember? Oh, that's right. He did get a truck. Two fifty. Two fifty. Yeah, let's do it. All right, two fifty. All hard award. Chiz. We'll mark it down. And I then like yeah, that. just whatever you think. Whoever you think, like some guy fell in the first turn and you know came up to tenth, yeah. or or some guy you know had a battle to the death with some dude. Whatever, whatever you see, whatever it catches yeah, your yeah. eye. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I will definitely be there. I, I I want I want you to to not hire me like pay me, but hire me to do something. I want to do something for, for the race. So. <laughs> All right, well, we'll you already told me Will's got the third. Maybe we can board. pass off the number one plate like a champion, like the champion. That's what I'm saying you yeah, should pass I, it off. I'm going to present the number one plate. That's, that's what I'm going to do. That's what right? I did that last weekend. I'm going right, to do well, it again this listen, weekend. We'll do it. Tell, tell pipes you, we need a number one plate, an RMZ number one plate with yeah. a number one graphic okay. on it to present it. Yeah. Make it happen. Yeah, we'll right. do that. Listening. I'll pass the number one plate off. Dustin okay. texts me. He's listening. Right. He knows. We'll, we'll Dustin, do get it going. And uh, Daniel's the guy going to handle all this on the podium. So, Daniel, you also you And also I'm already warmed to... up. I just did that with Hunter. Right. I'll here to present the number one yeah. plate, last year's Pulpamex LCQ Challenge champion, yep. Kyle Chisholm. And then you got to say the thing, though, Chiz. you got to yes, say I'll the pra- thing. Yes, I'll have to practice it. I'll and practice. then he yep. cheers, and then I do the interview after. It's it's built in. Okay, we got it handled. We have a routine. Awesome. Yes, perfect. Sounds good. Thanks for calling in, buddy. Thank you, man. All right. Thanks. Right. I'll see you guys. I'll see you Friday. See you, there man. That's uh, that's Kyle Chisholm, everybody. Brought to you by Renthal. Never, he's not racing never give tonight. up. <laughs> Probably. Dick local, City. Dick yeah, City, City Monday night race. Uh, Pulp 20 at checkout at profilter.com, whether you have a dirt bike, a UTV, uh, whatever it is. They make top quality air and oil filters for everything. And they're the the pre-oiled ones are simply incredible. You take your dirty filter, you throw it in the garbage, you put a brand new oiled up pro filter right into your bike. Uh, get it at motorsports dealers everywhere uh, or motorsport.com as well. Pick it up uh, and use the code PULP20 to save with ProFilter, ProFilter.com. All right, commercial break. Uh, We have Tony Moore coming up from Renegade. We have Jason Thomas coming up as well. Uh, Thank you to Cade, Kyle, and Mike Mewey for calling in. Daniel Blair is here. We've got some World Supercross discussion coming in. Uh, We've got the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs. We've got Race Tech Recognition. 
Race tech recognition. And uh, and the motorsport.com tweet at uh, tits segment. So stick around. Be right back after this, everybody. I'm a kinky bastard, okay? At motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high-quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you, from riders for riders. Visit us at motorsport.com. In case you didn't know, Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning goal valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made right here in the U.S. of A. Racetech also offers state-of-the-art precision engine services and parts to all engine builders. The staff has over 65 years of championship winning experience. It's so good that many of the top privateer teams such as SGB Honda, Team Solitaire Nuclear Blast Yamaha, and Motul AJE Gas Gas, as well as Jerry Robin, Kevin Morans, and many more, choose Racetech for their superior performance, reliability, and their customer service. Hey guys, what's up? My name's Kate Clayson, and I choose Racetech because I love their desire to strive for perfection. I think we all know that perfection isn't possible, but getting to perfection is always the goal, and I think that is something that both myself and Racetech have always worked towards, and I think they can help you get there too. Hey guys, this is Alex Ray. I use Racetech components in my SGB suspension and also the Racetech engine. The reason I like it is just because uh, the engine is super reliable, tons of torque, and also on the suspension side, it just gives it that flush, nice feeling. Hey, it's your boys over at Team Solitaire. If you don't run Racetech, here's what you do. Put your hands behind your back and run your face into a f***ing wall. Racetech.com. What's up, guys? This is Kevin Moranz, and I choose Racetech because of their convenience of having Racetech centers all around the United States. Obviously, within my Decker Performance Suspension, works really well. They're very high-quality performance products. Definitely check them out. Hey, guys, this is Jerry Robin, uh, and I choose Racetech because of the reliable motors, good power, good suspension, and obviously it's great people around, and I've been there for a long time, and they're awesome. Visit Racetech.com and use code PULP22 to save. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport. For 33 years, they've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Worst Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use a code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer. Check out motorsport.com. 
and uh, ask them to see the Worst Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. PulpMX20, the code to save. With over 80 years' experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, WiseCo has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, WiseCo has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. WiseCo offers race-proven components for the rest of your engine, too. From garage buddy engine rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, USA-made Racer Elite connecting rods, and their CV4 thermal protection line. WiseCo is proud to be a technical partner with Factory Honda HRC for the 2023 Supercross and Motocross. Driving professional-level product development that gets passed down to you. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or WiseCo.com to find products for your machine. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win... The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. 
Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I too have to buy my own tires, this added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com motorcycle. And then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. From beginners to seasoned vets, race teams, project builds, and magazine tests, Decal Works' mission is to cater to those who love to ride, upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Visit decalmx.com and use promo code PULPMX23 to get 20% off your custom graphics. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. At motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, 
just high quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you from riders for riders. Visit us at motorsport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I too have to buy my own tires. This added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line, and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com slash motorcycle. And then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport for 33 years. They've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Works Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And they, the best part of this whole deal is if you use a code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Works Connection product line for 2022. 
Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. PulpMX20, the code to save. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hey, in case you didn't know, Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning goal valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made right here in the U.S. of A. Racetech also offers state-of-the-art precision engine services and parts to all engine builders. The staff has over 65 years of championship winning experience. It's so good that many of the top privateer teams such as SGB Honda, Team Solitaire Nuclear Blast Yamaha, and Motul AJE Gas Gas, as well as Jerry Robin, Kevin Morans, and many more, choose Racetech for their superior performance, reliability, and their customer service. Hey guys, what's up? My name's Kate Clayson, and I choose Racetech because I love their desire to strive for perfection. I think we all know that perfection isn't possible, but getting to perfection is always the goal, and I think that is something that both myself and Racetech have always worked towards, and I think they can help you get there too. Hey guys, this is Alex Ray. I use Racetech components in my SGD suspension and also the Racetech engine. The reason I like it is just because uh, the engine's super reliable, tons of torque, and also on the suspension side, it just gives it that flush, nice feeling. Hey, it's your boys over at Team Solitaire. If you don't run Racetech, here's what you do. Put your hands behind your back and run your face into a f***ing wall. Racetech.com. What's up, guys? This is Kevin Morans, and I choose Racetech because of their convenience of having Racetech centers all around the United States. Obviously, within my Decker Performance Suspension, works really well. They're very high-quality performance product. Definitely check them out. Hey, guys. This is Jerry Robin, uh, and I choose Racetech because of uh, the reliable motors, good power, good suspension, and obviously, it's great people around, and I've uh, been there for a long time, and they're awesome. Visit Racetech.com and use code PULP22 to save. Over 80 years' experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, WiseCo has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, WiseCo has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. WiseCo offers race-proven components for the rest of your engine, too. From garage buddy engine rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, USA-made Racer Elite connecting rods, and their CV4 thermal protection line. WiseCo is proud to be a technical partner with factory Honda HRC for the 2023 Supercross and Motocross. Driving professional-level product development that gets passed down to you. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or wiseco.com to find products for your machine. 
From beginners to seasoned vets, race teams, project builds, and magazine tests, Decal Works' mission is to cater to those who love to ride. Upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Visit decalmx.com and use promo code PULPMX23 to get 20% off your custom graphics. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. Welcome back, everybody. Pulp Mech Show presented by Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, and Decal Works. Daniel Blair in studio from uh, from NBC, from Main Event Moto, from Orange Brigade, from the Main Event Band. From yeah, hey, hey, hey. We're uh, coming out with another EP. Talk my you brother into that. it. Wow. Yeah, six song EP probably by the end of the year. It's All probably, right. Wow, it's sweet. Take, I have to go out Very there. Busy. I have to fly um, out a few times for it. But yeah, that and then uh, Next Level 2, 101. Next Level 101, you're yeah. part of that? Uh, yeah, I'll have more official things to talk about <clears throat> in the future. But um, yeah, they're... 30 minutes from my house. Like yep. I said, it's family now. Right. Eddie and Jess uh, go out there all the time. My mom lives there. My mom, literally, when I moved out there, drove her RV across yeah. the country to Next Level 101. She lives there, and she <laughs> she works there. She goes to the car races. Yeah. Works the car. She's loving Just it. So, loving uh, life. That's yeah, awesome. So, so more to announce probably in the next uh, little bit. I'm going to ask you about Orange Brigade here in a little bit as yep. well as some coaching stuff uh, with the coaching association. Yeah. Maxima USA. Uh, love the guys at Maxima. Uh, Factory Kawasaki. Mitch Payton using Maxima over the years. They're uh, four-stroke oil. It's uh, fantastic. And uh, they've got a bunch of different lines from semi-synthetics to full synthetics. they got the entirely new Peak System, performance-enhancing additive chemistry, unique and exclusive to Maxima. MPPL, contact cleaner, the, the, the grease, 
the uh, the assembly lube. I've been using the assembly lube because I've built a new project bike. Uh, whatever it is from Maxima USA, you can save using the code PULP20. Uh, two-stroke oil as well. The 927 stuff uh, does great things for two strokes. And uh, use the code PULP20 to save. Maxima Racing USA and MotorcycleNewsyJobs.com. Job of the week. Uh, it's the first and only job board built specifically for the motorcycle industry. There was an Orange Brigade job on here not that long ago. <laughs> Uh, but it looks like they're, you know, maybe they're holding off on that. Uh, this job of the week, <clears throat> full-time job, sales operations specialist for Fast House, the brand Fast House uh, since 2013. They've been a manufacturer of off-road motorcycle and mountain bike riding gear. They are looking for a uh, sales operations specialist. You manage Elastic B2B platform, including but not limited to approving all incoming orders on Elastic. I assume Elastic is some sort of programming, some sort of sales yeah. program. I don't know. Uh, manage the map policies, manage price lists, that kind of things. Fast House, certainly a up-and-coming company, and uh, you can go there and apply for the sales operations specialist job full-time in Santa Clarita, California. Please check it out, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. If you're a, a company out there looking to hire some good people, uh, check out MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Great company, great jobs on there as well. Uh, got the emails coming up. I got some emails to read this week. And, uh, and of course, the X-Brand Goggle Tariffs. Marks, did we get those yet, or what are we doing with that? Yep, I got them. Oh, okay, we got those. Yeah. Uh, motorsport.com, tweet at tit segment as well uh, coming up, and, the, and uh, the race tech recognition of a rant. Perfect. I love it. 702-586-7857. Uh, give us a call. We're coming up with uh, Tony Moore from Renegade uh, Racing Fuels. He's our next guest on here, but, uh, yeah. Privateer LCQ Challenge just Friday. Big things happen. Can't wait. Um, and then, yeah, hopefully the weather doesn't ruin it like last year. That was that was unfortunate because I got there all revved up and excited. And mm-hmm. then I walked out, and there was tough blocks flying through the air. Like Not only that, but the big ones, the ones in mechanics Yeah, no, no, the big giant yes. ones that take like two people to pull. Yes. They were like, they're, they weren't where they're supposed to be. <laughs> no. So we're going to, uh, hopefully that doesn't happen. Uh, Sport and Wood, by the way, on YouTube gave us nine ninety nine. Wow. He wants to know if they can find a way to let Cheers race 250 and 450 in the same night. Uh, they're not do, they don't do that anymore. They used no. to let – JT was the king of that. Uh, Barry Karsten did it. Um, um, uh, uh, oh, I just talked to somebody who did it a ton. Clark do it? Ryan Clark? Ryan Clark did it. Do that? I did a podcast. Oh, Jeff Gibson. I looked, oh. on, I looked at Jeff Gibson's vault, and he did it like six weeks in a row. He made both mains. You want to hear something weeks crazy, in a row. though? Yeah. So 2002, uh, I was riding both classes. Uh, 250, or my 250 was my good bike. That's yeah. what I tried on. The 450 was like the night show money bike. Mm-hmm. That's all it ever was, really, was getting the night show, make the extra cash, whatever. Uh, I decided to try that night because I liked it, the track. It yeah. was easier whoops. And I made both mains on a 250 and a 450. So I was actually the first ever in Supercross history to make both mains on a four-stroke in the same night. Oh, Gibson okay. did it the very next weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he still gives me a hard time over that because I, <laughs> I was not like that guy. That right. wasn't like my thing. Yeah, yeah. I got lucky, yeah. and I just snuck one in. And I actually told this story on uh, Race Day did Live. You, they, did you race both mains all the way, or did you pull out? or did you, I was out there. Yeah, I mean, okay. I wanted to be out there. It was cool. Okay. Because no, JT used to just, like, start and pull it in and get ready for the no, I think I rolled around because I thought it was neat. Right. Um, <laughs> but I actually told this story on Race Day Live a couple weeks ago. The night in the 250 class... I got fourth in the LCQ, and Matt Walker got fifth. He was on PC Cowie and missed the main that night and got fifth. Hit me in the last corner, like hard, yeah, yeah. bent my shift lever down. I wide open first gear off the finish line, made it. <laughs> and um, he ended up winning the next round in Houston. Oh. So he went from no, uh, no main to, to winning. winning the next round. Yeah. 
um, which I feel Jordan like... Smith, we were we were hyping up Jordan Smith maybe getting that because he yeah. missed the main of Detroit. Yeah. So when we went to Atlanta, we're like, if he does it, he would be the first since Walker yeah. to do that. And I feel like I did that race. We talked about that race in my Lee at Re-Raceables uh, about Walker and missing the main. And then, then you yeah. went out Houston yeah. and just yeah. killed them. Right, right. Uh, those are the days where Peyton's bikes were so good, you could probably put you on it back in the day and you would have podiumed, you Pro- know? Probably. They were really Anyone good. Anyone could. Yeah. Off the street. Uh, all right. Uh, hey, Renegade Fuels came on with us earlier this year as a uh, presenting sponsor. We're super stoked to have them. They won championships with Will Hahn and Justin Brayton. And, of course, Dino and Max Anstey use it this year. And Max has been doing a, a great job with Renegade Racing Fuels, uh, the Firepower Honda team, uh, being involved with Renegade. These guys have been around a long time. Got a history in uh, a lot of motorsports, and uh, we're happy to have uh, Tony Moore from Renegade on the line. What's up, Tony? How are you, man? Hey, Steve. I'm doing well. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Uh, based out of Kentucky, is that where you are? Where you where you I'm live? I'm actually in Houston. I'm oh, okay. In Houston. All right, you're in Houston, but the Renegades based out of Kentucky. Uh, thanks for the help this year, man. I really appreciate it. And hey, it worked out pretty well, Tony, because uh, you came on with us, and then Max Dancy wins a race. I- I'm sure that's related. You know? <laughs> yeah. What about that? Huh? <laughs> that's cool, though. Firepower guys, Uribe and those uh, they've been a big supporter of Renegade. That's right. Yeah, we uh, we hooked up with uh, the Firepower team a couple years ago and um, called. Reeve earlier this year as he was kind of uh, reevaluating some of the contracts and uh, he's a he's a super guy you you know that uh, and uh, very loyal to the brands that he he runs and he want, wanted to put a deal together with us and and we did and uh, boy we're we're super happy for for Max with his recent win and happy for Dean he's he's doing some good stuff too so we're 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 pumped, man. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome. Good for you guys for sure. Uh, Chris Kiefer put up a test uh, on the pulpamex.com if you want to read his thoughts on Renegade. You guys have been around a long time. When I put it on Instagram, I got a lot of positive comments from people who have used Renegade. But but for for our listeners a little bit, Tony, take us through the history of the company a little bit and and the the things that you guys are passionate about and getting involved in all of that. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks thanks for that. So, 2004 is really when they got started with. Uh, creating their own label. Uh, but before that, uh, Renegade had made proprietary blends for lots of other fuel companies, race fuel companies, oh, okay. yeah. under, under, under proprietary label, mm-hmm. uh, right? So, so brands that you're really familiar with that uh, I probably can't stay in the air, uh, but, uh, you know, very popular brands. And, and 2004 is when they decided that they would go it on their own. Uh, the first brand or first label that they made uh, under the Renegade label was their 110. Uh, so it's done really well for, for the company. It's really popular in drag racing and circle track racing, stuff like that, stuff with four wheels. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then um, shortly thereafter, they came out with the motorsports label or the, or the, uh, the line, motorsports line. They, uh, the first two products they came out with was uh, the SX2 and, and the MX4, which are still brands are still lines that we run today that are doing really well for us okay and for yourself what uh how many of these different events do you go to and you attend and repping renegade and all of that you know i try to get to as many as possible uh sometimes the the traveling isn't quite as easy as i'd like it to be but try to get to as as many as possible and and we're sending uh customers and we're sending uh, some of our distributors and some of the the corporate folks to the events as well we had 
Uh, actually, one of the, the owner's daughter was at the uh, event in Nashville this weekend, so she got to meet the firepower guys. And, oh, nice. Uh, it showed, showed her a good time. So it was a good event. I always tell people, Daniel, uh, look, exhausts are great and porting and pistons and all that stuff works really well for performance upgrade on your motorcycle. But if you have limited means, uh, fuel and ignition, yeah, CDI or ECU, depending on two-stroke or four-stroke, are two things you can do to your bike that make a huge difference. You know? I think, well, I think it's because the alternative is whatever you get out of the pump, and you never know what you're getting out of the pump when you go places. Yeah, so yeah. for me, it was always about just knowing that I'd have something good in there and that was consistent, let alone powerful. So yeah. uh, I got a question for you just on like the development side. I mean, how do you how do you test new products when it comes to fuel? Is it all done you know, through just chemistry and, and, and working out the numbers ahead of time? Or is it really like create, test, create, test? Like, I'm, I'm just curious of you, how you guys even get to your good stuff. To like, a how blend, do you, yeah, yeah. How do you get there? Hey, that's a great question. Um, do you have any easier questions for me? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's, no it's, a, it's a good question. So really what we do is uh, when we're coming up specifically to, for motorsports, when we're coming up with a, an idea for a, a new blend, we, we reach out to the market and, and determine if there's a need, right? And, and once we figure out that there's a need, we'll, we'll connect with an engine builder or, or uh, you know, a, a team, a, a pro team, or even a privateer team to do some testing for us. And usually it does start on the dyno once we figure out the blend and what we want it to, what the profile to look like. Uh, we, we hook up with some folks that will usually start on a dyno to figure out if it's going to be what they want it to be. And then we do real-world testing. You know, it's, it's, it's motoing down. You know, we are, um, we're, we're putting it in the tank and, and seeing what it does and taking temperatures and uh, getting feedback from, from the riders. And, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's a whole long process. It really is. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a racer myself. I'm an I'm a old, slow guy. Uh, but the, but I've got three kids and all three of them race and uh, you know we'll we'll give feedback to the to the company and and say hey look we're really looking for the bike to do this or we're looking for a blend to to satisfy this type of need and um, w- one of the great things about Renegade and, and and obviously I'm a cheerleader for them but is we're a small company you know and and uh, small enough that, that the customer, the, the, uh, the engine builder, the racer, whoever it is, can say, hey, I've got an idea. Uh, here's what I'm mm-hmm. looking at. And we might do it. You know, that's the good news is we, we'll look at it and figure out the economics of it and say, hey, look, this makes sense. Uh, let's, let's put this together and, and put it in the tank. Um, so that's, that's one of the really cool things about it. Seems like Sometimes the bigger the company, right, things move slower to get approved, whatever. Do you feel like being, like you said, a little smaller means you can turn quicker, try different things very fast, uh, be, I guess, more unique like that? Because I feel like a big company, you'd have to get through so many layers to do anything. Is that is that accurate? Yeah, that's that's exactly right. You know, uh, Martin Davlos has, has got my number, and, and I talked to him several times uh, a week and checking in to figure out to, you know, make sure the fuel's doing what exactly – we want it to do, and he'll give us feedback. He'll give us dyno charts, and we're changing uh, changing things around or, or uh, adjusting data. Uh, we get all sorts of stuff from, from our teams, and, and we, we put it right into our blending process. Um, you know, and that's one of the things that the owner of the of the company is. He's a racer, and he's a, he's a drag racer, but he he's a racer, and he he loves uh, everything about 
all disciplines of motorsport. And he, um, you know, he wants to hear the feedback from the grassroots racer, right? I mean, the, yep. the weekend warrior, he wants to know what's working for him, what they need, and, and what can get them the checkers first. You know, sure. they, uh, it's all about grassroots for us. RenegadeRaceFuel.com. You can go on there. You can find dealers. And, Tony, you're looking for dealers, distributors, right, right now as we speak? Um, kind of. That's, that's exactly right, Steve. We, we are. We're looking to, to expand. Uh, you know, in, in terms of uh, a race fuel company, we're fairly new. Uh, you know, not, not that old. We're coming up on 20 years. But um, we are. We're looking to expand our distribution. Uh, we're looking for dealers. We're looking for folks that want to, to pour the product in, you know, um, we're, we're looking for teams. We're we're really looking to grow mm-hmm. the the motorsport uh, end of, of yeah. our business. No, I get it. I put you in some touch with some motor guys. If there's a motor company out there listening that want to partner up with Renegade to help your performance shop, uh, uh, reach out to Renegade. Is there is there a contact form on the site? Like, what should dealers do, or race teams, or motor builders? Just, what's the easiest way Absolutely. to? Absolutely. Yep. Yep. They, they go to our website. There's a there's a contact form there. They can send us. Um, any questions they may have, there's a, also a technical uh, or tech specs mm-hmm. uh, email on there if you've got some questions relative to what you're working on. The, our our uh, engineers will get back with you pretty quickly on that. And then certainly, Steve, if they want to reach out to you and you can put them in contact with me, I can get put them in the right direction as well. Yeah, fantastic. We've done that for a few people. It's worked out pretty well. and. When I, when I put on social media, you know, Kiefer's review of it, I got a lot of people saying, yeah, I get it from this dealer, and where can I get it? And other people are like, you can go here and get it. So it seems like people who are fans of it are, are big fans of it. What if you're, if you're listening to this and they want to try it and they want to get stuff that Firepower Honda uses, SX4, is that kind of where we're at? Yeah. You yeah. know, the, the, the SX4 is a great product. Uh, I will say that if you're, if you're going to use the SX4, it does take – or it does require a, a remap um, of, of your FI. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what I use in my bike is uh, the MX4. The okay. MX4 is a, is, is a pour-in product. I don't have – I'm not fast enough to do any enhancements, you know. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. That'll, that'll scare me. Um, but the MX4 is, is you pour it right in. Okay. But yeah. let me give kind of a uh, quick little pro tip that a lot yeah. of people don't know about is uh, our product, the SX2 – it's really formulated for two-strokes. That's our marketing angle on it. Okay. But it, it's not blended with any two-stroke oil. It's, it's pure gasoline. Yep. Um, but it is oxygenated. It's got a very high um, oxygen content as well as octane content, and it works great in four-strokes. It smells okay. like yep. perfume, cool. and it is uh, it rock and rolls, man. It's, it's a really good product. So we've got a lot of our up-and-coming pros and some of our, our uh, amateurs that are that are using that product. Uh, like I said, very uh, highly oxygenated, good octane count. Um, it's, a, it's a very good product, Steve. Good to know. Absolutely. RenegadeRacingFuel.com. Um, yeah, also, by the way, Tony, thank you. So the top three L- Yamaha LCQ Challenge racers are each going to get a uh, – a pail of uh, of FX4 fuel uh, sent to them or nice. figured out or whatever else. Thanks for that, man. Yeah. I, I appreciate it. That's awesome. Of course, yeah. And we're going to leave it up to the racer. Whatever blend they want to use, okay. they can use. If they want to use the SX4, MX4, SX2, uh, you, you put them in contact with yeah. me, and we're going to get a pail out to them. 
Yeah, that's awesome. That'll be uh, that'll be cool to, to support those guys. What about uh, KTM eighty five stock bike? What do I what do I run <laughs> hey, in that? Good question. We actually have a, a fairly new product, and we call it the SX two Mini, and then mm. it's got a little tag name called the Brap Mix. Um, mm. It is it's it's uh, it's blended forty to one. Uh, it's got a high uh, oxygen content, so it's an oxygenated fuel. It's got a high octane. It burns clean. It burns cool. It's consistent. It's a really good product. I, I use that uh, in, in our, our bikes, our two-strokes. Uh, really good product. Highly recommend it. And it's brand new. It's been on the market for less than a year now, and that stuff is selling like hotcakes. Sweet. So the podium at the race and the, and the interview guy gets a yeah. pail. Yeah, there we go. That's yeah, sick. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. The amateur moto dad here, <laughs> Daniel, my buddy, turning into, an, into a crazy amateur moto dad, yeah. Tony. Uh, he, he, Did you hear I said stock bike? <laughs> this is the That's stuff right. he wants. Right, right, right. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. What we can do is, yeah, if, if one of the racers that gets top three, if he just doesn't leaves his – Leaves a certificate, doesn't doesn't follow I'll up. I'll take it. You'll take it. I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, okay. I'll take it. Yeah, we can. We can Daniel Blair's can. Yeah, yeah. yeah yep. There, there you right. go. Um, uh, again, if you're a dealer, if you're a distributor, if you're a motor guy out there, and you want to uh, work with Renegade and uh, get involved and, and move some stuff and make some make some uh, sales, then contact RenegadeRaceFuel.com uh, or, or email email me using a contact form of Pulp Max or DM me, and I'll pass you on to Tony, and we can we can figure all that out. Um, so. Tony, you know this is like a moto show, right? Supercross, motocross, we're just we're just all in on that. But like, and you know that sport well um, over the years, of course. But what else is cool? Like that you've been to that Renegade supports that you're like, this is badass. Like watching something or or, or whatever. Does anything come to mind? Yeah, there's a couple things that come to mind, Steve. Actually, we're one of the uh, the primary sponsors for Monster Jam. Uh, okay. So all the monster trucks, they're, they're, we're a primary sponsor for, for that series, uh, which is really cool. I had the opportunity to go to uh, a trade show uh, this year where uh, it was very much focused on drag racing and, and circle track racing, which, which I know nothing about. Right. Uh, but, I, but I had the opportunity to go and, and meet some folks and um, just incredible what they do with uh, you know some of the top fuel cars and uh, the funny cars. You know, it's just it's it, it, it's truly incredible the amount of horsepower that those folks are are putting into their cars and you know going down the strip at an incredible speed. So I've had an opportunity to do that, go to some drag races, go to the Monster Jam, yeah, uh, and, and kind of meet some of the the folks that are doing that. As you know, Steve, my my heart lies uh, on two wheels <laughs> in the dirt, right? Um, and uh, I, I absolutely cannot get enough of it. Been been riding and racing for the better part of thirty five years and. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm nice. terrifically yeah. slow, but God, I love it. Yeah. Uh, three Palms? Three Palms is your local track? Three, we're there once a week. Steve. Nice. Yeah, it's a great track. Once a week. Great Rio track. Bravo's right down the road, too. And, nice. Uh, Did they just yeah, race Three Palms this weekend? I thought I saw Andrew Short's kid is racing now. I'm pretty sure, like, did you go to three pumps? Oh. I think so. Okay. I thought I saw that yeah, on there's Instagram. There's a qualifier there this weekend. I yeah. think he did. But oh. yeah, Andrew Short's kids racing. So Andrew's back at the guy. I saw him at Spring Nationals too at uh, a Spring a Ding. So. And also, too, uh, I didn't realize this. I should have put this in my notes. If you have a monster truck, Renegade Racing Fuels, great. That's right. the, the, the number one fuel for your monster truck. So, you know, I mean, <laughs> if, you want, if you're out there crushing cars in your neighborhood and you need some fuel, Renegade Racing Fuels, it's official sponsor of Grave Digger and everybody else. So, yeah. And the guy who has a or random one in his backyard. Like, yeah. Yeah. 
If you want to go 300 miles an hour in a straight line, give us a call. Yeah, we can yeah. up with that, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't been to drag races since I was a kid. My dad used to do it uh, when I was really little up in Canada. And I just remember, like, the, it would, the sound would, like, hit you, hit your body. Like, it actually, like, vibrates your body, these cars, you know, when they're sitting there on the line. Yeah, it's nuts. It's pretty wild. Yeah. It is pretty nuts. No, it it absolutely is something something else. I mean, I'm so wrapped up in this moto stuff. I don't have time for any of that. Even even street bike racing that our buddy JT loves. Uh, oh, he loves it. I'd like to go to MotoGP. I'd like to try it out, but I just I'm so into Supercross and motocross. Yeah, I'm you know, the same. you know. So yeah, what do you do? Uh, Renegade Racing Fuel again, looking for customers, looking for distributors. I thanks for the support this year, Tony. I think it's been going really well, and you know, I think we're getting the word out. We're getting some sales. People are understanding what you guys do, and and again, it's such an easy mod to make to your production bike. Like just dump some fuel in it, map it. Even if you want to map it, get a CDI. You know, Yamaha, you can map it uh, also uh, over your phone. So yeah, you know, absolutely. Well, I want to thank you, Steve. It's you know, uh, first of all, as, as a as a moto nerd. Uh, I, I just want to thank you for what you do for the industry. It's it's incredible, man. I'm a I'm a loyal listener and, and a big fan. So uh, keep doing what you're doing. We we all I speak for the entire commu- moto community here. We we appreciate it. We really do. Mm-hmm. We don't get represented the way that uh, we we would like to compared to some other sports. But yeah, uh, no, thanks, we all man. love it and we all appreciate what you do. And you know, I, I had this idea about a year ago and pitched it to the the founder of of Renegade and. And, and reached out to you, and you, you responded right away and said, let's put something together, you know. And, and uh, boy, we're just as pleased as we could be with the result that we're getting, and we're looking forward to a, a, a long partnership with you and the, and the cool. Pulp Nation, Steve. Well, thanks. And then you couldn't have asked for any better, like ANSI just crushing it this year, yeah, right? Yeah, that helps. That, that's, that's awesome, too. We actually, mean, unreal. Yeah, we actually have a question for you on three from Frank. Uh, Frank, welcome to the show. What's your question for Tony? Tony, I was thinking of uh, what about uh, race gas for the vintage stuff, like the old air cooled, the CZ CRs back in the you know seventies to even the water cooled stuff. But uh, what gas do you recommend to run in the old vintage stuff? Yeah, Frank, thanks for the call and and, and the question. Uh, I would say that uh, you know there's there's probably a, a couple of different options you have there. If you're wanting to run an oxygenated fuel, I would really go with that. That SX2, it's a, it's a really good product. If you're wanting to, to stay away from oxygenation, uh, I, I might look at some of our other products, like our we have a product called HR97, or if you're looking for a little higher octane, still non-oxygenated, I might go with that, um, that HR102. Burns really cool, burns really clean. Uh, it's, it's a great product. Uh, and, and then, Frank, I also uh, would drive you to our website. We have a, a real cool tech center on the website that that uh, it's basically a cross-reference chart to, to some of our competitors. Of if you're if you're using another brand, you can look and see what that brand is and see what the equivalent is on Renegade. Um, and uh, kind of going back to, to you didn't ask this question, Frank, but I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out there anyways. But going back to sort of the grassroots of of who we are, uh, you'll probably notice that our products are a little less expensive in comparison to some of our competitors. Um, that that's really the foundation of our company. We're, you're, you'll never see us be a a title sponsor of uh, you know Monster Energy Supercross or anything like that. That's just not us. It's just not what we're into. We're really into supporting the grassroots guys and gals, the the folks that are building their own machines in the garage, you know, and uh, sleeping in their vans, that type of thing. 
so, so I say all that to, to say that uh, you'll probably notice that our prices are a little bit less than some of our competitors, and, and really that's the foundation of it. Cool. Thanks, awesome Frank. Thing. Thank yeah. you. Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, Logan's on four. Another question about fuel. Go ahead, Logan. Hey, how you doing? Good. Um, you guys develop any diesel fuel, high-performance diesel fuel, or is it gasoline only? I know VP has a diesel fuel. I didn't know if that's anything you guys did or if you were working on anything oh, like that. I didn't know VP had yeah. diesel. Oh, okay. Yeah, good question. As a matter of fact, we ma- we make two performance diesel blends. Um, okay. If you want me to, to talk about specs, I'll have to make some stuff up. But, um, <laughs> but you do make it. Go on the website. Yeah. yeah. That's right. We we make it. It's they're they're both um, perf- I, I guess touted as performance diesel, um, and uh, they're they're really good products from what I hear. We have a couple of folks that do. Um, uh, diesel tractors and then some of the diesel trucks pulls. Um, yep. So, so we make a That's couple of when it comes to that. Tractor pulling. All right. Well, there you go. Check out the site, man. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Logan. Yeah, we'll do. Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate it. Look, we got people who do tractor pulls us into our show. That's awesome. I didn't know looking we had for, the, I didn't know we had that audience. Race fuel. Yeah, I didn't know. Marks, yep. remind me to, to like we got to corner the market on the. Diesel fuel tractor pull. Yeah, I'm here taking notes for yeah, okay. opportunities. Don't <laughs> All, you right. Worry. All right, Tony, we're gonna we're gonna switch our show. Maybe we'll have like a 30 minute tractor pull hour or 30. <laughs> that, 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 that's a that's not right. But I'm in. A, a You're thir- worldwide, Steve. Yeah, hitting every corner. Yeah, every yeah. Uh, we got Skippy on one. He wants to talk about Renegade. Skippy, what's up? Uh, Tony's on the line. Hey guys, how are y'all? Good. So uh, I just wanted to thank. Uh, all you guys for the efforts that uh, you put out during the COVID times. It was not easy for us to uh, get fuel and stuff like that. And you guys, uh, mm. coming from a dealer's standpoint and a retailer's standpoint, you all did a great job in allowing us to uh, get product. So I wanted to thank you very much for that. But also, uh, from a privateer standpoint, uh, you guys allowed me to gain horsepower in a very, very easy and manageable way so i just wanted to thank you very much and uh you guys are awesome and i just can't tell you how much i appreciate it uh you know i could switch maps and go you know from a certain type of fuel to sx4 plus and gain four horsepower so i really really appreciate it and i think that if anybody's looking towards uh getting easy horsepower then four horsepower is uh Easy way to do it. You make the get, call. Uh, you make the call for horsepower. And maybe a get ECU too. So, uh, Skippy, turn your radio. Turn your turn your radio down. We can hear it in the background. You, you should know this, Skippy. Come on, you know. Do you hear something in the background? Well, now now we don't. <laughs> yeah, now we don't. What are you talking about? Yeah, my bad. Uh, no, it's <laughs> no, fine. I have my head but, around my neck. My bad. Oh, okay. Listen to me. Uh, so there you go, Tony Skippy, our regular caller. Hey, Skippy, thank you for that. I appreciate it. that's uh, that's very kind of you to say and. You know, when we talk about horsepower gains and, you know, four, four horsepower on a on dirt bike is meaningful, right? I mean, and, and uh, to, hear you, to hear you say that and to hear it to be real world, uh, that's, that's great, man. Testament to all the hard work we're doing, and we certainly appreciate you as a customer. Thanks, Skippy. Yeah. Yep. Cheers, Thanks. boys. See you, man. Thank you. Uh, Tony, thank you for calling in. Uh, I know it's late where you are. I appreciate the time, and thanks for supporting the show this year. Congrats on the success with Max and Dean, and, of course, that guy, Will Hahn. He uh, he won a championship for you, too, Justin Brayton, all that. Uh, thanks for the time, man. 
Hey, we really appreciate it, Steve. Uh, thanks for the time. Thanks for the partnership. We're like I said, we're looking yeah. forward to a to a long partnership with you. And uh, hey, let's uh, let's keep cheering on that fire firepower team and Max Anstey. Uh, we're doing well this year, man. We're yeah. excited. Awesome, man. Well, thanks for the time. Appreciate it. Again, RenegadeRaceFuel.com. Looking for dealers, looking for partners, looking for motor guys, all of that. Daniel Blair is looking for some 65 fuel. So we calling you yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks, Tony. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, right. Daniel. Thanks, have you. a great night. Thank you, too, man. Thank you. Uh, that's Tony Moore from Renegade Racing Fuel as well. And, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Good, good Again, guy, as, good a, as a not crazy mini dad, which I'm not, mm-hmm. yeah. I do run race gas, but it's always kind of mixed because I just want like clean gas that I can yeah, trust. Because right. you never know, you're driving around all over the country, you don't know what's right. in those tanks. So um, even for me as a non-competitive looking for power dad, I'm still looking for something that I can trust every week that doesn't change. So. Okay. All right. Fantastic. Uh, 7 o'clock hour brought to you by OffRoadWarehouse.com. This is ORW. Enzo Lopes right now. He's running the ORW butt patch. Club MX guys. He is third in points. That's awesome. That's awesome. And uh, the Offer Warehouse guys support guys like Enzo Lopes and that Phil Nicoletti guy as well. Are you kidding me? Uh, they got stores throughout America. And the code PULPAMEX saves at offroadwarehouse.com. Get your bike to the track with style and performance from Offroad Warehouse. Stop in and check out the latest in truck, Jeep, Overland, UTV, and racing products for the industry's leading brands. Uh, they install everything they sell. Also, ORW on board with us, on board with the Club MX team. March Banks is coming back, I hear. Yeah. Boy, but Bonacci just has you guys. I mean. He's the best, man. Bonacci, like, I'm telling you. Like, <clears throat> like, you guys are doing your SMX Insider today from my house, and you're talking about the race. You're talking about all these things. And then, you know, uh, Bonacci, doing his job, mm-hmm. gave Bondo, I guess, a Marchbanks update, and you guys went with it. And there's no problem with that, but he's just, he's, he's got the PR down. Let me tell you what he does. This okay. is straight up. Bonacci yeah. does this after the heat race. He'll text our entire group and let us like give us a report from his guys yeah. on what went right, what went wrong, what yeah. they're going to change. Yeah. It's unbelievable. No, listen. It, some would say it's a little too much. I don't. It's fine. Not for my it's, job. Yeah, that's, he sends me a report exactly. every week. I yeah. read through his roster. I know everything about if, his guys all the time. If you're Brandon from Club and you have Mike Bonacci and you know, you're like, why is Daniel or Ricky saying this about, you know, like – like about my guys and getting bringing them up on the air because you guys it makes it easy for you guys. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll, I'll tell you that straight up for yeah. all you listen, especially you privateers out there. I know it's a topic. You get in the LCQ, they're up front. It's not always easiest to tell the entire story because our storylines are so developed at the very top of the mm-hmm. the roster of riders. Yeah. You know what I mean? It gets yeah. it gets harder as you go down. Right. We are all willing, especially me. Hit me up. Yeah. Tell me anything that's going on, anything, whatever. And if I get you, if you're on screen, boom, yeah. I hit it you immediately. It. It's yeah. like I want that stuff. Yep. So can't chase everybody down. And I know a lot of the stories because I pay attention. Yeah. But guys, hit us up. Tell us. Like, Bonacci literally feeds us the information that we are able to deliver about his riders on the broadcast mm-hmm. every week. It's, yeah. And you could do that as an individual privateer, too. So not just the race teams, but... 250, privateer guy. You never know yep. when you're going to get on screen. Yep. Like, let us know what's up. And well, we uh, had, uh, we'll get it on there. We want to. We really want to. We had Kyle Chisholm on earlier. Uh, brought to you by the uh, folks at Fly Racing. He wears Fly Racing. And brought to you by the folks at Fly Racing. It's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Not too much. Just uh, listening to you guys. Run your mouth. Oh, wow. Uh-oh. What happened? Oh, oh boy. No, no. No, I, I mean, that's what you're supposed to be doing. Okay. Oh, I thought so, it was like bad. Did we say something I'll just bad? start off with this, JT. No, no, just right off the top. Right off the top. I'll start with this. We had a caller named Billy. He uh, called in earlier. He wants to know uh, if Jed has a chance at breaking McGrath's record. 72 Supercross wins. So we'll just start with that. <laughs> this is a real call. 
And we said, can we? Can he just get to one? And then we'll start thinking. <laughs> but go ahead, JT. Go t- tell us. Yeah. You want me to answer that question? Yeah. Yeah. Does Jed have a chance at breaking seventy-two wins? Uh, yes, he does. Mathematically, he does. Also, uh, Big Bird does, like the actual cartoon character Big Bird. Um, Michael Keaton in the new Batman movie also has a chance. Yeah. JT, uh, we have sure. a chance. We have a we chance. We do. We do. Nothing is over. Right. It's never over. Okay. It's over. All right. So, Billy, there we go. There's JT's hot take on uh, Chad Lawrence. Big Bird has a chance, too. Yeah. yeah. Listen, I don't know that anyone was higher on Jet to start this, start his career than Daniel. So leader was, of the was, pack, you yeah. were, you were, you were early yeah. on, on jet. I have come around. Um, I don't know that anybody else is higher. Maybe, maybe Billy, but I don't know that anybody else is higher on him now. Right. Uh, but yeah, let's, let's not get carried away. Like he's no one's saying that that's impossible, but it's, it's not even something that should be considered right now. Uh, Austin, uh, gave us uh 49 on YouTube. What? He says, have you all noticed how consistent Deegan has progressed with raw speed throughout the season? Uh, I don't really think he's progressed with raw speed. I think he's had raw speed from the get-go. His right. first lap at Houston in free practice, I was like, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Uh, anyways, what happens first? Deegan's win? A Deegan win or Blair's breakdown returns from the depths of hell? You're hitting me with, with future headlines right now. No, no, no. No, that's not future headlines. That's uh, what happens first. Um, Blair, Blair's breakdown returns from the depths of hell or Deegan gets a win? Probably Deegan win. Really? Yep. And then then Austin asks, can Deegan win a title one day? I think all three of us say yes. Wait, did did you stop Blair's breakdown? Yeah, obviously you don't watch every week because (laughs) you haven't noticed I haven't done one in a long time, but I haven't done one in probably half a season. Okay. Yeah, I don't, don't, like, I don't watch Ouija show usually. I I, I get enough, man. I talk to you guys every day. Like, I'm I'm cool. Like, it's not... Yeah, I don't, don't want to watch it. I can only take so much. I don't listen to other Motopods. And <laughs> you don't listen to my podcast. I don't. And like it's I, on your network. I, I know. I get and it. Stu's I got, Pod. I'm, I understand, yeah, I'm way behind on it. Stu's Pod, and I just I can't I've catch I've never up, listened but. to Stu's Pod before. It's good, but I just I don't. I know. Yeah. I'm good, though. Like, I, I have enough. You know why? Like, it's because I, we, we're living in it all the time, too. Yeah. So watching that, you're hearing things that you've probably already heard from Stu. Like, we talk, JT, we talk to Stu during the week on the call sometimes. Yep. So we, we get all of him... Like real yeah, I'm getting, and authentic. I'm cliff notes yeah, all, all the time. So that, there's a lot out there right now. I mean, that's kind of how it is right now. Okay. But I'm the same do, as you. Do you two racers on the line, JT on the line, and you, Daniel? You guys are the racers, right? Um, I'm not. What I've been mm-hmm. told. Do you guys want to discuss Cartwright uh, heat race move? I feel like I've already taken a bunch of shots at him today on the show. I also <laughs> hit him pretty hard on SMX Insider earlier today. <laughs> I mean, we could do it again, but I feel like I've said. My piece. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I said enough. I mean, really, I, I thought I put it pretty succinctly last night on the on the review pod. Mm-hmm. Even an artist at not qualifying like John Short would have to just stand up and start clapping. <laughs> like it was an all-time move of how to not qualify. It almost looked like his body language, too. He knew it right away. Like, oh, like, you know <laughs> oh, what I mean? Yeah, it like, it's like his body his collapsed. Like, like, no. Yeah. <laughs> um. Hey, I want to. We got the expert on goggle Terras for JT, and I want to talk to JT. We got to. JT, are you prepared oh, to, yeah. to give us your top three for the uh, Yamaha LC? I am ready. Okay, I, I did. And you, it, you asked me to, and I did my homework. But but I also forgot to give you this part of it, uh, which is either good or bad for you, uh, because you're a competitive gambling type of guy. The uh, we have nine entries, including yours, and we are doing seven seven entries. Sorry, and we are doing twenty dollar Amazon gift card to the person who gets the closest. Uh, so, so you you wrote me into this thing with weeds where I'm going to have to buy him a $50 gift card, 
And now I'm going to have to buy someone else. Well, no, but what if you get it right? It's 20. It's 20. Well, I I just got brought in at the last second. I don't think my chances of winning are very good. Okay. Um, We can can take you out of it if you want. No, it's okay. No, he's way too competitive. He's playing. I can. I, it's more of Steve keeps volunteering guy, me to buy people gift cards. The guy went nuclear on our Pulpamex fantasy show draft. Marks, you can back back that. Yes, he went nuclear, and he's second in points. He had the last you pick. Know what that's going to get me. Well, you know what that's going to get me. <laughs> Out fifty bucks. JT, I'm just saying. JT, you're like I got no chance. I'm not going to do this. He didn't blah, think blah, my blah. randomizer was randomizing. Yeah, JT, yeah. How, how's Steve when it comes to fantasy sports? How's his attitude? Picked, by the way, Marks, Marks, I never got picked in the randomizer. No, because you were just last. That. You were last. Yeah. We didn't need to pick. I understand. Yeah. yeah, but that that means I still never got picked. Random. We could have just kept going forever, and you guys would have picked other guys. Purely oh, random. Okay. JT, how <laughs> does Steve act with fantasy football in the group text? Just. I don't know if you remember. Um, How's he act? I'm fine. He's ridiculous. He doesn't get angry as is just his takes are just so outlandish. It's Sometimes really I think hard. you're joking, Steve. Some of them are I'm like, that's uh, real. Because I, I agree with some of your takes. Okay. And then some are like, no, he's just saying Do you that mean now. the waiver order stuff? Because I, I stand by that. I get upset at that. Yeah, that's, I, that's ridiculous. I feel. 50, or do you mean the 50, Trey Lance 50. takes? Oh, the Trey Lance stuff for sure. That's just nonsense. I believed you at first, but now I think you're just being funny. <laughs> no, I'm not. If he hadn't got hurt, oh, I mean, what, what's JT. the what? It, Kyle Shanahan took Brock Purdy. Look what Brock Purdy did. Seventh round draft pick with Shanahan. Look what Trey Lance did. Well, he, we don't know. He broke his ankle. Shouldn't have picked him that eye. It's too risky. We don't know. Okay. JT. All right. I mean, it was obviously a poor pick. We have, <laughs> we have data on our side. The entire rest of the league believes you're wrong, Steve. The entire league. Look, I gambled, I busted, but we don't know how it would have went. So, it could have been Jalen Hurts 2.0. We don't know. But it's not. Uh, all right. I was gambling on the coach and the system. I really believe in Shanahan. But anyways, all right. Yamaha LCQ challenge, JT. It's 10 minutes plus a lap. Now, I don't think you knew this, but there's four different ways we're doing gate pick. So it's not necessarily oh, – Yeah, it's not necessarily like 1 to 22 as the point stand, like okay. where Marquet would get uh, the number one pick. But there is a chance he will. He is going to make a draw – out of a hat as to how we're doing gate pick. So you really, I know you analyze this stuff, so you really can't do the gate pick analyzation um, okay. and all that. got to go with your gut. The, 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 but the, the, the wild card guys could be 17 to 22, or they could be first to five. They're on 250Fs. Uh, Are, so, is there going to be any uh, selling of gate picks again? No. No, we're going to do, do closed pins, but we're going to write them down, and so nobody can sell their closed pins. Okay. Does anybody have to start backwards? No. And everyone's on the front row. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's no, nothing like that. But it is 10 minutes plus a lap, so it's a little longer than last year. All right, just checking if there's any funny business. Like I know. The, the nihilist. you gotta, you got to make sure there's no funny business. I know, I know. There is prop bets for many things, um, but nothing that should cause somebody to, you know, take somebody out. Okay, so I have to give you my top three in the results. That's yes, what yeah. It's coming down to. Yeah, yeah. I, let me tell you, I have Cartwright. Sorry, I have Norin, okay. Cartwright, Carnell, Daniel. Want, what? Cartwright's not on my list here. He was a wild card. He's a wild card. He got added in. When? Like, I, I, was, I was told, look at my post yeah. and have your picks ready. He's not on your post. Y- yes, he is. Uh, Hold on. On Twitter? Let me check, my, let me check Twitter. Yeah, he's on, on there. Yeah, he's, on, he's on there. Luke Neeson, Cartwright, he's a last name listed. 
Literally the my last, last name, guy tagged. Last, my last name is Jared Stanky. This was from your post nine hours ago. Oh, JT. You got to read the... Stank racing? No. I'm, te- I'm texting JT. You got to read the, the, the text. Oh, I didn't That was read, just the point the standings. I just looked at the pictures. Oh, well, that was bad. just the okay. point standings. Okay. I said that wild cards. How, oh, I didn't know the wild card system. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I can just look at them right here. Okay. Got it. Okay. Thank so uh, I have Norin, Cartwright, Carnell, Blair. What do you have? Simonson, Norin, Cartwright. Cade has Luke Neese winning, so we can pretty much eliminate him. Kiefer says it's okay. going to be Cartwright, Carnow, and, Le- uh, and Lesher. Lesher. And then Chiz wow. went with Norin, Cartwright, Simonson. Okay. Well, I am going to go Cartwright, Norin, Marquier. Okay, that's, my top three. that's the first Marquier uh, uh, we have that's out of everybody. Yeah. I wanted to go John Short just because he doesn't have to qualify for this race, but uh, <laughs> I, I I'm not going to do it. What happens, JT, if Cartwright is leading on the last lap, last corner with Norm behind him? What happens? No, it's fine. That's why I have him third. We're good. So no, yeah. no, Cartwright. You've Cartwright oh, well, first. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Cartwright's starts have been really good, so I think he's going to get this done. Plus, he's in really good shape. So I could see Norn beating him, but I, I truly think those are your top two. We have a Hannah Ray $1,000 hole shot. We all just gave it to Joan Cross. How much money do we think Hannah Ray makes? I'm going to say $7.8 million a year. Oh, my God. I don't know. I have no idea. She's just throwing money everywhere. Have you seen like <laughs> no. how much money she spends on the industry idiots? No. No. Oh, God. Oh. It's, uh, it's astronomical. Should I pull it up? I can tell you. I could pull up the email. $1,000 whole shot award? That's what Hannah, that's what Hannah oh Ray goodness. is doing. Yes. So, um, anyway, so we, are we just, do we just give it to, uh, do we just give it to, to uh, Joan Cross? Yes. Just send him his money. Right? He'll hold shot from okay, anywhere. Okay, so yeah. you, you want the information on Hannah? Okay. Okay. So she gives $500 a week to a week. anybody that gets fifth, yeah, in the LC, fifth in the LCQ. So like the gas card, basically. Yeah. 500 yeah. a week. <laughs> yeah. She gives $69 a week for 69th place in Industry Idiots. That's hot. And she gives she's giving six hundred and ninety dollars for sixty ninth place overall in industry idiot. I'd fly the yeah, you like that? from LA boy. And she's giving a thousand bucks for this thing. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, she's clearly one of America's wealthiest individuals. Yeah. <laughs> Good for Jeez her. Louise. Good for her. That's awesome. Um okay. All right. Capitalism. Yep. Yep. It's a, it's a beautiful <laughs> Capitalism thing. Capitalism so. wins. Uh, all right, uh, so that we got we got JT's LCQ picks. All right, all right. so I want to talk. Uh, well, no, let's do the expert goggle tariff. Let's let's do that right away. Here we go. Here we go. It's the X Brand Tear Off segment. 15 second rapid fire QA. Rapid fire. X Brand Goggles, a choice of champions everywhere. Uh, Hunter Lawrence's uh, Alpine Star Goggle that he won the championship with looks very familiar. Mm. Looks a little bit like the Lucid Goggle that the X Brand guys sell. EKSBrand.com. Pulp Show 23 is a code to save with those guys. Uh, great goggle. GNCC winners run it. Privateer champions, Privateer heroes run it. Uh, Freddie Norn, my winner this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, wearing X Brand goggles, uh, so please check it out. Use the code to save money. And uh, again, the uh, Hunter Lawrence A Star goggle, looking a little bit like the Lucid. Mm. These questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Daniel, you know he's a writer for the Wash- Washugal 
Free Press. Free Press. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's a big journalist. He's good. He's really good. Did he actually do these this week? I think he did. Marks. Okay. Please tell me he did them. Yeah, I cannot confirm nor deny. Okay. I think All they right. were outsourced. Here we go. Oh. Steve, uh, the Mathis dinner curse is gaining momentum. Oh yeah. But what's the most prevalent moto curse or superstition? Ah, that's a good question. I don't. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I mean, everybody loves to point out that Honda hasn't won since Ricky left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's a real one. Yeah. It's kind of weird. And I mean, real. We're, gonna, we're going on twenty years. Twenty. It'll be yeah. twenty years next year. Next year, yeah. Honda. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> and Honda just crushed it from nineteen eighty to two thousand and four. Just crushed championships all day long. Uh, so that's one I can think of. You guys got any? Putting your gear on a certain way is like you hear that, you know, yeah. left knee brace for yeah. whatever, but not really. That's just a, is that a is that a superstition or a, a curse? Oh, you're talking a, a curse. Okay, well, it was uh, more of, what was it, Mark's curse? Um, moto curse or superstition? Okay, yeah. all, right. all right. Don't go to dinner with Steve. Yeah, don't go Got to dinner it. with me. Yeah, poor Benny, Phil, and A Ray. Um, <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> Some people have called Jet a generational talent. Where does his 250 career lust far rank him among the other riders with elite 250 results? <laughs> uh, watch SMX Insider this week and you'll find out. Oh, boy. So he'll have... Well, we didn't really focus on Jets. We're focusing on Hunter and the fact that he's uh, one race away, JT, from scoring the most points in the history of 250 Supercross you racing. To, you <laughs> want to puke now or later? What do you think about that, JT? <laughs> I mean, you it's terrible stat. You, the, the point system is different. Like, it doesn't make any sense. There are more races, and the point system completely changed. So you can take your stats and stuff them in a sack. Okay. JT, Weege ghosted Steve on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. How long will Weege hear about this? Uh, if it's anything like me for the rest of his life. Right. That's weird. I, I party with Weege Saturday night. Yeah, he just uh, ghosted me. Where were you? Well, I, w- I would also like to add, uh, for the record, that I was not invited to uh, hang out. So I, I wasn't even given the privilege of possibly ghosting Steve. What's going on with that, Steve? Why are you okay. leaving JT out no. of invites lately? JT's, no. leaving, le- JT's leaving key parts of the story out. Key parts. JT, Which is that part? true? That on a group text, in, the, in, your, in our group text, I said, Dan, where's, where's everybody going tonight? He said the place, and you read it and knew where everybody was going. And just like me, like I just read the text and went to that place. I didn't get an oh, invite. What, how, did, how did Weege get... Uh invited to this then he wasn't in that group text no but i don't i don't know i'm just speaking for me like i i wasn't no, no, invited. No, but how did we know about it then I, I would guess hammer told him no 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 if you were saying that he ghosted you didn't come hang out with you 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 never spoke to Weej about this before no i said that this was after that bar we went to Weej was at the bar that i went to and then after that bar he's when he ghosted me okay yeah we were there and then uh i saw you and lars mm-hmm. and your wives and then I, at that point, I was like, Weege, where are you at? And then nothing happened. Yeah. He was gone. Yeah. He was gone. All right. Okay. Um, Steve. Yep. If JT had come to dinner <laughs> Friday night, what, what do you think he would have ordered? Well, whatever it was, it would have been super difficult for the server. Um, I've gone to dinner with JT once this year. Uh huh. 
Steve's Sizzling Steakhouse. Okay. That place is amazing. It was amazing. And JT ordered the normal dinner and hammered it down like no problem. Yeah, JT's not... uh, With with heavy recommendation from some locals. Am I right, JT? Not keto anymore. Yeah. Those guys have been going there for, what would they say, 40 years? Yeah, they're like, we've been going here for 40 years, and they told us what to get. Did you get what they said? I didn't. (laughs) Uh, No, I got close. I just got a different steak cut than they got. But it was, I mean, that place is great. I would go back there every time we go. I will, too, next time we're there. Where is it? What's what? Right by the hotel and by the stadium in East Rutherford, just some place, Steve's Sizzling Steakhouse. I never got it. Yeah, worst name I've ever heard, but it's great a really name. great place. And it looks terrible. Good like, food. It looks awful bad. on the outside. Well, but it is so, bad parking lot. So in Vegas here, there's a place called the Golden Steer. It's over by the Stratosphere. Marks, you, you know this place? It's, uh, yeah. It's in a strip mall. You would never go there. The sign looks like it's from the 70s. It's the best steakhouse in Vegas. And you can't yeah, get, yeah, you yeah. cannot get reservations. That's what this is. This yeah, place it, yeah. is amazing. It's yeah. unreal. Yep. So, all right. Um, Daniel, what's something JT does really well at with his announcing gig, and what would you recommend he work on? Uh, I really like JT's in-race reports. Um, I think, JT, you can kind of expand on this, but when you're in that role, you don't talk the whole race right so you're more observing and listening and watching and you get to find little things like that's that's what i do down there and that's what i've noticed jt immediately from the very first race has a good eye on all the little like little things and that's what i like because it's some of the stuff you see on screen is like basic yeah it's when you find different things or different patterns or different things from the past or he nails that stuff what was the other one uh, what to be improve what can, on what can you improve on yep mm. I, really I don't know. I would have said like last summer the interviews in and out thing because they was they was new to him. But I think that's good. I don't know nothing. I'm, yeah. I'm a fan. I I think JT crushes it. So I don't. Forty eight really seconds. Sorry. Tighten it up. Sorry. JT. Got you, bro. What one thing will define Mathis' legacy? Nets, privateer race, tough blocks, high ceilings. Hmm. Uh, I mean, he pioneered an entire industry for our sport. So uh, as much as I want to bag on him and talk shit and do whatever uh you look at the entire landscape of podcasting and you know what youtube is where we're headed and all that like steve steve started all that so it is what it is no i i that that is incorrect thank you but that is incorrect i didn't get on it youtube is. till late you know I, I know but like like this whole movement of outside of traditional media yeah. from motocross mm, yeah you okay. were on the front end of it. i know people are on youtube before you i got it. i'm yeah. just saying Alternative platforms for how right. race coverage happens. Sure. You started this whole thing. All right. Um, Hold on. I, I complimented JT. He complimented Steve. Steve, say something nice to me. I want in on this. Everyone's being nice. I'll take a compliment if you guys are throwing it around. Yeah. Say hmm. something nice. Uh, it's a cool shirt, Daniel. JT, do you see this? <laughs> you know what? You know what? I will do it. I'll, I'll say something nice about Daniel. Fly racing. There's it. Yeah. I wish that I w- could be as com- like so when when we do what we call stand-ups, right? They come to us, we're on camera, they're talking to us. Daniel looks and acts like he's talking to you know his best friend in the world with there's no agenda, there's no time frame even though he's up against like a certain amount of time. You would never know that and you would never know that you know hundreds of thousands of people are watching him or that he, you know, none of that is apparent and he's as calm as can possibly be and i can't even express to you how hard that is to do but he does it gracefully and every time i watch him i'm like damn it i wish i could do it like that 
So, okay, do, do we think Daniel is better in the booth or as a pit reporter? What do we think he's better at? Oh, shit. Um, I think he's phenomenal, and I'll probably get in trouble for this saying this. I think he's phenomenal at pit reporter, and I think if he – so he's in this role where he is basically – getting the show along, right? Like he's not supposed to analyze what's happening on the racetrack. That's the color analyst job, right? Yes. I think if there was this hybrid role where he was allowed to do that and give his opinion and riff back and forth with Ricky about those things, because he has the knowledge base to do it by far. He does, you know, in spades, if, if that was open to him and, and allowed to happen like this, this role that doesn't really exist, but I think it would be so beneficial and add so much to the sport. He would, blow away every play-by-play guy on earth because most guys can't do that. Most guys don't have the knowledge base, the ability to do both. Like, I think Weege does too, but Weege doesn't have the experience. Like, Weege didn't race, so it falls flat a little bit just because he doesn't have the credibility where Daniel could do it. And I think it's something, like, if we ever get to that point where it's like, you know what, we're just going to we're gonna let Daniel take the gloves off and go at this thing, I think you'd see a level of coverage we have never seen before. All right. What do you that think? That was a very nice compliment. What do you think, Marks? Sounds gay. <laughs> better in the booth or better? Uh, I, I do like Daniel in the booth. Okay. I, I think he's great at both, but I, I like having him in the booth for sure. All right. Next question. So Steve got away with no compliment. I said nice shirt. Everyone was too busy. I just love that. That, well, that yeah. whole thing went on and you didn't say anything. I'm complimented, the host. Complimented JT's shirt that I'm, he gave me. I'm the host. I'm guiding everything. All right. I'm bringing them up. I'm bringing the planes yeah, in for landings. Okay. Yep. Um, Steve, how does Nashville compare to Vegas for partying after the race with the moto industry? Ah, I think Vegas is still better, but maybe I was younger. I was younger then, so I was more going out. But I had some epic nights in Vegas after the races. Yeah, it, like I, I had some fun times. I'm with you. I've 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 completely aged out of fun. Like there's no way I could do your what wife I used didn't. to do. My wife didn't. Oh, Not on Saturday. God. Your wife was having a good time. Well, she got out of the cage for the weekend right, and right. went nuts. <laughs> um, I, JT, you got a thought on that? Uh, not really. I would just let you guys have that one. Okay. Daniel, now that now that you are balls deep in amateurs. <laughs> wow! Is this Supercross futures? Like, the phrasing is the phrasing is incredible. It, it, I, I don't know. What, like, I have never Who read wrote the that? law before, but we're close to breaking a law just by yeah. saying that. Yeah. Can you uh, redo it? Like, I just, like an answer properly? Like Daniel's going to have just, to go walk around and, and talk to his neighbors and introduce himself and like play that clip for his neighbors <laughs> and say this happened. You just have to be aware legally. I have to tell you that this happened. Yeah, can you do it over? <laughs> yeah, I'll do it over. Thanks. Uh, now that you are balls deep in amateurs, no, is the su- <laughs> <laughs> is the Supercross futures making a significant impact on gaining necessary experience for Supercross? Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. that's oh, a God. softball, yeah. bro. Of course. I yeah. mean, I I do agree with that. Not only because of my position. Yeah, but Jojo, Jojo would have sucked at Supercross. It's not it, that it would have. It's it's what it is now. And here's what I honestly think. I think that Futures gives these kids a chance to race on the track and get the whole experience without having to be with all the gnarly dudes that have done it before. And that's that's all it is for me. It's like it's an easier way in to where it won't be so shocking when they turn pro. And now like Dax Bennett, Juju Bomer, 
could be great pros today, I think. But they wouldn't be otherwise? But of if they, they get would. these futures in, and a few of these, it just gives them a better chance to succeed because so at least they have an idea. Is Ryder D just going to race eight of them because he doesn't need I think, some more experience? I think he's done, I think he's he's done with them. He some more experience? He's no, quite, I think that's just yet. how his contract worked out. But I, I guess what I'm saying is it's a better it's, transition. It's in. year two, and you already got sandbaggers in there. You already got OEMs playing the games. It's year two. Just wait till, wait till I get my... Wait till 24. Wait till you see what I roll out next yeah, year. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. We're going one, two, three every week. <laughs> Great. All right, last one. JT, can you ever recall so many injuries at a single race? Uh, the closest I can remember was Detroit yeah. two years ago, where just everybody's, like, you know, hyperbolically just dying. Like, people are just dropping left and right. Like, it was like nom. Like, I didn't, I didn't know what to do or where to look. Like, I... I I think we were all screaming at the flagger to like throw the throw the checkered flag, like throwing the damn towel, like Rocky, like Rocky Four. This was um, Detroit two point for sure. Yeah, it was, uh, and and the track was totally to blame. Detroit was weird, like it was just this like full moon type scenario. I think you could point to Nashville and say the track was a huge factor. At one point, Hunter was winning, and they were like. Hunter like hyping up that you know that the I think it was the last lap even they're hyping up his championship whatever and in the background you just see bikes flying through the air and like the body going the other way I'm pretty sure it was the last lap or the second to last lap but I remember watching that and being like oh my gosh it is just bikes flying left and right um, but yeah it that, was like that all day it was like that in qualifying practice it was like I mean we were watching like it was just people for lack of a better, better term boner error everywhere. Um, it was not good. Yeah, I remember in the very first free practice that Jack Rogers off the dragon's back, and it was like second or third lap, and that started it. It never stopped. Yeah. Yeah, yep. All right. X Brown Goggles, uh, Choice of Champions everywhere. Please check them out. Um, JT, you got to go or you got to stay? Wait, can you, what do you, what's your. Um, do I. Do I you have something for me? Uh, I can go if it's possible. But. I got some World Supercross talk, but we can move on. We got the lines full okay. too. Whatever. If you, I mean, if you if you need me, I, okay. I can do it. All right, World Supercross. Um, I put this on Twitter today. I kind of I've been going around the pits talking to racers about what they're doing and they want to do World Supercross. And I, you know, I talked to a lot of these privateer guys. And, and like I said, I put some of this on Twitter today. Like, I, I don't these these teams got a lot of money last year to go to World Supercross. And they're getting less this year, but yep. they're getting paid again. And I talked to some of these privateers, and they're like, I'm not doing it. This team told me about this. This team approached me on this. I was like, what? I talked to one rider that's like, yeah, I only get 50% of the purse money. That's it. That's all I get yeah. when I show the, up. The teams get it, right? Well, yeah, the teams get all the purse money. And then this rider's deal yep. was expenses paid and 50% of the purse money. And I talked to some other privateer guys that you think would jump all over it. And they're like, no, I, I get purse money, and I got to give ten percent to my mechanic. Like, mm. like I, I, at some point, like the World Supercross, got, like the the reason these teams gave the the reason the World Supercross guys gave these guys this money, uh, I believe it was almost five hundred k last year, and I believe it's two hundred k this year, or one hundred and fifty or something, and they get fifty k per round for travel and all of that. Mm -hmm. The reason they did that is to hire like treat riders right and and pay them right. You know, our buddy Phil Nicoletti said that the, what they should have done is done all, the World Supercross guys should have went to all the riders and just done deals with the riders, and they can just bring their own crates and hire a mechanic and show up. And, mm -hmm. I, of course, I just thought, ah, Phil, he's being an idiot. But the more I think about it, Phil's deal, Phil might have a point there. Uh, because, 
Like, it seems like these teams, there's some of them out there that are trying to profit from this and hoping to get guys to show up for, you know, not much. Hmm. And thankfully, some of these guys that I talk to that I would think would be all over this are like, no, I'll stay here, man. I think that's kind of, you know, that's the model they wanted, though. They wanted the F1, MotoGP, MXGP, NASCAR model where the teams, they hold the spots, right? And then they go and hire riders to fill those spots. But the Mm -hmm. teams hold that they have contracts with the series and the teams have a chance to be profitable, too. I'm not saying that's right or wrong, but I think that's what they wanted. Yeah, But isn't there there some sort of like uh, in the spirit of the – of racing, like I'm going to hire good riders with this money. Of course, of course. I, th- I think the series suffers if the riders aren't good. No one, you know, ticket sales are difficult if you don't have good riders. But I, I think this is the model that they have been going for all along. I mean, I can only speak for. I, I've seen some offers. I don't want to say who to who to who, whatever. But I've seen a couple in the two teams that I know that made offers made pretty good ones to the guys I saw. So this might not be across the board because I think some of them are probably taking it pretty serious because the offers I saw, I was like, yeah, holy crap, they're good. So remember, like, it reminds me of, do you remember when uh, Jake Marsak rode for, uh, I don't remember the name of the team, but it was when he had the Bad Boy Club sponsorship and he got third at Daytona. That was Rick Ware. Was it? Okay, they kept all his contingency money. Oh, they did? that race. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he made, I don't even know, it was a ton of money for getting third at Daytona and he got $0 contingency, none. That was Rick Ware Racing. Yeah. Was it really? Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. That's no tough. Way. I would I would be rioting. Like there would be I would be burning things in the pits. If I that think was me. I think if I'm Adam Bailey and I see some of the level of riders that are rolling out, one guy I one one person I talked to said that he knows a guy that's been retired for like three years that got approached by a team. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not going to do it, but like if I was. Adam Bailey and the World Supercross guys, and you're going to roll out some of the caliber of these guys, and I paid you all this money, and we're going to have Roxon, who's probably going to do it, you know, 10 seconds a lap quicker than some of these guys, and you're making money off of my money. I think I'm a little bit like WTF. So mm-hmm. I have a question. I don't um, know. Yeah. We, we know that there has been this big divisiveness, right? Like, I don't, I don't know the right phrasing to use here, but a lot of the OEMs, and felt like there's there's a there's division. Yeah. Right? Like it's it's one series versus the other. A lot of the teams want nothing to do with this series, mm-hmm. and that's not my job to be involved. But it's it's very political, and we all we yeah. all know that. Um, are they? You know, is it is it a matter of them not offering a good enough deal, or is it just some of the riders are like, yeah, I can't touch that. I can't go because I will get you know my team won't let me go. I can't go. Uh, yeah, I think there's some of that for sure, yeah. right? I mean, we saw what happened with Roxon, right? Like, that's the most famous example yeah. of this. Yeah. Like, Honda was like, you do that and you're out. Right. So there has to be some of that when you look at the caliber of riders. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it's got to be a sweet spot, right? Um, to get the guys like Joey Savacci obviously fits the mm-hmm. model absolutely perfect. And then I heard Nichols. the review show, yeah. Nichols too, but I heard the review show. Were you guys teasing, you guys ke- teasing Kenny and Cooper? Yeah, yeah. I think Kenny's doing it. I mean, the last that I had heard, he wasn't. But I know, that was I know, a few weeks ago. Some things so. have come to light. Wow. So I think Kenny's doing it. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if Coop's doing it. Wow. That's going to be interesting. When we, I have no yeah. opinion on it. Yeah. I just think that one's going to be an interesting thing to see how that plays out. Yeah, me too. Just how yeah. the pieces come together. It seems I'll tell you what, Cooper, Cooper wanted to do it on KTMs. Uh-huh. He was, that's what he wanted to do. 
Now, obviously, like JT spoke about, OEMs are not supporting it. Uh, so that wasn't going to happen. But the desire from Coop to race World Supercross is there. Hmm. There's a lot of money to be made. Yeah. I mean, uh, trust me, I was that guy, right? I would go anywhere yeah. at any time for money. So, I, yeah, I, I understand the draw of it. Yep. All right, man. Uh, fly Racing, flyracing.com. JT, you, uh, yeah, the, the, the fly power, Firepower guy's looking good in it. Chiz is back in his fly racing. And when there was shock oil all exploding all over Makarat's fly gear, it, se- <laughs> it seemed to protect him. So, you know. <laughs> now, we're, it's been good. We had, uh, yeah, we had two guys in the top ten this weekend. Um, so it's, it's been tough. We haven't had the rider lineup that I would prefer. Uh, but RJ's been been doing really well for us, and uh, yeah, hopefully guys like Jalik and some of these guys will be back for for outdoors and uh, give us something to cheer for. Yeah, awesome. Flyracing.com. Thanks, man. Hey guys. All right, there, JT. All right, uh, Nash. Gentlemen, gentlemen. What's up, Nash? Blair, always a pleasure. What's up, bro? Really solid. Really solid on the race day. Seriously, a lot of fun to listen to, and you're doing great. And- just echoing things that we're hearing on tonight's show, Steve. Mm-hmm. I got two things that I can bring to the roundtable. To the to, remember, Tits used to do his roundtable shows. Boy, that was oh, times. Good, yeah, memories. Oh, but, good memories right there. Those are good riveting. Time. Yeah, riveting. <laughs> riveting radio. Well, it's he, he's good. He does a great job. It's always yeah, like, tell him it's like he, he's a good guy when he answers the phone. We like that. Uh, two things. How many times are you approached in the pits in terms of fantasy? You or JT? In regards to people sharing that they love and hate fantasy all at the same time, there's a lot of fantasy talk, a lot of yeah, yeah, a tonight. lot, yeah, a lot. People come up, hey, like they hold their phone up to me and be like, "Look at my picks, look at my picks," you know, and like, <laughs> yeah, a lot of that. And and then did they even get into the? I, I was I, I know that you don't have time to do this, but a study, and I know nobody really has time to do this, a study on how it's changed people in watching it because. I think I can speak for a lot of us that I feel like that infamous uh, Pittsburgh Steelers fan dad who's like slams the teeth, like he slams and jumps up and down. He starts screaming and yelling, I'm not doing nothing. I'm not doing dishes. And he starts screaming and yelling. I, I think that. that's. No. But if you, um, Google, if you Google pissed off Pittsburgh dad, okay. you'll see what I'm saying. But well, we, um, the, the growth we're having with the game has been pretty, pretty astounding. So I think it's working and I think people are enjoying their Saturday nights cheering for guys that they necessarily would not never have known about or cheered before like it seems like it's been it's, catching on it's brilliant it's, it takes you to the edge it really does take you to another level of watching the sport which yeah. well, so many people obviously listening do because you have skin in the game so. it feels like you're yeah. play, like when i play football fantasy football yeah i have no reason mm-hmm. to watch the jets or the browns ever but now i do because yeah. of that and now i care yeah. about and, the jets and, and the browns mm-hmm. depending on my roster so. there's sometimes when my guy's in ninth or tenth in the heat and i'm supposed to be tweeting for racer x just for and all I'm doing is watching ninth and tenth, and all I care about is ninth and tenth, and I am just freaking out, you know. And I'm just like, oh yeah, tell Macawan, whatever, who cares? Yeah, it's it's beautiful. Uh, I I do think that I might be inclined to put up a hundred dollar privateer uh, event in honor of probably the world's greatest privateer of all time, Barry Carston. Mm. And I think that you got to call it the gritty, the gritty award, or or whatever, I'll let you label it, but I'd be willing, as a fan of the privateer race, and and again, to pay homage to the greatest privateer mm-hmm. of all time, of all time. Yeah. From, yeah. from Jersey, I'd be willing to put up $100 for somebody that displays during the event, and I'll let you view it, you know, your elite panel of judges can weigh in, Who who's a real recipient of the Barry Carson Riding Style Award? 
Uh, if somebody strikes me, I'll text you. But again, okay. you'll be right. there. I got you down. Your, your eyes will be there. You say the uh, Barry Carson the Barry Carson style? Grit Award. He called it the he said Barry Carson. No Grit Award. Grit Award. Yep, <laughs> I got it. Somebody can display above average intensity, focus, just like the Bear Dog did. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, Blair, you talked about how you did, and I love how Daniel you did that. That's beautiful that you beat other people to the punch. Meaning the two fifty and the four fifty, brilliant on your part. Luck. But Steve, yeah, I like, and I love Blair's honesty with that. I did never tried any other night but that one. It was pure luck. <laughs> You're brilliant, buddy. Brilliant. And how many times did Bear Dog do that? In the yeah. I mean, the guy's a legend. Yeah, Bear, Bear mm-hmm. Dog. Bear Dog was a was he a bankrupted king of that. Suzuki yeah. twice. Yeah. Uh, um, and then, and then you guys are saying on the story where he just magically appears in the tunnel in yeah. New Jersey. Oh. Just, just in a deep conversation, and there's Barry, just out of nowhere in Jersey, the ghost of Barry. It's oh, brilliant. Yep. It's, it's so fitting. All right. Well, listen. All always right. enjoy it. Thanks, Thanks Nash. Cheers. All right. All right. I'll, 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 I'll wire you the money. All, All right. right. Sounds, Sounds good. good. See you, man. Thank you. Uh, Bailey's on one. What's up, Bailey? Hey, Steve. Yeah. Big fan. Thank you. Been listening for probably five years or whatever. Daniel, you're great on the broadcast. Brought a lot to it. Wanted to oil you boys up first before this. Okay. But, oh boy. Oh, shit. So. Oh, boy. Um, the shelf over there that has the Pulp MX galvanized steel letters. Yeah. Steve, where, where did you get those? Those aren't actual real steel. Uh, those are like, uh, I don't know what those are. They're not steel. Pookie found them somewhere. Those things? Yeah. I knew it. They look okay. like steel, but they're just, uh, I don't know. Maybe they're tin. Is it tin? All right. What is it, so, Daniel? Is it kind of like tin? He's looking at it right now. It's made in China. Made in China. All right. Yeah, I think they're tin. Magic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's here's where I'm at with this. So, I had a feeling Pookie picked these out, and the rest of the studio is a work of art, dude. But those man, they gotta go, man. They gotta go. They gotta go, man. They. What's gotta go? The letters. The letters, dude. They gotta go, man. They everything else in there is sweet, but you, you know how many little things you could put on there. I know you got a lot of little things that are sweet in there. Shit that ton of stuff. You're not putting yeah. out for the rest of us. We got to look at those letters, man. Okay, all right. Uh, well, I'll, I'll, not yeah. dissing. One other thing is that a Michigan plate above that Pulp MX? Uh, those letters we're talking about. Yes, it is. Yep. So I thought recognized it. Yeah, okay. it's a Pulp MX. Uh, I had a Pulp MX license. Jeez, attention to detail, man. Hey man, who is this? They're in the last studio too. So uh, this is this is Bailey. Marks must be zooming in, or I don't know what Marks is doing with the camera. So who knows? Nobody knows. Nope. Just uh, one last thing. Yeah, one last thing for you guys. So um, last year, I was fucking lucky enough to win the Pulp MX Fantasy for Anaheim. Don't know how. Three hundred four points. It was amazing. Um, Lucky enough that you guys sent me a Cooper Webb jersey too. But curious. Do you guys usually send those out with signatures or not? I'm not complaining. No, I'm no. Just curious. No, we normally don't. Nope. Sometimes, oh. once in a while, if I gotta go get them from the guy, I'll get him to sign it. But usually not. No. Fair enough, man. Yeah. Well, hey, appreciate you guys. All right, Great Bailey. Show. We'll uh, we'll up. move those letters for you. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing what you replace them with. I'll, right. I'll check you. All right. Sounds good, buddy. Thank you. I right. appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Tanner's on four. What's up, Tanner? Tanner. Good talk. Um, what else we got, Tits? No, oh, Nico on three. What's up, Nico? Hey, Steve, I got a question for you. This has been on my mind for a long time. So 
In 04, the last round, James Stewart won by over a minute, both motos on a 250F. Yeah, crushed it. In 05, he raced a 252 stroke. I can't get it out of my mind that he would have had a different season if he would have just raced the 254 stroke. In the 250 class? Where was he going to? He was going to race in the 125s. Wait, oh five, oh five. His first year on the big bikes. Uh, Nico's gone. He, he was talking uh, about racing the 250F in the yeah, big bike 250. Yeah, class. He's, he's not going to do that. He's not going to do that. I mean, it would have been better, probably. Yeah, probably. It was a weird time, right? Because yeah. four strokes were kind of coming out, but yeah. they weren't all buying in but all Cowie's the way. Cowie's not putting him on a 250F in the in the. Dude, do you remember that race when he got on that 250F, though? Yeah. It's it's curtains. Curtains for everybody. (laughs) I think he deliberately tried to disrespect everybody as bad as possible. I think think you're right. Uh, EVS Sports, the 8 o'clock hour, brought to you by the folks at EVS. Pulp 30, the code to save at EVS. Uh, RJ Hampshire, Chisholm, Axel Hodges, Travis Estrana. All wear EVS sports. They are protection. Head to toe. Uh, braces are really big with these guys. They wear a lot of the knee braces, a lot of knee cups, uh, elbow guards, that kind of stuff. Uh, really popular with the EVS guys. The original protective gear company. They've been protecting champions and riders for over 30 years, and they don't plan to stop anytime soon. Uh, please check out Pulp 30, Code to Save. With those guys, uh, appreciate the EVS guys for coming on board. And um, Tanner's on three now. Tanner. Hey. What's up? Can you hear me? Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Sorry, I've got to be a little quiet. I got a brand new baby at home. Oh, okay. congrats. Um, but I got some questions. Thanks, guys. I didn't say congrats. It's just cool. Daniel. It's live. Yeah. When you say thanks, guys, oh, well. I, didn't, I just went on with my life. But Daniel, <laughs> Yeah, I figured you hate <laughs> okay. kids. I know. Yep. Okay. Um, no worries. A uh, fellow Canadian here, though. Where are you, where are you from? Dude, screw the Canadians. Um. <laughs> uh, Oxford, Ontario. It's like uh, just a little bit uh, north of Pickering. Okay, I know where Pickering is. Yep, got it. Okay. Yeah, actually, I live in Pickering now. Okay. So, uh, Pickering. But man, we got a shortage. Of, yeah, yeah, that's right. But man, we've got a shortage of moto tracks here. Man, it's brutal. I have to talk with Ryan Gold. He's my Ontario motocross expert. How is Goldie? Well, I've actually, uh, I've you actually guys are all pussies. With... <laughs> Did you see what Goldie I've put on Twitter the other day? I'm, I'm brand new. No, I don't follow him yet. He, he Galdi said, uh, "Gonna be a hell of a day." Uh, Supercross, MotoGP or MXGP, uh, some beers. I'm gonna blast my old lady, and something else. Really? <laughs> yeah, just, he's just a classic dude. No filter, eh? No, yeah, yeah. So, anyways. Yeah, I I used to ride in Port Perry um, at a place called Four Winds MX. I don't know if you've ever heard of Barry Etherington. I know the Barry track where they used to have nationals. I rode there. Yeah, he's like this crazy newfie Scottish guy. He's such a beauty. Um, and Galdi used to ride at that track with Kyle Keese, and oh, okay. uh, Noof used to ride there too. Um, I actually got a hold of Noof two years ago, and I did a podcast with him. I'm doing a podcast about like sport uh, dirt bike safety and oh, okay. like protective gear and whatnot. Um, so I actually hooked up with uh, Noof for a little bit and had nice. a chat. So, um, but I just had a question about the Canadian Nationals. Mm-hmm. Um, and about riding in general, like I'm wanting to get back into riding. I used to race uh, B class like back in 2011, and I broke my femur, and it just mentally like really drained me. Uh-huh. But I'm starting to get that fuel again, and I was wondering to talk to like Daniel and JT, and like I'm 29 years old now. Like it's too late for me to really try again, right? Like, like to like to turn pro and like. Bye. 
like not turn pro. I want to like my goal in life or in racing was always to just qualify for a Canadian national. Oh. Like I just want to line up. Like I've I've raced Keith at local races and he fucking whooped me. I was like <laughs> sixteen was at the time. Then. It was fucking really cool. But my goal is always just to be able to like go to go to the race, qualify, and line up for the race. You know. I'd say do it then. I mean, you've heard the old term YOLO, right? You only live once. Well, I, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true though. Like, what what would be the harm in? <laughs> setting aside a year or two and being like, I'm going to train, I'm going to get into it, I'm going to focus, and I'm going to go accomplish my goal, and then I'll be done again, or, or do another one, whatever. Yeah. There's no reason why you can't go do one. You guys are all pussies. I just got to shed 30 pounds and get a bike. There you go. And maybe that's the reason to do it then. Yeah, there you go. That's the motivation Motiv- to do it. Yep. And, dude, the, 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 yeah. the qualifying for Canadian National, I mean, uh, they don't really have qualifiers, really, so. Yeah, I think, show up. You I think it'll be safe here. The 500 bucks or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you're in. So okay. I say great. go. Well, maybe I'll call uh, you guys for uh, some updates. There and you go. Advice. Keep us keep us on up to date on it. Or if you, I don't know, like your financial means or not, but get an e bike to get losing some weight. You know, that's easy. It's fun. So yeah, that'd be dope. Uh, I mountain bike. I have a giant uh, XTC. Um, right. well, Oxbridge, where I grew up in has some wicked mountain biking trails. If you're ever up this way, you should check them out. But they're dope. I think you're. I think you're late. I think you're late in the calendar for this year. Why don't you pick a round in 2025 or 2024 and say I'm doing that round in 2024 and just start prepping for that one? Yeah, like for me, the closest race would be Gopher, but like, man, the sand is gnarly. I don't think. (laughs) I ain't coming back on that Um, one. That's for sure. Yeah, that that one's gnarly. Yeah. Uh, Cool, man. We'll keep us up to date. Good luck. Yeah, man. And then, and then I just had a question. Like, if we have one more sack about the ride day, the, the pulp ride day, yeah. are you guys gonna have more info about how to get involved in that? Because, like, I wouldn't mind making the trek down south to check uh, that out. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think we've said on the show that fifteenth is open to anybody. The fourteenth is a private okay. day for one hundred and fifty people. Of, but of, of October, October, yeah. So you just show up to the gate and just come in. Eh? Like, on the 15th, yeah. On the 14th, it's a private yeah. thing. you got to be invited. Uh, and I'm giving away. So you, you where's, e- where's my invite? You can, <laughs> email, you can email ridedayat at com. All right. Yeah. I'll uh, write that down right now. Right. Well, thanks, boys. I All appreciate right. the talk. And first time calling, I appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. All right. Cool, man. Thank awesome. you. Appreciate it. Thanks, thanks, dude. Thanks for listening to the show. Dumbest calls ever on this show. Oh, stop it. Who, who did who that? Did, yeah. <laughs> who did that? Which one of you did that? wasn't me. Tits. Must have been tits. Uh, wow, sorry. tits. That's yeah. jacked up. That's not nice. That was a good call. Sorry. I feel like a call. I can see it. I felt inspired because I want to write again too. Uh, race tech recognition. Recognition of a. I rant. thought redemption. I know it's, it's recognition. Re- race tech recognition segment. Uh, race tech doesn't just specialize in supercross and motocross. Oh no, Cody Webb, Cooper Abbott, Factory Shirko guys. They switched to race tech as suspension of choice. And whether you ride enduro cross or hard enduro or some other radical challenge. The riders have tested and chosen Race Tech to get them over the obstacles and to the finish line. Pulp 23 is a code to save with Race Tech. The Race Tech um, Redemption. No, Race Tech Recognition. Recognition. <laughs> Let it rip. I know. Pretty Mo- sure I was Team there. Team Solitaire, Motel, AGE guys, all using Race Tech. So thank you to those guys. So you've all heard my rant about how dumb it is that these race teams blow up their bikes after the races, <laughs> yeah. right? And they rev the shit out of them. They drink beer from the exhaust. Uh, hopefully nobody dies. Hopefully nothing blows apart. Uh, tires have blown up. Bikes have blown up. People have had injuries. Uh, rocks have been spewed all over the place. All in the name of just being morons uh, and revving your bike till it tries to blow up. This bike that rewarded you, that you cared for, that you worked on, you just shit on it. 
and and you shit on anybody trying to have a fucking conversation around the truck <laughs> as well, okay, to enjoy a championship. I don't mind the mod revs. I'm okay with that, but just stop it with the, the, the constant revs. Okay. Smash cut to this weekend. Hunter Lawrence wins. And my buddy Lars Lindstrom, team manager over at Honda, do they rev the bike up? Do they blow it up? Do they have some sort of caveman type of party? Oh, no. They did not. They did not. They had some music playing, tables set up, some drinks out for everybody. They had a stand with a, with a microphone where you could uh, do a couple of speeches. Uh, Hunter went up. The mechanic went up. Dazzy Lawrence went up. Uh, the team celebrated as one. Uh, great goal, winning a championship. I've done that. Like with Chad Reed, I was on Yamaha when he won. You do, even though it wasn't my rider, you do feel a sense of accomplishment. And you enjoy each other's company. You work your balls off all year. And that is classy celebration. That's a that's a, a, a classy thing to do by Lars and the Honda guys. I told him I would tell him. I would talk about that on the show. He told me one somebody was crying. There were tears shed at this championship celebration. All of it. Great to see. Fantastic. A nice celebration uh, the way you're supposed to do it as a human being, not as a Neanderthal caveman <laughs> going, and pouring beer down your face and hoping sparks and exhaust muffler doesn't blow in your face. Just, and then being like, hey, that's a great year. Oh, I can't hear you. Hey, what's, what's going on? Like, that's not how you celebrate. You have. A table with some drinks, some family, some co-workers, some music playing, and you would celebrate the championship. Classy. The right way. Lars Lindstrom. The, re the Race Tech Recognition Award. Classy. Recognizing class and excellence. Is that what, is that yeah, what it is? Yeah, exactly. And, and I went by there, and I hung out for a bit, and everyone was happy, and everyone was having conversations, and it wasn't... Ah! drinking beer and getting shit in your face like seriously mark what, th what do you think what's your where's your take on this all, all i'm thinking about is the gifts i'm gonna make of the the faces that steve's making right now oh, i yeah, just hope awesome. <laughs> i just hope the standard has been set by honda and the other teams follow well just follow that way and 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 let's step up everybody let's become the classy sport we think we are. Most likely, you'll have Jet next Saturday. Mm -hmm. Did you get the invite for his after party? No, I did not. Oh, it's at Chuck E. Cheese okay. in downtown okay. Denver. Um, and then you'll have Eli on Sunday. What happens there? Or not Sunday, at Salt Lake, sorry. Yeah. Salt Lake. Well, what happens there? Well. Because last time I saw Eli, oh, yeah. he was revving up a bike and he was pouring a CL yep. right in his face. Yep. I was yep. shocked to see that, actually. I love how these guys treat their bodies like temples. And when it comes to the hot-ass exhaust coming out of the back of a muffler and beer, just give it to him in the face. Just give it to me face. Uh, for, for 16 weeks, I sleep in a, in a, in a fucking uh, uh, gravity, Hyperbar hyperbaric, hyperbaric chamber, and I only eat fruits and vegetables and carrots, and I measure out my food, and I'm the perfect bo And But that week 17... Oh, fuck, man. Just give me that oil. Give me that fuel. Give me that VP. Give me that Renegade right in the face. Just in my in my eye sockets, into my brain. Give me the Renegade fuel in my brain. Like, what the fuck, man? Thank you, Honda. What the fuck? Thank you, Honda. Thanks for doing it right. <laughs> Race Tech Recognition Award. Race Tech Recognition. First of its kind. Yep. We're going we're gonna to keep it going. Uh, every week, he's going to start just giving out recognition awards. 
Also, if I'm if I'm on a roll, recognition to the Toronto Maple Leafs for getting by the first round in 19 years. 19 years, Marks. Weird. Almost <laughs> like someone said that earlier. Look, I know what the common theme is, but but hmm. you can make Sounds a case gay. that they've only failed eight times to get out of the first round. Yeah. Okay. Dude, screw the other games. 11, they didn't make the playoffs. Hey, my Sacramento Kings made the playoffs they finally. Did. Yeah. It was awesome. It was amazing. Uh, right, when I, right when I moved, I was a season, season ticket holder for like three years. Oh, were you really? I moved, and yeah. they made the playoffs. Yeah, go figure. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, that's my, that's my Race Tech Recognition Award. Thank you, Lars and Honda. Stay classy. All right. Oh, shit, asshole. <laughs> that guy. That guy's classy. Yeah, he's real classy. Uh, email time. All right, you ready? Yep. All right, James. Hey, Steve. I was just curious to know if a championship-winning rider has the power say-so to change the color of some of the parts on his motorcycle. Uh, for instance, could RC have said he wanted the frame of his Honda anodized or painted red or different color wheels or anything like that? Uh, no. no. No chance on Not that. Not really. Right? Didn't Chad, Chad couldn't even wear anything but blue gear for a long time, Yeah. Right? yeah. Isn't that a rule? Yeah. It was, and finally, I think in one of his contracts, it was every third race he could change or something. <laughs> so he weird. put it in his contract. It's so weird. Uh, James also says it was at high point in 02 when RC jumped the tunnel jump and landing on the backside of the roller, making it a double. It was spectacular, and I was annoyed that when the race was on ESPN, the announcers never made a bigger deal about it. I used to race, and I know how difficult that must have been sending it out of the turn and hucking it. Uh, not many other riders attempted it. Small side note, the race, the, the day before I met RC at Outback Steakhouse in Morgantown, you, you had an eighty percent chance of meeting RC at Outback anywhere before the Nationals on a Friday night. By the way, just want to let, let people know that uh, I met RC at Outback Steakhouse in Morgantown. He sat at my table for a minute or so, and I got a picture. I asked my then girlfriend if I should buy his dinner, and she said no. Still pisses me off to this day that I missed a chance to buy his dinner from He's James. Still with a girl? Doesn't sound like it. Mm. All right, this is from Isaac. Not with that kind of baggage. Right, this is from Isaac. Isaac I got a, says, I have a longtime industry buddy who says Pastrana was not a legend. I, for one, grew up watching him go from amateur to pro, and the hype level was insane. He delivered winning a motocross title in his rookie year. My point was he is legendary because of his speed and things he could do on the bike no one else was doing, and him being a title threat and winning right out of the gate. I mean, he beat a world champion at age 16. He says he's not a moto legend, just a freestyle legend. I say you cannot separate them because free FMX was why Pastrana left the sport. Uh, what do you guys think? What do you think, Daniel? So I'll tell you a funny story. Uh, there's two parts of this story that are funny. The first is on the off weekend we just had a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. actually went and did some TV lacrosse on ESPN. Can you believe that, Steve? Lacrosse. No. No, what did cha- three games on ESPN? Like ESPN Plus. Eight? ESPN Plus. The Ocho? ESPN eight, the Ocho, the yeah. Ocho? No, it was on ESPN Plus. I okay. went and did some lacrosse. And the guy I worked with. Didn't know much about moto, and we're just talking because he was, you know, met him that day. Uh-huh. And uh, I asked him, I said, so you don't know much about moto, but if you could pick a name, give me one name. Uh-huh. He said Pastrana. Pastrana. It's the only one he yeah. could think of. Yeah. I don't I don't think he was a legend, you know. Uh, he had one title, a national outdoor title. Didn't win a he, Supercross, Maine. Never won a 4 Supercross title. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Let me ask you this, though. He was pretty good. Inside uh, the yeah. sport, obviously – wouldn't be considered a legend or a Mount Rushmore-ish guy, but what would you say as far as reach outside coming from here? I mean, is he, he's got to be the biggest, right? Probably, right? Yeah. I mean, all the things he did with the Nitro guys and then uh, and then obviously the freestyle and everything else. Yeah, I mean, he's... Even just doing the NASCAR recently. Like, I yeah. feel like yeah. transcending out, he's got to be the biggest by far, but inside probably but, doesn't get recognized very much. But even much. that, like, what did he... like? So I agree with you, but what is his transcend, transcending 
uh, stuff that he did outside the sport really get us? Like just a guy, guy you're lacrosse, you're lacrosse guy. 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 Right, he right. knew, he knew of him. All right, I remember many times talking to people saying, uh, you know, dirt bike supercross, and they're like, oh, like the free, like Travis Strong next games. No, you that's know? usually the right, tie-in. Right. Uh, all right, last email. Uh, we had Nick Way on the show last week, and uh, Eric writes us his email. Steve, listen to the show Monday, and when Nick brought up his new brake pads for the motos at Washugal 02, it reminded me of this. I was probably 12 or 13 years old that day at Washugal, and I remember being at Nick's pit to get an autograph. The kid ahead of me told Nick that his brakes were squeaking in practice. Nick turned and yelled to you, I'm assuming, because this was 02, you hear that? Brakes are squeaking. Let's get that fixed. Sounds like Nick requested fresh pads for the motos. Does that sound about right? That sounds totally right. Yeah, that was probably me. He yelled at to get the... I love Nick. So, you know, his son, Vincent, is on Orange Brigade on the team. Yeah. Uh, Nick's obviously going to be one of my favorite dads of all of them because I know him for different reasons, too. But uh, Nick's attention to detail is next level. And the things he thinks of and spots out, I'm like, whoa. I mean, I wouldn't even have thought of that. Yeah. And he goes right to that stuff and knows Yep. All those things. Yeah. Like, he's, got, oh, yeah. he's next level. He, and that's why... He told could, me some of the things he was doing with sprockets for for his kid's bike. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, but I'm just like, oh, my God. Which makes sense. So why yeah. McAdoo, Shimoda, AC, all those guys, yeah. like, love him so yeah. much. Because I think he picks apart things that you just don't think about. I wonder if Kitchen would work for with him. I wonder if he would add Kitchen. Because Kitchen's going to go to Pro Circuit next year. Yeah, I was, you know. I've been hearing that, too. I, I didn't think yeah. that was happening. Then all of a sudden, that was yeah. a kind of a little switch. Yeah, I wonder there. if he'd work with Nick. I don't know. Uh, hey, uh, let's talk about Orange Brigade right away. Yep. Um, so this uh, Juju kid, Millsaps guy, uh, jet ski kid, um, really impressive. Yep. And he was on Yamaha at Anaheim, mm-hmm. and you snagged him. And, or you or somebody, right? Orange Brigade. I don't, I'd know. Say, I don't know if it's you. I'd but. say we, but I, I didn't. I didn't. Well. Okay. Yeah. We snagged him. Yep. You guys snagged him. Yep. Uh, and he beat Ryder D, and he looks impressive. He looks at the real deal. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you the story, too, because I think it's <clears throat> worth being told. So this kid's been good for a while. Okay. Like, I've known him. I've never heard of him. Until, so I watched yeah. him race in Phoenix or Glendale on Amateur Day back when they were doing the Sunday Futures yep. Amateur Day mm-hmm. thing. And he was on an RM85 or like a extended swing arm, whatever. And he battled Ryder D on 85s that day and was like... Like all over, maybe even beat him in a moto. And I remember going, dang, that kid's good. And someone mm-hmm. was like, oh, he rides, he's a jet ski kid. And I was like, wow, okay, whatever. Didn't think about it for a while. Yeah. Then over the last year or two, he's been on big bikes, and I've watched him. He's always been insanely fast. Practice times are crazy good. Skill is good. Bikes, everything's been solid. But then when you look at the races, things always happen. A bike issue, a crash, a weird, like even Loretta's, he'll do like two good motos and one bad. Okay. So it was like he never was able to put it together to where you would go, oh, that's an up and comer. You kind of just had to see it between the lines. So yeah. um, when we were kind of putting our roster together this year after Loretta's and stuff, he was one of the guys that was on kind of our list, but it was, it was kind of loose and it was the same mm-hmm. thing. It was a lot of potential, but we didn't know like if it was just potential or if there was more to it. After Anaheim, he did what he did and showed that it was more than just potential. Like, it was insane, right? His lap time was he fifth out of everybody in the, yeah. in the wet 250 West. And then luckily, the luck is that he was a full privateer and was wide open and willing to be Yeah, so Blue up. Crew, he wasn't on Blue Crew. He doesn't, he was just... I think he was buying his own bikes. Yeah, buying his bikes. And, and I think Jamie from Twisted was helping him out. Mm-hmm. And But what happened is he started working with Davey Millsaps because he's from Havasu. Yeah. Davey's from Havasu. Yep. Worked out perfectly. 
And Davey, obviously knowing Carlos from their relationship forever, was like, hey, you need to pay attention to this kid. I'm working with this kid. He's really good. He goes to Anaheim, does his thing. Boom, boom, boom. Next thing you know is like, we're making this happen. And I'm on the phone with him and Davey. And we're like putting this thing together. And it all came together right before Arlington. So they like built him a bike, like last second kind of built him a bike. He rode it and like signed his contract while driving there. Like while he was driving to Arlington, like his contract came through (laughs) and he signed it. And then he went there and was okay. He was like two days on the bike, whatever. Yeah. But then they went to work. And here's the thing. Davey, I'm really, really happy with Davey. Davey's got this thing now really under control. I think he's just got his hands on the whole thing and keeping it really, really tight. And since then, he's whole shot and won the last two. Yeah. And it's like, it's all that speed that I think everyone saw for a long time really got put together when he got everything put together around him Mm -hmm. with Davey and with the the KTM side's Really, the program's really Seems good. Seems like a nice kid. I met him too. At whatever, really so, nice. Yeah. Um, and like, parents are normal. Yeah, cool. Okay. Like, just they're. It's it's all randomly like really really perfect. It, it's it's weird. Is it's, he your top guy? I mean, I don't know if I. I mean, performing wise, yeah, yeah, he's won the last two. But yeah. the way our program is working right now, Casey Cochran's on our elite team. Yep. So is he, uh, Preston Baseflug, and Mark Finnis. So we have four. Um, and they'll be with us at the Combines and Loretta's and yeah. all that stuff. And so Futures that's why they, they ride different brands. Just that's what you guys want yeah. to do. Yeah. Well, Cochran's Husky. Yeah. He's already so, I mean, kind of built in. is gas gas, right? And I moved him over to that side yeah. this year. So that way we can kind of complete, you know, the peer mobility brand with all yeah. three. And that's kind of how it'll be moving forward too. We're going to, our, our goal is to present a pretty awesome team every yeah. year, racing Futures, Combines, Loretta's with our eight guys. You don't rely on me a little bit for scouting. I can, I can do a go to these amateur things and. Got a keen eye for that. I feel like that'd probably be one of the better things for you is you'd be really good at that. Yeah. I know your passion's always been there. Thank you. And that's usually what leads to Thank you. good decisions. Um, but no, it's it's been really rad. And our and our team, the way it works, obviously, is it starts at 50s, works all the way up. Yep. But at that final chapter, that that A level, um, mm-hmm. we're building something special. And it's it, I mean, we're halfway through year one. So yeah. there's changes coming that's going to be pretty sick on the program. And um there's a there's a vision that's in place that's being implemented fast. Cool, so, that's I'm awesome. Stoked. No, good yeah. for you. Uh, also, you you mentioned next level. Um, I happen to be having a conversation with Christy from Intense about some bicycle stuff, and she's also a big part of the U.S. Motorcycle Coaching Association. Yeah, and so this is something that, like, it makes sense. And I haven't had a whole lot to do with this. Um, I don't know why I just haven't. But you know, you, you think about you rent some skis and on a ski hill, and you take lessons, and you learn how to snowboard mm-hmm. or ski. Uh, you get a jet ski and they can teach you how to jet ski, you know, stand up and everything else. It makes sense in all these other disciplines. Tennis people gets coaches, right? But in our sport, for a long time, the dealer you went to the dealership, they sold you a, a KTM 65 and see you later. Good Here's luck. some oil. Good luck. You know, and, and you think about these people coming in the sport, especially from the Stasic. Now, Castle was in studio last week mm-hmm. and uh, and all of that. Oh, shit. We were supposed to give a Stasic away tonight. Oops. Hmm. Sorry, Chuck. We'll figure it out. Okay. We'll get there uh, when it's time. Uh, we'll get there when it's time. So you figure you got all these new people from riding, COVID, money, stimulus, checks, everyone bought motorcycles. It makes so much sense to help families, help people. I mean, you and I grew up with this in our whole lives, and yep. so we're not good examples of this, but there are people who literally just, like, kids saw Travis Pastrana and wants to go ride, or we got stimulus checks and we're at home, let's go ride. Whatever it is. And so this association puts puts coaches together. You take a course, you go through steps of the courses, and then you're certified. And now dealerships or the U.S. Uh, MCA is that it? Yeah, U.S. Yep. MCA can recommend a coach in your area to go train, spend oh, yeah. some money, learn how to ride the bike right, learn how to have fun, 
learn how to do it. And the reason I bring this all up is because you're uh, now a certified USMCA coach. Yeah, I just did um, for multiple reasons, too. One of them being Next Level 101. Mm -hmm. um, it's a racetrack facility by my house, Eddie Ray, Jessica Patterson. You yeah. know them. Um, when I moved to South Carolina, I just, I mean, it was like, luck. I didn't even, I didn't move there because they were there. I moved there because that's where I wanted to move. And then I was like, oh, my God, I'm 30 minutes from this track. Mm -hmm. So I spent a lot of time out there. Um, and, you know, I've jumped in and coached a little bit here and there just because I want to. I'll tell yeah. Jessica, like, hey, let me, let me do it today. Like, I just, I like it. My kids out there riding. Mm -hmm. Like, and I, I thoroughly enjoy helping people get better in this. Yeah. I and really I mean, do. your role too, Orange Brigade, it, it's, you know, you're dealing with young kids and, yeah. and sure, maybe they have a Millsaps or somebody else, but. Oh, you, still to, you still want to be able to chime in or talk to them about exactly yeah. and so i was doing that loosely and then i didn't think that this usmca certification program was really like i needed it really because i wasn't doing it full time it was like right. i understood its value but i didn't really think it was for me all the way but now that i'm doing that more and more and i am working with these kids like 50s all the way up i felt like i needed to have a better understanding mm -hmm. on the things that i didn't know which to me was like safety yeah um, the CPR certificate, all the different, yeah. you don't just, they don't teach you on there how to be a coach. No, I mean, it's, a, it's a background screening, code of conduct, abuse and prevention course, oh yeah. uh, CPR first aid, uh, all of this stuff. Yeah. And, I, and I didn't know, I yeah. didn't know any of that, right, so I didn't right, care. Right. I, I, could, I could teach you how to rail a rut, right, right. but that stuff I think is going to matter a lot for me. So I went through the program, did it all, certified. And uh, and now uh, I got one right here. Okay. So now have uh, have that, which is exciting because it times perfectly with um, you know me me being more involved with the next level. Yeah. Like I said, I will be more to talk about probably pretty yeah. quick here, but um, love the place and love them and love coaching and I feel like it's a cool time for me to be involved as much as I can and I get to do it there. So um, I'm excited. So I, I got this little cough going on. I don't know if you noticed the show. I have noticed even on, my, even on the on the review pod. So Pookie just made me chicken broth for your cough. That's really is, nice. Is that what it is this what it does? I don't know. Let us know. Let us know in twenty. Okay. So anyways, okay, so yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm um, st I'm stoked. Thanks to, thanks to Pookie. And I think this is a good idea. I only have one question about this. this is, I'm not bagging on this program. I'm not this is all fine. How does Rhino get to be US? <laughs> he's he's a certified coach, I was told. He he went through all this? I mean, yeah, I had to. All the way through it. Holy Jesus. Okay, anyways. Uh, yeah, so basically also, too, uh, besides yourself, John Short, Bubba Pauly, Chase Marquet, pro racers have their certifications. A lot of them so, do because a lot of them yeah. rate or coach on yeah. the side. So right. Bubba Pauly, I know he's the one we profiled a bunch. He races and coaches like yeah. full time. I think it's great. I think it's well needed in a sport. Oh, it's and, and so dealers, if you're listening to this and you're a dealer, like get on board with these guys and – when you sell a package uh, of, a, of a gear and a, and a P-Dub or gear and a KTM or whatever, then you can be like, hey, here's the people in your area 100%. To, to, go, to go to. Well, and I think a lot of problems, uh, a lot of the problem is someone gets excited, gets a bike, like you said, they go out and they don't last long enough because they don't have any guidance. They no. don't know what to do. Next no. thing they know, they're like, ah, I'm confused, whatever. So, yeah, if you're a dealer, hey, like a Line them up with somebody yeah. so that they can keep them in this. It's more to and keep them in the sport, too. Come and buy too, another bike from you, yeah. Exactly. Hey, so. dude, the first time I ever got on a bike, and my dad loves to tell this story, first time I ever got on a bike, uh, Indian 50 was the first mm -hmm. bike I ever yeah. rode. My dad showed me everything, gas, brake, you know, all mm -hmm. the clutch. I don't know, clutch or whatever. And I got on it, and I went wide open into, into a tree, straight into a tree, that, and, and didn't ride again for, like, two months. I think that's, like, half of everybody's story. Like, my sister... When she learned how to ride, went wide open into our garage. Just <laughs> sent it in there. Um, so, no, I, I think it is very important. Yeah. And, again, it, yeah. I, I was not as interested in the beginning because it didn't really 
I, I didn't feel like it fit me. Yeah. But if you're working with anybody, like yeah. you should probably do it because the safety stuff to me was the biggest things. I didn't I didn't know that sure. stuff. Yeah, absolutely. The prevention, right? yep. the heat stuff, like all that stuff matters. Especially like kids, they, they don't know. They go. They who knows if they've drinking well, water in three days. And let's show face up, you know? it, like our coaches and stuff are pretty loose, right? So. You don't really know their backgrounds. You don't know really their history. You don't know their drug and alcohol abuses or, or not or whatever. All that kind of stuff. At least this USMCA, you know, will tell oh, you yeah. that they can recommend you somebody that took the time to go through all these courses. Yeah. Will tell you that they're serious about teaching your kid. Yeah, hundred percent. You know. So, so all right, I just want to bring that up yeah. for tonight and uh, and and talk about that a little bit. I also want to talk to you guys about. Um, uh, hold on. Mm-hmm. All right, a Cherubis, a Cherubis USA. I had something on the tip of my tongue to ask you about. <laughs> It'll come back around. Uh, 9 o'clock hour brought to you by the folks at a Cherubis. Thank you to those guys, industry leader in aftermarket dirt bike, plastics, and accessories. Uh, Cooper Webb, Adam C. Cirillo, Justin Barsha, Jason Anderson, and many more use a Cherubis along the way. Where do you stand on the fork lug protectors? Big conversation about? about these last week. What fork lug protector? A Cherubis makes a plastic fork lug protector for the bottom of your forks. Wow, I didn't know that. Oh, so where do you stand on that, knowing that now? Hmm. I don't know. Kiefer and Chuck were out. Just out on out, it? Out on it. All the way out? Yeah. I don't know. I don't feel like I can make an opinion if I don't know. Okay. Uh, CherubiesUSA.com. Follow social media. Add a USA as well. And uh, great stuff. I love the Cherby stuff because it... They, the, the holes are pre-drilled and they line up and there's no filing and there's no drilling and there's no they just they're perfect put the cherry stuff on it's perfect thank you to those guys uh for everything they got of course their hand guards are are awesome as well so uh please check it out at cherry's usa um orange brigade member daniel blair in here um what do we know about the feld bikes what, what are we doing with that the what the feld felt bikes felt bikes yeah what are we doing with that? i don't know a lot about it other than i know um they're obviously part of the umbrella but i i don't dude i could be honest with you i've never we're not getting anybody on them or nothing we're not doing well, i just don't know enough about it. again I, oh. I i only think talk about things i know about i don't know enough and i don't ride bicycles i've only ridden i've ridden a bicycle like once in the last 10 years and it was probably with you on your e-bike yeah you went e-biking with me once just one you? time yeah never yeah. again <laughs> my god uh so how much of the i'm interested so you're, you're back east now and the Orange Brigade thing's cooking along. You started that uh, beginning of this it's August. August, it's last almost year? been a okay. year. Um, how much time does that take up for you? Like, are you do you find yourself with more time or less time doing that than you thought you would? Like, I could see it bowling being both ways. It is both ways. Sometimes yeah. it's not as much, and then sometimes it's a lot. Um, just emails take, and phone calls. Um, that stuff's just part of the daily. That's all. I mean, I'm that's every day. There's stuff going on that you wouldn't even think are a part of my job. That are. Yep. Um, but I put the majority of my time into communicating with the riders and the parents and the families. Um, and that's obviously prioritized too, based on what's going on, what races, um, are coming up and who needs the most attention. I kind of believe, I know you would think the kids in the very beginning need the most attention, but I actually think the kids at the end need the most because they're the ones that are almost pro. Um, and I think as a 50, 65, 85, you're coming in, the most important thing you can do is ride and race. Put the hours on. Ride, yeah. race, gate drop. Just just race as much as possible. Yeah. You get to like teenage years, super many, 125, 250, and then it's it's strategy because any wrong move you make along the way could set you down a path that you can't come back from. You know what I mean? So it's it's almost like careful planning, and that's hard when you have super ambitious kids. I can tell you right now, my, some of my kids, man, they they want more than like I want to let them. But don't you, know? you – so you won't let them – not let them, but you will, would advise against them – Going to do local races if you're 
No, I think they need to as much as possible. But you just Did I said say it wrong. You, what you said, you know, it's more strategy. It's more. Oh no! Know. What I'm saying is like the 65. The, no, I the meant more kids, like the older kids. The yeah, older the younger kids. kids. I mean, it, it's as easy as that. Just go. These kids are all good, so just go race as much as possible. I, that's my advice to the younger group. Yeah. The older group, yeah, you want to race too, but you also their their training programs are different. The way they work their calendar, like Loretta's is coming, and then they, yeah, you do different I, things at me, different times. To me. The problem we have with these pros that I see is that they lack racecraft. They don't race enough. I, you see them make dumb moves in traffic. You see them freak out if they get a bad start. They don't know what it's like to race with 15 other guys around them. You can see it and because they don't race enough. They don't yeah. have enough racecraft. And that's, but they that, don't have enough uh, sort of things go wrong for them to know what to do. Well, it's funny you say that because okay. the better ones win so much that they – you might think 100%. they're the ones. You might think they're the ones that know the most with racecraft. They end up sometimes not because they they no. have it kind of easy. They win a lot. Yeah, and they've always had a better bike. They've always won. They've always whole shot or got top three, and then they just check out. And when they hit the pros, they're like, "Oh shit, I'm tenth. And they don't know what to do with it. Yeah, you know, and that's why a lot of it scouting for me goes into looking at more than just winning. Like I, I don't look at results sheet and go, "Oh, that kid's good." Like yeah. I, that does it. Results sheet almost is the last thing. It's all the eye test, and the eye test is how do you handle different variables? If you just whole shot and win every race, well. Okay, you're really good, but what's going to happen when you don't? Yeah. That's the big question. Uh-huh. So, um, no, and, and you're right. They, they all should be racing all the time as much as possible. But I just think the attention on the top of the program when they're about to go pro, like intermediate, 125, all that, I just feel like every single decision you make has to be the right one. And you have to approach it carefully. When you're a little kid, 50s through mm-hmm. 85s, I think you've got to race every week. Just race yeah. nonstop. Well, race, 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 I race, would race. say you need to keep doing that all the way all the time because that's what – the other guy, the other guys did for a long time until we became this specialized uh, amateur motocross scene where six promoters get the only races of the year that are important and et cetera, et cetera. You know. Well, I think so. it's still like that a little bit, but it's also getting better. I mean, I, my kids, yeah. I, 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 they're racing all over the uh, place. All is the Cochran time. pro next year? Yeah, he'll go A next year. No pro. No, I think he'll go A. Yeah, and so, then so, and then pro. Right. So, so another year of yeah, another, another year of futures year, combines, right. Loretta's, and probably the last three. I, that's my guess on his timeline. And how much, um, obviously, Nathan Ramsey and uh, uh, Ian Harrison and uh, Max Lee, TK, do you – so one of, the, one of the things that's going on is Team Green and Mitch aren't one, right? They're not mm-hmm. one. They have different agendas, different thoughts, different things. Sometimes he takes a Team Green kit. Sometimes he doesn't. Uh, if he takes a Team Green kit and it doesn't work out, then he like, tells Team Green, well, he didn't work out. And Team Green's like, well, you didn't give him a good enough shots. And there's there's reasons why Cowie's sort of fallen behind here lately. Mm-hmm. And and it's because there's not a lot of synergy there, in my opinion, and in other people's opinion. Um, what's it like for you and the big guys that way? Glad you asked that because that was, I, I wouldn't say the hard part, but that was like strategically the part that I was wondering of how it's going to work out. Because yeah. when I got the job opportunity, I mean, I told them, I really, I mean, I want to take it very serious. Like I didn't want to just do the job to do the job and get people their support and hang out. Like I, I really, really, really badly want to help. Like, I guess I would say selfishly, I can't wait to be able to have a kid that I coached, trained, worked with, signed, whatever, become a champion. Like yeah. I, I, that to me is the fulfilling yeah. part. So my ultimate goal with the program is to almost be like Alabama football. Like, you know, if you're a high school football player, if you go to Alabama, your yeah. odds are you're going to the NFL. You're probably gonna be pretty good right. because the program just creates pros that's what i'd like to be but that only works if i'm working directly with ian and nate tk and the whole crew right so 
pretty pretty uh, on the phone with them all the time and looking at the okay, calendar all yeah. the time and and the design of our program is going to be to funnel our riders in and be strategic about who we pick yeah. when we pick them and their calendar and their timeline so it's not just like okay you're pro now you turn pro. no it's like let's look at the calendar and find the right spot and work towards that so very strategic very detailed but also to be fair we are in the first year, so I can't really say much other than yeah. it's going well yeah, right now, yeah. what we're doing. I mean, even like Freestone, this is crazy. And I don't really think I had anything to do with this, but luckily I just fell on this stat. But at the first Spring National at Freestone, we won every single important title. We won 250A, Open A, 250B, 450B, Stock Mod, Schoolboy. Mm-hmm. We won every single important title. We won everyone. Oh, wow. And so it's like a good start, and I think we're showing that we're Definitely, the intent is to mm-hmm. make this thing right, and now yep. we just have to execute. So I don't want to get too in front of so, the skis, but we have we have a good plan, and we're gonna we're gonna make it work. At the Austrian group, like who makes this call? Like Nate and Ian and TK certainly have a say and a voice, but from what I see from Nate and TK over the years, is they don't really have the deciding factor on who's riding there. It comes from above them. Who is this? Is this Raj? I like who? Who's the KTM executive? That's like Pierre. Uh, I would, Robert Jonas. Like, I wouldn't know what happened ever before me, so yeah. I really don't know because everything was already done before. When I got yeah. there, the teams were pretty much done, so right. I don't know. I'm seeing that now, but I think it's just collective. I mean, yeah. everybody talks right. to each other yeah. thoroughly. Like I talked to Robert Jonas, um, Roger, Ian, yeah, yeah. TK, right, Nate, and they all talk to. So I, I, I think it's just a big collective okay. group. Yeah, on that It'd be kind interesting of stuff, to so. see when you get further into this and you get riders graduating. Oh, I can't wait. I mean, how, how that's going to go. Yeah. I'm excited. That's that's the goal right now. So even like as I build the roster for the future, I'm looking two, three, four, five years out because the ultimate goal would be able to start bringing them in one by one and just – Yeah. That, that, that's your that's every yeah. brand's goal would yeah, be. And that's sure. mine, but it has to happen. So I, I'm excited, yeah. but at the same time, still yeah. new, so I can't get Yeah, I definitely think like uh, seeing more synergy between the OEMs and the amateur programs is a good thing. We can see that in Honda – we can see that at at, the, at your place. We can see that um, at Yamaha with the Star guys and even uh, Rock River. You know they're involved, but the Cowie guys are just a little bit more of like push and pull against with Mitch and arguments, not arguments, but discussions about who should go, who shouldn't. You know, Marchbanks one and done. Uh, Jet Reynolds uh, many years injuries. Ryder D. I think the jury's out on him. He looks good, but I wouldn't say he's a surefire hit. You know, and mm-hmm. then and then other guys that just never get a chance and then go to another team. You know, yeah, so, uh, that that's yeah. I can't speak on them either. Other than that's what it looks like because the the Ryder D thing is weird for me. I don't understand that one all the way. I I thought he was like their guy. I mean, he's got guy. top ten outdoors, know. and now he's racing futures. Still, again, I don't understand that either. Uh, yeah. But RV says they need gate drops, so I'm like, okay, no, they but, do. They need a, they need a race because at the end of the day, you can practice all you want. You're by yeah. yourself. Uh, get ECUs uh, by the way. Uh, please check them out. Uh, two stroke CDIs, four stroke ECUs. Email us using the contact form if you want to get the same stuff that Factory Honda uses. Also, uh, WUSA Ride Engineering, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Works Connection, FMF, Guts Racing, Atlas Neck Brace, Dylan Wright getting ready to defend his Canadian title, Atlas Brace, Chiz uses Atlas as well, uh, Pulpamex is the code to save with that, and uh, they have kids braces and adult braces, OGO Power Sports, Renegade Racing Fuels, ORW Pro Filter, uh, and many more on show on the show tonight, uh, Weisco Piston, EVS, and all of that. Ride Engineering, ride-engineering.com. PulpFan20 is the code to save with those guys. Uh, they're releasing an adjustable link arm for 2023-24 KTMs and Husqvarna's. <clears throat> Speaking of Orange Brigade, 
Each link comes with a reversible inset. Testing determines the performance setting for your competition use at a motocross track. Benefits include better weight distribution and chassis balance. By flipping the insert, you can get a substantial lowering of the rear. For those using a motorcycle in less challenging conditions, uh, or when your wife wants to ride it. It'll be in stock in mid-May. Keep an eye out on ride-engineering.com. Uh, orange, black, and blue. 275 bucks. Pulp Fan 20 is the code to save with those guys. Uh, please uh, get uh, get figured out there at ride-engineering.com. <clears throat> All right. Uh, who's, who's this guy? Uh, oh, Jake on YouTube. Give us five bucks and says, DB, can you touch on Phineas in the next couple of years? Ken is awesome. He's into it. I don't know who Ken is. Ken's his dad. Oh. Uh, I believe in Mark a lot. Um, I think that he has got some special traits that I don't know if anyone else has what he has. He's got some things about him that are really, really special. So I think it's just crossing T's, dotting I's. He's at Club MX, so he works with Brandon over there, and Nicolette, Phil works with him. I mean, Phil, Phil's involved, and I'm, I'm happy with him. I think he's got the right things around him, and he's, I mean, he's one of the ones that I believe Keep in. Keep him so. away from Phil. I, I think feel it's like going well there. I think everything going okay. on. I think they're doing really well. He's getting better every single week. He's. I think right. he's got something. I literally beat the shit out of him. Joey, well, what's maybe up? Maybe that's man? it. <laughs> Joey, what's up? Hey, a couple questions uh, about RJ. So big RJ fan, but if you're going to go for the kill at the uh, end of that mutter, like on the best case scenario, you get up and beat Jet by two spots. Why not like try to make a move at the beginning of the race? You know, give yourself a chance at something. Yeah, I don't know. It's a great question. Yeah. I just like I was kind of dumbfounded yeah. by that, but yeah, RJ uh, RJ rides a lot of heart, you know. So yeah, well, it's just like I mean, yeah, you just kind of bury dug his own grave for the championship hopes. But um, second second thing is like I kind of just want to point out like you know how mental how mental sport can be as far as you know like I look at RJ as a weirdo when it comes to recovery time from an ACL, but yeah, do you think he escaped maybe like the mental battle of an ACL? Like you look at Forkner and. Uh, AC, you know, torn the ACLs and just struggled to come back. And you think RJ might have benefited by you know coming back early like that? You know, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, there were some people talking when RJ came back from that ACL super quick. People were like, he's an idiot. He's going to tear it again. I can't believe he did that. He didn't do enough rehab. Blah blah blah. And look, dude, yeah, he's been fine, right? So awesome. Well, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I've done mine twice too, and I'm like dumbfounded by how he. Yeah, did. yeah, I know, right? I, I did both of mine. One took a long time to recover. The other one was quick. So I think it's just the tear, the person, everything. I mean, I know people that can't. They tear an ACL. They can't even walk. And I know people that have gotten up like Thrasher and race in one races. It, it's a weird injury. It makes no sense. But it's different with everybody, and it's different with the same person on different knees. So, I, dude, I can't explain that one either. It's just he got a lucky draw, I guess, or I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly, because I did the same thing. I tried to come back after six months and just, yeah, bad luck of the draw. So, All right, All right appreciate All right. it, guys. Thanks, you guys man, appreciate it. Yep. You know, I heard, I heard from somebody that RJ was going to do 450 motocross for the team, um, which made sense. They don't have a 450 guy. Mm-hmm. And I talked to somebody close to him, and he's like, no, they want, me to, they want him to go for a 250 title. Uh, I think he's so just no, doing. I don't think they're doing a 450 guy all summer. Last time I spoke to Nate, he was just like, he's doing so. And this is during Supercross, yep. but he's just doing too dang good. Like, I mean, what would you want to do? Would you want to put him out there and be a five to I eight would, guy I would, on a 450? I, I would. Just hey, man, it's it's. You, this is your next step up. Let's see what I, you got. And I agree, but man, like, I feel like he could yeah. win some races this summer okay. and be. Mm-hmm. 
I, th- I mean, he's in that lead group for me, so I, that's, I guess, the challenge is do you want right. a guy who's going for wins or do you mm-hmm. want a guy who's going for a fifth? Right. Patrick, are uh, you there? Yeah. You, you've you been on hold for three hours and 36 minutes, Patrick. Yes, I have. It's a, but it's been kind of cool listening to you guys live right through my phone, so I'll take it. Okay. All <laughs> right. What's your question, man? Well, man, um, I was watching the race this weekend, and I'm kind of dumbfounded by the whole Tom Vial jumping the red cross flag penalty of only uh, two positions versus a few weeks ago. Jay Sexton did the same thing in the main, and they only docked him, what was it, seven points? So why the discrepancy between the two riders on the same penalty? Because they don't pay points in a heat race. So they want to make it, you know, they want to make it a real penalty, but in the heat race, what can they do for you? Like, uh, like what's the. Oh, okay. There's no points. That's right. Yeah, four to six. Huh? Yeah. So. Okay. All right, man. Got it. Cool. Okay. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Wow. Worth it. James, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, Steve? How are you? I'm good. Hey, just getting home from the uh, Devils-Rangers game. What a game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Devils. Wow. There we go. Oh, man. Uh, Leafs, too. I know the Leafs did well. We're going all the way, dude. We're going all the way. We got that first (laughs) round. I don't know. Favorite against Florida. Favorite against the Devils. Yep. Yep. No one's favorite against the Devils. Not in the Rock. Eh, Whatever. (laughs) You got to bang your night lined up. What uh, what else? Huh? What's up? What's, what else is going on? No, so I called a couple weeks ago. We were talking Cooper Webb with um, uh, Davy Millsaps and all that. Mm-hmm. So Coop comes in uh, Nashville. He was on another another rival podcast, and he's talking about confidence and all that. Still sounded like the good Coop that we all know. Comes into Nashville, doesn't do so hot, or comes in at sorry East Rutherford, doesn't do so hot, gets lapped in the mud. Lost a lot of points to a hurt Tomac, and then he comes into this weekend in Nashville, which, I mean, you know I'm a big Coop fan. I think he made some mistakes that caused him getting hurt. I don't think it was all just racing this out the other. I think he made a couple of mistakes that led him to that. Okay. All right. Take, I mean, a, take me through it. What do you, what do you think? Yeah. So he, he passes Tomac first turn. That's cool. Like, He's got to gotta kind of play the race out from there. Kind of checks up in that next turn, expecting Tomac to do something that Tomac doesn't, and he kind of bobbles the front wheel. And that kind of led, I feel, that kind of led to the events that happened after that. I mean, I know Eli said in the press conference that, you know, he Coop made an aggressive move, and he was going to go back and kind of give it back to me. He's pretty transparent about that. He was like, Gonna go in there hot, and then he's like, "I don't believe we touched," but then he fell. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I've, you, you could be right. I just know that whatever it was, it caused him to go high in the berm and then just lose the front end over the top. So I don't know if that was checking up because of Eli, if that was just trying to rail the outside because of Eli. But I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, that's what caught him, right, Steve? I mean, he, he yeah. went over the berm with the front tire and yeah. put it down. So what led to it, I don't know, but that's what happened. Yeah, no, definitely. I just, I, I don't know if there's something else going on there besides just racing, you know. No, I, I think just think it's racing it, move. It's a contract year for him. and Yeah, but he's, uh, yes, but, you know, he had to do something. He had to make a statement. He had to get in the mix, you know. Um, so I get it. Uh, it didn't work out for him, but I don't see, I think there was just hard racing, and I think he's had a great season, and his contract status is, is done, you know, so. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't read into it any more than that, man. Yeah. All right. I All agree. Right. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, guys. Thanks for. Hey, do you have a bike? Yeah, I have a bunch of bikes. I'm in the uh, broke to built contest. I just built a beautiful KX250. Do you have anything newer? Any newer bikes? Yeah, I have a couple KTM's that I race, like in Hair Scramble series around here. What year? Uh, I just got off a 22 KTM onto an 18 four-stroke that I built up to race. Just I have two kids now, financial reasons, but okay. Well, I have some rental sprockets, but they don't fit 18s, 2018s. So, okay. All right. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Later, bro. But you know what? Let's make tits legendary work a little. Let's do this. Um, oh, hold on. Do you have any that fit in 05 no. KTM? No, we do not. <laughs> mm, 05 uh, Honda? No. Dang it. Yeah, he's living in 05. Jeez Louise. Uh, Better than tits. Okay, so I got rental, I got three rental sprockets to give away for modern, like 2022, 2023, 2021. You know, anything like in a My bike. All bikes. Okay, so anything new. Anything newer, if you have one. How about the guy that was on hold for three and a half hours? To ask us about docking in the heat race points? Yeah. Dumbest calls ever on this show. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Which kids, one of you did that? Uh, just the next three guys uh, who call in. Give them, uh, get a, I need a, uh, an address. They've got a 2022. Well, just something modern, modern. And I need their bikes. Newer than 2005. Sure. Yes. Okay. Uh, next three callers, 702-586-7857. Get three rental, uh, hard anodized sprockets for your motorcycles. So please... Uh, 702-586-7857. Next three callers. Titzel uh, will make it happen. Um, okay. Denver, this weekend, we yep. talked about the 450s. We talked about what we're going to see, right? Uh, but let me ask you this. Uh, Justin Hill, he's been great. He's on it. Do you think he could podium? Like, do you th- like I, I, I don't know. I kind of think he could. He could. Chasey he's really like, good. Chasey like Kenny. Jason. But say something Lacey. happens. Let me ask you this. Based on right now, this will be a hard one to answer for you Mm -hmm. because of personal reasons. Right now, right now, who has a better chance at podium, Denver, AC or Hill? Hill. Right now? Yeah. Justin Hill, not Josh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I like AC, but Justin Hill right now, in in New York all day, he was balls fast. Yeah, he told me at East Rutherford, yeah. He's been kind of just keeping it together and being yeah. solid, and he's uh-huh. like, this track, I don't know what it is, but I'm ready to take the gloves off. And he said he he recognized it in free practice, and he went for it. And since then, all of a sudden, he's mm-hmm. like bad, one of the boys he, up front. So He he looks great. And um, full props to him and Josh. They're riding well. Uh, Ted Tedder got that thing rolling. Did Josh get top 10 again in the main? I have it right here, don't I? Yeah. Did I he do he did. it again? He did. That's yeah, twice yeah. now that yeah. they've bo- – a five and a ten. Oh my God! Yeah, it's the best team in the pits. Do we have our calls? We have our three. We have our three. Everybody, we have our three winners. Stop calling. Yeah, stop calling. Uh, um, he could, dude. He could. Yeah, he really could. I mean, and he. It's fun to see him back too because he left. He like legitimately left. Two years he was gone. Yeah, he was. Was he a sheriff or a cop? I don't know. Because I said sheriff on the broadcast, oh. and then someone DM me and said he wasn't well, a sheriff. He's a cop. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, like, bro. Oops. You're like, sorry, I didn't get his rank right. I, I mean, I didn't. And I feel bad if I, I don't like p- to be inaccurate, but I don't know what he is. But either way, he's sick. And, like, it's he's a champ. He's a former champ. So it's cool that he's back. And do, it's just weird because he looks like a privateer out there, you know, like that yeah. his whole look with the yeah. bike everything. And he's now a top five guy. So I'm with you. It, it could happen. But Kenny, Eli, and 
chaser. That's Ed Anderson. If something happens, <laughs> mm, that's a, but that's a rough three right now. Those top three are pretty. I could say locked into the top. Shout three. out to uh, Colt Nichols too for fourth. Yeah, he needed that too. I yeah. think, and he was pretty stoked after. Docked him a little bit. So, no, that was cool. But that's what happens right now. Honestly, I know people get bummed out with the guys getting hurt. At the same time, there's a bunch of guys out there that are going to get their season best or their career best. Yeah, and that's a reason to celebrate because for them it's everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like for Colt Nichols, a lot of people leave there going, oh, he got hurt, he got hurt, he got... He left there going, I got a fourth and a four video main. Yeah. And that's... Who knows if he gets that again? Maybe yeah. he does. I think he could. He's yeah. really good. But yep. if not, he just got a fourth and a four video main and Hill got a fifth. Mm-hmm. I mean... I like those stories. So that's why I'm still going into the last two rounds looking for those stories, looking for the guys that are going to go yeah. home stoked. Right. Because, yeah. no, you know, he, like Moran's. Moran's got seventh in the mud. Look, I know it was mud. What did I know he this, this weekend? He got 12th or 14th or something. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I, but I had some people being like, oh, he got seventh because of this, because of that. And I'm like, because of who cares? Yeah. He gets well, to you, tell everybody. He gets to tell us, go home to his mom and dad and say, Mom, all that you, 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 you spent were, on me, I got a seventh and a 450 main. You were a racer. You took a seventh. Oh, hell yeah. What are you, you talking know. about? <laughs> uh, motorsport, Anything. Motorsport.com, tweet at tit segment. Let's do it. I don't think they'd get a blowjob. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from motorsport.com. It's the tweets at tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. Tits. Again, I mentioned at the stop of the show, uh, Michelin, all all tires on sale right now, 15% off. Use the code PULPAMEX to save at motorsport.com. Uh, our buddy FMIP, the second fastest man soon to be in Piedmont. Mm-hmm. And, I'm uh, just going to rent an apartment. Yeah, just do it. Yeah. And then re-rent it out, but just put my name on it. You have an address. There we go. Uh, so please check out motorsport.com. Dedicated team of gearheads down there taking care of business. Great return policy. Uh, all of that stuff, uh, really, uh, do they do it well at motorsport.com. If you order from anybody else online... I don't know what you're thinking. You're an idiot. Um, and uh, try motorsport.com. Travis, um, Casu has to pick an email. That's all we have to do. Okay, we're good. Then. I forgot to ask Chuck about yeah. it. Um, all right, these questions submitted at Pulp Mech Show on Twitter. The guy in the corner over there. How, how'd you get the three winners already, Tits? You Do you think that I didn't actually do this? Yeah. Or? I, I, see no, I saw you just rip through those calls. Like I don't know. What, what, what's your plan on that? Um, I'm not even going to dignify that with a response. <laughs> okay. I did my job. Are you thinking that he just didn't? Dude, I don't know. You I, think that these three emails, that when I get a response, they're going to be like bogus emails or something like that? Oh, so you asked them to email you. So, no, what I did okay. is... Uh, crap, you tricked me. <laughs> I When they called, <laughs> I said, what year bike do you have? And they said this. I said, okay, hold on. Then I put them on hold. I found the first three. Then I just looped back and I said, what's your email? Just the same way I do on the Moto 60 show. And then I send him an email and say, reply to it this and we'll get you hooked up. Okay. I hate to. I'll accept an apology. Any, but yeah, yeah. I, I saw, that's what I saw him doing. So. Okay. You guys are behind like little walls. Can't see your faces all the way. It's better that way. Yeah. Like Mr. Most of the time I'm not paying attention. So it'd be distracting oh. if you saw the, what the, I was really the, doing. I, I can't imagine that with, what Tiss does on a show <laughs> night. Like he's probably looking at tea times. He's looking at, you know, uh, <laughs> golf apps. Right. Yeah. Lots of golf stuff. Gawking and soaking. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Oh, wait. What? <laughs> All right. Okay. okay. For, first one's from Brad Street Racing. Uh, for both of you guys, since you both think we need to scrap the current 250 Supercross format and don't think it'll happen anytime soon, mm. why not at least have more east-west shootouts? If sure. you did at least five. Yeah. 
That'd be uh, cool. Yeah, it's great. I, fine. I'm more I, got a, yeah. I got on Twitter this week, and I already got on a Twitter fight. Oh, you did? Over that. <laughs> what would you, what'd you say? Um, I said that what the, was your take? I said that the East-West should, or that we should just have a one national Supercross class now and scrap all the rules and just make it another class like the outdoors. I agree. And I got hit pretty hard on the internet by Denny Stevenson, who... I love Denny, and he <laughs> Denny, he, he, Denny he, went after Travis too. Don't he worry. He called me an idiot on Twitter, and I'm super sad about it. Yeah, oh, well, I didn't he, even reply. He made Denny, marks. if you're listening, like I, my feelings are actually really hurt. Like I love Denny. He was a ring bearer in Buddy's. Or a, I was a ring bearer in Buddy's wedding. Yeah. Antonez, he was the best man. Yeah. We go way back. Yeah, and he called me an idiot on Twitter. You mm-hmm. should wear that as a badge of honor because he did the exact same thing to Travis over there. Well, it makes me sad. Still hurt about it. I like Denny, mm-hmm. yeah. and he thinks I'm he, an idiot. Maybe he'll apologize in like six to eight months. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened to Marks? So he got an apology six to eight months later. Really? Yeah. <laughs> really did hurt, though. Made me almost delete my Twitter. I'd fly the girls mm-hmm. in from L.A. The Moss 912. Uh, Daniel, That's- if the guy who bought Eagle Grit will continue to market it to moto guys or just dudes with old cars? Do you will know he or does he? Will he? No, he still does. Like okay. heavy. Yeah, he's way in a moto still. He rides, kid rides. He's... Old, I don't know anything about old cars, so I don't know. Okay, I don't okay. either. But yeah, no, he's no, oh, he's all in. Everything's solid too. Okay. Uh, from Cody Rogers for you, Steve and Travis. Uh, can we get a pop up on Pulpamix Fantasy like you have for A Ray, warning us that Steve has taken Rider X to dinner? <laughs> oh God, that's really good. It would be would be pretty good. I'm just gonna need you to update that on Friday night, Steve. Yeah, we'll I don't it, think we'll anybody's anyway. going to dinner with me anytime soon. Yeah, probably smart. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, from Mac McGuire is what we are seeing from Hill real or is it because at least six factory guys were out well like Daniel said there have been injuries but he was doing well before yeah there, you know? there was help with the, with the injury but he was riding pretty good before that and I mean regardless if they're there or not he's riding incredible now like you can just watch it so mm-hmm. I'd say yeah playing a role but that wouldn't be all the way fair. Do you see him on a better team next year? Oh. Um, no. Not, I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, from Ivan MX 75 Steve, whatever happened to the life-changing decision you were making at New York? Yeah, well, what it was something you were doing. Was it the baseball game thing? Yeah, I just I had to decide between a, a U2 concert, a Bono concert, or a baseball oh, game. Oh, I didn't know it was the choice yeah. was that. Yeah, that, okay. it was really, really important to me, and I went with the baseball game. And it was a lot of debate, a lot of talk. I uh, talked to Pookie a lot. Was it worth it? Uh, Are you happy? Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's good then. Yeah. I uh, did build it up a little bit bigger than what it was. I mean, it'd be a tough one. Like, okay. band you like versus... Uh, from Arik Nichols, uh, why doesn't Husky find a privateer fill-in 450 rider for the outdoors? Yeah, I mean, Benny talked to him for sure. I just think if you're Husky, it's if your rock star deal doesn't care, and apparently they don't, why bother? If you're not getting a guy that can top five or podium for you or all of that stuff, I guess you think why bother? Yeah, I mean, I, I could say, I mean, I talked to Nate all the time and all those guys. I don't. I actually don't talk to them about 450 stuff really that much. So mm-hmm. I, I don't even know. Most of my conversations are amateur 250 related. So I don't know. All right. Uh, from Jimmy G for you, Daniel. Do you still have your broadcasting career goal set as working for the NFL? You're doing a great job, and I would hate to lose you. Mm, 
He's going to Jenny Taft us. Just gone. Uh, um, I'll be honest. Like, that changes with me a lot. I, I, I had a goal, but it wasn't – actually, I, the NFL thing was never like a goal. It was more of a dream. Like, it would be a cool thing. The goals change a lot, I'd say, every year. It changed probably a couple times a year based on a lot of variables. So, I, I don't know. I'm – You should buy Pulp Mix. Uh, okay. Okay. No. Uh, not interested. No. Yeah. No. Uh, from Corey Mosier, Steve, can you please tell me how the Mulligan picks are determined for Pulpamex Fantasy? I relied on it for the first for Nashville and got my butt handed to me. Marks, did it get you more than zero? Would be my response. <laughs> do you want me to do a, uh, an actual brief rundown on how how it works? I don't know how it works. Briefly. So Mulligan, if you if you have a mulligan mulligan available at lockout time what it does is uh scrambles up the picks that all the experts have on their teams and creates a team for you out of those obviously you can't have riders the same two weeks in a row so it will exclude those and then pick from the remaining riders if it cannot fill a full eight riders out of those picks it will then fill the rest of the team with guys from the top 40 in qualifying and that's it in other words if you forget this thing, this is helping you, like, it's got your back kind of thing? Is it's, that what it is? It's to eliminate you getting a zero. That is the main point of it. I, You know, every once in a while, it does really well for people, and sometimes it doesn't, you know, it scores below average, but hmm. that's the point. It's supposed to be random. It's not supposed to score you a ton of points. All it's supposed to do is save just you from save getting, you from, a getting a, from getting a blank. Yeah, to, to eliminate blowing up your season, basically, if you forget. So that's it. Okay. From Renton Brown, uh, Steve, what really killed the Canadian Nationals? Oh, I don't know. Are they dead? I didn't hear Still that. Feel like they're going. <laughs> I mean, they're not what they used to be. COVID really was a big, massive blow to it, right? Um, Canadians took COVID a lot more seriously than the Americans did, and really shut it down. And that's right. The yeah. series went um, east only for a couple of years, with four rounds and five rounds, and oh, I was doing multi sponsorship. Multi yeah, multi. Yeah. yeah, sponsorships went away, and you know um, that didn't help for sure. Um, but yeah, I don't know if they're dead, but they're not what they used to be for sure. And uh, everything's cyclical, so maybe they'll come back. Yep. Yeah. Fake old pies. From Tyron Kranz, is there still beef between Reed and Burner? I don't know. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Oh man, I yeah, I didn't even know yeah. anything about that. For Chad real? was really mad at Burner when he left, but Burner's like, I gotta, gotta I gotta go, man. I got a better mm. opportunity. So I don't know. I think there still is though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, from the lacrosse defense coach, do we think for a second Cartwright thought? privateer money race whilst making that horrid no, move in he, the heat race. He was already in. He was already... I already gave him a wild card, so he was in no matter what. <laughs> okay. From Matt Frank, is there any way to watch Friday's race? Streaming it on YouTube. Verb so and Pulpamex. Verb's YouTube? And Pulpamex YouTube. And yours too? Mark, did you get that email? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be out of town, but I guess... Uh, we'll oh, make, shit, yeah. We'll make something work. Well, can you let Roto do it then? I don't know exactly what more needs to be done other than giving them like a, a stream key or something. But yeah, I'm I don't sure know. We can figure it out. I sure. don't know. But okay. We'll, well just get There's no such thing it. as vacation when you work for no, Pulp I, Yeah, yeah. Well, I, do I, I get a vacation? I don't. I'm grinding. Did you not 
Never mind. What? <laughs> Never mind. What? Didn't you just spend like a, a week in the Canary Islands or I, something? I'm pretty sure I asked you a question. You started to talk about billing me for overtime right. and things like that. <laughs> this guy. Yeah. No, I went to Cayman Islands. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, but I, I was. Enough. But like I said, I was working. I was answering emails. I was doing phone calls. Like I, there was no vacation. It was just. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, al- I'm always working. It don't matter. Yeah. Exactly. You're always working. So mm-hmm. just. Roto can do it though. Yeah, we'll get it. We'll get it set up for right. sure. Friday. Yeah, YouTube. YouTube live. Yeah. What time? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's good. Sometimes that's great. Two, it'll, it'll be it'll be uh, <laughs> two, Mountain Standard Time. It, it, it's two o'clock Mountain Standard Timeish. Just be ready. Yeah, just watch. Just stay, just stay watch, tuned. Just clear your YouTube. schedule and be ready. Watch Pulp Mech Show all day on Friday. It'll buzz in at some point. I'm pretty sure. You'll know when it goes down. There'll be Instagram lives going. There'll yeah. be notifications. Right. It'll fire off as long yeah. as you're within reach of your phone. Midday, right? I, be I believe the race is two thirty Mountain Time, but they're depending. I mean, if, yeah. if somebody gets injured at press day, if track maintenance goes long, like whatever, it's going to be around there. But, yeah. yeah, Steve. Lots of questions. Can fans attend? The answer is no, right? No, no. no. I see that a lot. So, could attend on YouTube. Yep. Uh. Daniel, this next one's for you. I don't know if this is an inside joke or not, so uh, enlighten oh, no. me. Uh, do you know if Outback serves elk meat? <laughs> okay, so there is. I love when Daniel responds like that. Like, <laughs> doesn't even want to get into it. Is this the main event modal thing? Yeah. Okay. Just keep going. <laughs> we have we have some things. We okay. Have some jokes. All right, fair enough. Uh, we'll end on a high note from Chris Rom. Steve, what do you think the Leafs' chances are now for winning the Stanley Cup? I don't know about winning the Cup, but we're going all the way to the final. Who's the toughest team in the way? It would suck if you got beat by the Panthers, wouldn't it? Nope, not going to happen. <laughs> I just <laughs> I bet I, Boston thought the same thing. I just read uh, a guy that I respect, a media guy that I really respect. He said Leafs in five. Wow. Yeah, he's like, dude, they're just they're better. They're better defense, they're better offense. The goalies are about a, 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 a saw off the goalies and the Leafs are better everywhere else. So. I'll go check my bracket cuz I nailed the first round. So. Did you really? Yeah. Look at look at that. Odds to win the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Oh, entering that's the entering the first round. Sorry. Yeah, it still has Bruins. Oh yeah, it's right. the That's the old that's the old odds. All right. I'm oh telling you. Gosh. The Vegas odds right now are the Leafs and Oilers are tied for the best odds. To win the cup, yeah, but we'll Vegas there. also. I bet all your listeners can't wait for them to be eliminated, so you don't talk about it. Yeah, it's good. I point. get in trouble on main event moto if I talk oh. about the Cowboys at all. Oh yeah, they get yeah not yeah. happy about that. Yeah, uh, our fans have a tendency to be one one single minded people. They're not a big. That's old news, right? Our fans are not sticking ball sports f- fans. Like they're not. They, well, they, they got into they, motocross. They didn't even know who Fabaro was. It, what was his name? Right, Fabia. What was it? Fabia Catanaro. Yeah, that was it. They didn't even know him, let alone they, sticking ball sports. They, they are got into motocross. The, the reason you get into dirt bikes, because you don't like the sticking ball sports. You don't like uniformity. You don't like belonging to teams. You don't like any of that. So you rebel by getting a motorcycle. That is how you initially get into it, and therefore it sets you apart. It gives you an identity, and you don't want to belong to the sticking ball sports people. And that's where we are. That's obviously speaking in generalities, but. Do you, I lo- do you know I what I'm lo- talking about? Yeah. I love football so much, though. I know. I just want to hit a motor. I, lo- I love hockey. I love football. Like, is my, mo- Moto and football to me are twin brothers. Mm. And I don't like really anything else that much. It's so. hard for me because uh, this is what I do for a living. So uh, am I passionate about this as I am hockey? Probably not because I do this for a living. I'm, I'm living it every day, right? And hockey is like a relief, like a rela- a, a, an escape. 
I feel I like mean, my schedule is so good. Supercross, January to May. Outdoor, May to August, September. Football, September. I mean, I, it's just right, perfect. I get right. year-round everything I want. Yeah. The powder no pie. Uncle Jim. Uncle Jim. Do you want to talk about Uncle Jim for next hour? <sighs> Let's do it, dude. <laughs> Honestly, and I'll tell you right now, I've had a chance in this job to obviously work with a lot of people, so, like yeah. next to me, right? Yeah. I don't know if anything will ever top working with Jim. Yeah. Honestly, it's just the comforting feeling that knowing that the guy next to you can bail you out at any moment. Yeah. Like all, if I have to go to the bathroom, mid sentence, <laughs> rally out, Jim. Well, let me tell you about the he yeah. he so fun to work with because he was it was new that was a hard job for me in the beginning and all yeah. oh, I could just lean on him for everything and then he made everything fun it was never not fun no and you so. know now he's helping Feld with the organization oh, of and the, he's still of there the, and he's birthday stuff and all that and mm-hmm. and we just working with him because he's coordinating it on the live podium mm-hmm. and we just like dude he's on it he's just he is. on it he care he cares he truly oh, cares yeah, and he, now he I, I don't I don't think it could be topped really he's what about anal bleaching <sighs> hopefully one will right. whip up a titty <laughs> <laughs> Hard not to love Jim. Is, what am I supposed to say? Yeah, uh, that's the motorsport.com tweet at tits segment, by the way. That was the motorsport.com tweet at tits segment. And, uh, yeah, feel free to submit your questions to at Pulp Mech Show. I'm sure there's a bunch of good ones on there that tits has left out, but we'll just uh, just move on. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Uh, thank you to uh, Kay Clayson, Mike Mewey, Kyle Chisholm, Tony Moore for coming on. Uh, best interview tonight, Daniel? JT. Oh, wow. Because a racer, because he's a racer. Yeah, and he said nice things to me. Made me feel really good. <laughs> okay. Only one person. Not Steve. What? Yeah. Steve's the only one who didn't say something nice about you. I know, but that's part of Steve's charm. He's too stubborn. I appreciate it. No, I mean it's I, disciplined. I, I like it. I've said nice things about you a lot. You have. Yeah. But I want it to my face, and you wouldn't do it. But it's fine. Mark's best interview tonight. <laughs> um, <laughs> Daniel Blair. <laughs> <laughs> Tits? Now it's getting weird in here. <laughs> Daniel Blair. Oh, God. Yeah. Who was your favorite, Steve? <laughs> you know what? I like that discussion about the uh, the LCQ race with Cade. The breaking it all down, you know? Mm-hmm. Keep that scrap oh, yeah, paper she- handy. Yeah. This is good. You know, These are our picks. Pulp. It's so, so, it's so uh, official. On this, pulp. Is, this is how we would do it yeah, right here. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah, there we go. Okay, so I got the picks here. Don't forget the Amazon gift cards nope. for the winner. Yep, Amazon gift cards to the winner. Let's take a uh, picture of that before you inevitably lose it. A hundred percent. Yeah, it's yeah, probably a good no, idea. It's, it's a loose program here at Pulp. Pull it off, though. Yeah, somehow. Yeah, get it done. Uh, so thanks, everybody, for listening. Appreciate it. We got our Sprocket winner, so thank you to Renthal for doing that. We'll give away some more as well uh, next week. We got a couple, so, so, a couple sets of bars left, too. Um, okay, uh, Daniel Blair, thank you, man. Yeah. Thanks for coming all the way out here. No uh, Long-ass trip, like I said, off the top of the show. There's no chance I'm doing this for you. That's, so I appreciate it. That's fine, and I understand that, and that's good. But no, I, I love coming. I've told you that before. I love love the sport. I love the way you cover it, and I love being here and doing it with you. So, so maybe if you're out west for a stupid amateur race, you can come in and do the show Monday or something, like in the summer, or you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. We'll figure it out. But. Well, that's what I'm waiting on right now. I'm waiting on mammoth confirmation to find out what's happening there. So We almost... Did a special show tonight. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna let out the bag. Oh, but can we did, try that? Uh, yeah, I want to. Yeah, because I, I was pumped. That's the only yeah. reason why I and, decided and, to come. And Marks and Tits would be pumped too because they'd be off. 
So they're probably sad also that it didn't work out. I'm pumped Every, already. Do I, do I still get a get paid for See, that? See, that's that's how yeah, that's, geez, how, that's how the attitude works over here. They're predictable. Yeah, no, it is. It's, it's unbelievable. Uh, but we'll try it. Work on that maybe later. Uh, it'll be if it comes together. It'll be really super cool. Looking forward to it. Uh, so yeah, thanks for coming up, DB. Yep. Appreciate it. Uh, good job on the TV. Thank you. Broadcast. What are you doing this weekend? Uh, right, race day live and pit reporting. Oh, pit reporting. I'm doing okay, that yeah. all the way through. I'm, oh, yeah. So, I'm yep. We got our. You're no longer year. in the booth. You're nope. done with the booths. Done after Glendale was my okay. last one. So. All right. Uh, all right. Sounds good. Good job on that, Marks. Thank you. My pleasure. Tits. Yeah, buddy. Good luck in your golf game tomorrow. <laughs> Not playing tomorrow. Double but thank digits. You. Uh, Get that right. 99. See you Thursday for Moto 60, though. You better believe it. And uh, also thank you to Roto and Swizz and Moser and Pookie and everybody else. Uh, Pulpamexshow.com sponsored deals are there. Use the codes uh, and uh, contact our guys and save some money. And we'd appreciate it. That way we can stay on the air and continue to, uh, you know, pay for these crazy plane tickets that, the, that our co-hosts are, are, are sending us with all the time. Just booked a ticket today for Jake Weimer. Je- oh. Jellybean Jake coming in studio. It's not even a far flight. Where does he fly out of? Boise. Boise. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right. Harsh take. Yeah. Man. And then before we go, one last time for Daniel. Give me it. Play it twice. <laughs> <laughs> one more time. <laughs> That's it, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. We're out of here. He was ramming my guy, dude. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff. and I was totally nude. and It was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. I just wanted you to know that, if you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. Complete me